Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in. Over here. With a friend. And found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. What's that place you've always wanted to try? Well, you're there. Sharing plates with... Just one bite. Or on second thought, maybe not sharing. It's that good. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Yes, I am ready. Take a painkiller already. Three twenty, five twenty-two. Flame Truth has just challenged me to a calf off, so we will see where that leads to. Uh, Taylor, guest Flame Truth, Taylor. Yes, great start. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Smart Mouth, Squarespace, and Bluetooth. But thank you, Flame Truth, for coming on. I also am looking forward to the calf off. Are you wearing pants right now, Flame Truth? Never. Uh, no, never. Uh, no. I, I, okay, so. I'm wearing like skinny jeans, so this might be difficult. You might win. By, you got to like, pop those off. Yeah, you're gonna have to drop yeah. those. Well, I don't wear underwear, so I can't. You guys will. No, it's get not. From we'll take care of that in post. Okay, <laughs> I think I can. I think I can pull them up. Yeah, we're good. He All said right. his calves would smoke any of us. Well, what you guys need, you guys need some sort of object of comparison, something common. Do you have a pen nearby? This is like at school when that one kid is like, my dad could beat up your dad, and your dad is an Olympic wrestler, and you're just like, <laughs> do you want me to call my dad? Because <laughs> he lives for this sort of thing I, since the injury. I don't want to talk any smack. I don't know. If a man says, my calves will smoke all of your calves, he probably has good calves. <laughs> I believe he has good calves, but I've seen Woody's calves. I haven't seen Woody's cap, so he might he might beat me. No, don't lose your confidence. <laughs> no, maintain that energy, big mouth. Maintain that energy, huh? Okay. Woody's got very very defined caps. I'm just saying, I, my body type is is so fucking weird. I'm I'm basically a T, but at the bottom, the T like splits off, and I have giant caps. So, huh. you know, hmm. like skinny legs, but but giant caps. I don't know why. It's weird. And nobody does any focus work on their calves that has big calves. They just happen to have big calves. <laughs> yeah, I just happen to have them. I don't, I don't do anything. It's like just nobody, a nobody trait. with huge calves is like, I do so many calf raise. It's like guys <laughs> like me who want to have bigger calves do that. And it, what is it genetically or like muscle building wise where it's like calves just don't fucking respond? Like I work out my arms, they get bigger. Traps, shoulders, everything else responds. Calves doesn't make any fucking. Can calves. you even get a pump in your calves? Like, yeah, it's just a cramp. <laughs> You'll just I, I can tell sometimes if I've been working my calves because you wake up the next morning to uh, uh, with your, your your leg really really tight. From Have a, you ever a, used the calf head. machine in the gym? You know you've got that thing you put on your your back like a yoke and uh, load it up with plates and then it's got like a, a thing to stand on so you put like your toes on it and your heels are hanging off so you're really able to isolate your yeah, calves. I've seen it but I've never tried that. Yeah, I could use the entire stack on the machine at 14 years old. <laughs> well that that must be similar to leg press where it's like it's time to feel good about myself i'm gonna i'm gonna take sorry everyone else at the gym i need all the 45s <laughs> this rude as shit just stealing them all over there oh sorry you can't bench because this idiot needs to leg press for no reason but those are that's a an item i was looking at like i, I just was having fun looking at gym stuff not that i was about to uh um purchase it but like leg press machines like twelve hundred dollars for a cheap one for what what do you really get out of that one exercise one I just bad wanna, exercise no, i just want to point something out blame truth's pc just blue screened and he has frozen in the 
perfect right position. <laughs> like, like as I was saying that, I was even though I know that he's not here, I was still half expecting him to be like, "Oh no, I'm still here," because he's perfectly posed. Everybody else look like, freezes in this unflattering like. <laughs> Dude, I freeze at my absolute fattest. <laughs> it's like, hey. <laughs> this leads into Taylor. I, I I didn't ask. I didn't ask myself this before. I'm double on the screen now. Are you going to diet down for the wedding? Is this part of the thing? Are you going to do wedding pictures oh, yeah. shirtless? I hope. Yes. Yeah, no. Well, <laughs> no. you know what? That's up in the air. That's yet right. to be. But uh, yeah. So I did get engaged in the last week. I'm really excited about it. She obviously is. Uh, I've been excommunicated from the Church of Kyle. Um, sad. It's sad. I don't know who he's going to replace as the new archbishop or whatever the hell, because not a very deep bench in that church. <laughs> oh, it's a very deep bench. There's plenty of people out there who aren't stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just not in this call. You were on no. thin ice when you practiced the pullout method, Taylor. This is just oh, the, true. this is just the final That's, blow. I can see why Kyle would never want to get married or anything because you never ever want children. No, I actually, I not. I do want kids, and so okay. Well, you kids. know, and, and I, I, usually when people say they want kids, I'm like, have you tried a dog? And, but you have, <laughs> have tried the dogs, and yeah. and so I I have no I have I have nothing to say, yeah. nothing to say. Just gonna start firing out kids, mm. Mormon style. So oh, I, I'll be able to field a baseball team, but I won't. I'll field two hockey teams against each other, so that's more fun, right? <laughs> five, four on four, I guess it'll have to be, and. You know, me and their mom can play goalie. Yeah, I'm really. She can still walk. Yeah, dude, I was getting so many comments on Twitch last night. It's like R.I.P. your your fiance's pussy when those hammerhead babies start parading through. Get it? I didn't know what we were talking about. Yeah, I I thought it was the contention that was stopping her from walking until he said that. (laughs) Just you're gonna have to like get the jaws of life to open the pelvis a little more to let my. Monster-headed no, children out. No shit. Uh, my mom was in labor, I think, for over 24 hours because my head was so fucking big, like coming out. So I'm gonna put. I'm gonna say 48 minimum. Oh yeah, I was a yeah. two-day child also. You're, wait, are you the oldest? Uh, no. Oh okay. Usually the oldest takes forever. <clears throat> so yeah. so yeah. I want to talk about this a little bit. Um, how long have you been thinking about proposing? Probably the better part of a year. Okay. How long ago did you purchase the ring? Uh, so I did something different with that. I used uh, uh, a family oh, ring. Oh, romantic. Uh-huh. And then uh, figured then we would go get one afterward. And, the you know, the good thing about that is that you, you get to play it off as this is, like, very sentimental. But really, it saves you a trip. Okay. So, so follow-up question. How long ago did you acquire the family ring? Oh, well, it, like, it came from, like, my grandma, and so it was never like a, I gotta pick it up. It was just, like, the last time I saw her before I was doing it. It's like, oh, yeah, did you got that, by the way, that we talked about using? She's like, oh, here you go. But so, it's, okay. it's, it's Thanksgiving? For a while. Is this, is that yeah, I guess answer? that's when I grabbed it. It was around Thanksgiving. That okay, so how, how long were you carrying it around, perhaps in your pocket, before you, you know, popped the question? Oh, not very long at all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hardly any time. It was a, it was a big annoying box, and you look like an asshole walking around with that giant bulge in your pocket. And so I was like, "What am I going to go to a fancy dinner?" And she's going to sit there like, "You're 
you're either hard or you're about to propose. You know, so that <laughs> so was how did the how did the proposal go down? Did you like hide it in a dessert or did you just oop? Ready to ruin your life? Ready to ruin my life? <laughs> no, what I did is I put it inside a ravioli. <laughs> and then, and then we waited for it. And she'll be able to wear it in 36 to 48 hours. <laughs> yeah, I put it in a little gnocchi thing, and then, no. Uh, just pretty traditional, pretty normal, just regular proposal. Did you get down on one knee? Yeah. I did, too. Yeah. I, th- I figured that's I like the that. plan. You know, did you like ask she, her father? Yeah, I did. I did too. Mm-hmm. I so thought that was traditional boys. I liked yeah, it. I, very, very. I, and she's she's very traditional. Also, she was the one who was like, you know, I would really appreciate, you know, if we ever get married. If you're, this is a long time ago, like, and she was like, I would like you to ask my father first. And I was like, oh, of course. And it, that was the first I day. Do that. that was, and that was three years ago. Almost scared <laughs> him off, frankly. Yeah. It was, <laughs> so maybe okay, we should. Um, Maybe we should get appetizers first. <laughs> she said that on Tinder, actually. It was, it was the first conversation. It's the first, the first thing. Just yeah. Ask my father. But. Well, no, in all seriousness, uh, congratulations. Thank uh, you. I'm very happy for you because I know this will make you happy. Uh, I'm mm-hmm. sure I, I've never met her, but I look forward to meeting her at some point because she must be a wonderful person because you're yes. one of the smartest people I know. You're one of my best friends. I care about you a tremendous amount. I love you. And, uh, Love you too, man. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, I wish you all the best and uh, tons of happiness. And you know, all jokes aside, really happy Thank you. for you. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Also, like, I'm I'm really looking forward to but it. But don't you ask me to come to that fucking what do they call it? A wedding? That that that, <laughs> that, that arranged that that like personal life execution that you guys are gonna <laughs> hold in a in a church somewhere? Like. No, but seriously though. Oh well, thank you. Yeah, love you so much. So happy Don't for you. you. It's awesome. When I when I read the me- when I when I read your message, uh, I, I was just like, oh man, that's great. That's that's awesome. I was really happy for you. I was super oh, excited you. when I read your message. I, and it was the same yeah. sort of thought process. Like this is good for Taylor. This, I don't know. Taylor Taylor's doing something amazing right now, and that I'm yeah. pleased for you. So it's great. Like I was. You know, it's such a big lifestyle change. I was like, am I going to do it? And then suddenly start feeling like cold feet. I was about to say wet feet. I don't think that's the, that's the, that's the cold feet. My feet get wet. And it was like, no, it was like I was even more excited. I'm like, damn, this is like it's finally moving. It's finally going forward. Like, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. So I, I, uh, I raided Dick Masterson's chat last night after I finished on Twitch. And his first thing, because he – Follows me on Twitter, so he saw it. He was like, "Oh, Taylor rated me. Ah, oh, dude, ruined his fucking life, man." And then he just starts, <laughs> goes right back to hit playing on his piano and singing as he does. But very, very funny because he's. I, I would say he is. He's probably got a competing Church of Dick to go alongside the Church of Kyle. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think it's a good thing that you're getting your first marriage uh, started this way. early in life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I can yeah, re- well, revamp. You know, but oh, what are your original question? Am I going to get in good shape for it? Uh, yeah, it's a really good motivating thing because like those are going to be the pictures that will like be in my house forever. Mm-hmm. And so like I am going to be just have you considered going the all the time of my grandpa. And so like I, I want to be able to tell my grandkids, like, guess what? I wasn't a fat tub of shit always. Look at me. 
like I mean, 50, what, 40 years ago. What if you went bad. the other way, Taylor? What what if what if this you lowered expectations by looking horrific on your wedding, and then you would just have a low bar for the rest of your life, right? Like anytime someone sees you on the mantle, they'll be like, Taylor really glowed up. <laughs> why, why'd you get all your wedding photos in a wheelchair? <laughs> I don't well, it was after the, the war. war. You it were was, in the. Did you serve? In the war, Grandpa? <laughs> as far as you know. <laughs> you know, the Iraq War. <laughs> Grandpa, were you a hero in the war? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Grandpa, why'd you, why do you sound like Colonel Sanders all of a sudden? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I got to use it as a chance to to slim down. Because, like, this last week I was on, on a trip with uh, my girlfriend and I in Florida. And like I said on PKM, we were going to do some Disney World thing. And they were like, that's probably a fucking bad idea. So we switched to, like, to like a bunch of kayaking, like, fishing, biking, that kind of outdoorsy thing. And because it was, you know, middle of the fucking week for the most part, nobody was anywhere. Like, we had the whole run of every park we went to, every, every you know, stream or whatever we were doing. It was great. Um, at one point we went to, and I've never done this before, we went to a dog bedding track. Have you ever done yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. Watch Greyhounds. I and love it. It was, it was so much fun. Like I, I only bet twice, uh, and then after that, like my girlfriend and I were just betting each other because I didn't, I didn't know anything about the dogs. I didn't know what all the numbers meant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I thought STR was on it, and I'm like, that must be the dog's strength. Yeah, it's. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, how would you gauge the strength of a greyhound dog? <laughs> and then I asked some other guy, and he was like, that's that means weight. And I was like, well, I didn't ask him what the STR meant. Of yeah, uh, I like dog racing so much more than horse racing because like they love it. They are having a ball. Like the the dogs are like itching to get out when they see that little rabbit come around. Like, and you can tell how much fun they're having because like the second that rabbit goes around the full time and then it folds back into the the running thing it's around. Like all the dogs, some of them even before they get their little treat, they'll like run up and nip at the the fake rabbit. Like yeah. And horses are too smart for that, I think. I think horses, they're not having a great time. Like, I, I think they do have a great time. I just think it's not very healthy for them. Like, like, like. You think the dogs are healthy? Like, I imagine yeah. they're just injected yeah, yeah, yeah. with whatever it's yeah. like, go fast juice. Yeah, the, the, uh, yeah, they're probably being injected with something or another to be a little faster, <laughs> but, but I don't think it's harmful for them. Like, and when a dog falls, they're, they're so light and nimble, like, they're okay. But when a horse falls, it's like, okay, well, your life is over now. Like, as soon that's as they true. break a leg, they're dead. I, yeah, no one can explain to me that. why that's true. I know that it's true, but it's because they can't stay off of that leg. But how sure could a dog can, stay off? Right? Of like, like it, it, we we've it, all seen dogs stay off of them. They just yeah. stay off of them. I, I like let, let's say this horse's sperm is very valuable, right? So we it, it is economically feasible to suspend it from its chest, to hold it from its knee where it's not broken, to do whatever it takes, right? I don't know why you can't amputate the leg and give it a prosthetic. There's something about horses. Maybe their heart is in their feet. I don't know. I'm not I'm not a vet. <laughs> but but it seems like <laughs> it seems like you break a horse's leg and no one can explain to me why you just can't keep it alive long enough to heal. It's it's got to be because they're so top heavy, you know what I mean? Like they're very muscular, broad creatures up top. I mean, so they're, they're descendants of giraffes, right? Like evolutionary wise. Evolutionary. That, look, that looks right. I believe yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. Uh, I mean, have you ever kicked a giraffe in a leg? And it's oh, leg sure, all the time. Like, yeah. yeah. So 
It's got to be something like that. Like, it is too top-heavy or something, but the dog's, like, more even-keeled. They just won't stay off of that leg. They can't. And, like, even if you could, like, suspend it during the day, like, it's got to sleep at night. And, like, you could keep it in a tub of water and make the horse weigh three pounds. (laughs) Right? I broke my leg. What does it do at night? How does it sleep in the water? It floats. It it has a a blanket under its belly where it's, like, forced to stay upright. Oh, okay. What happens when its skin starts slothing off because because horses are not naturally aquatic? (laughs) (laughs) You just have to suspend him. You know, Bill, uh, Prancer's getting a little soggy, I've noticed. uh. in, (laughs) In people, it takes about... I think two weeks to get like soft cartilage. Now the bones are touching and form, but it's not strong. And then it takes like two more weeks to get like weak bone. And then I, I forget the names of it. I when I broke my bone, my leg. And it goes the strong bone. <laughs> it's, I think it's called soft and then hard and then like post or something. You're, but, you're right. And I just I that's so funny. You said like the soft tissue thing because like apparently humans have a lot more access to the soft tissue that grows first, whereas horses and their legs it's mostly hard tissue. And so, like, even if it manages to regrow the bone, it's going to be, like, badly bent and mangled because there's not soft tissue to, like, put it back in place. It'll just start growing incorrectly. And because their bones are thinner, it says that when they break, a lot of shards get into their flesh and, like, can travel around and they get infected. Mm. So, like, I I get why it might not be economically feasible, right? But if there were a $6 million horse and we had all the king's horses and all the king's men – I don't know why they can't like like with my leg they put some plates on it and they put everything back in position so that when it healed it was you know sort of touching it was that you know you break a pencil you put it back together the way it was and then it grows it heals not the pencil but work with me I don't know why on the horse like that just doesn't it can't be done even this this thing could win the what is the Kentucky Derby Grand what it, what it Slam probably is when you win all like, three the Grand Prix. Part- it's partially, I bet, backwards engineering from horse owners who are like, it would be, this thing is now a money pit. Like, yeah, I guess we could put it in horsey hospice for a while and try and get him, or at least give him a comfortable death. But it's like, no, it's unfixable. Just shoot him on the track. You know, I, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. But when there's sperm cells for like a quarter million of load, now that that counters that theory. Just get a final bust as he lays on his side. <laughs> I, and then I wouldn't be surprised if a horse that's had a broken leg, uh, their, their their sperm isn't worth as much now because that maybe maybe that's a sign of something uh, genetic. Sure. But and also like I bet they those horses are heavily insured, and oh. shooting the horse means we get a ten million dollar payday right now, or we can try to like limp him through some sort of experimental horse rehab. Uh, <laughs> dude, it seems like that should be dude shooting your own horse point. if it gets a broken leg is like burning my car if I get a flat tire and yes. pay out from the insurance company. That seems circle like circle back to burn the truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, no, we're not paying for your whole car, sir. The tire was down. It wasn't even top, but it was down. The, it was the notification low. light. <laughs> the tire was low. It was only cold the out, sir. light was coming on sometime. Cold weather, it would come on. <laughs> <laughs> so I burned it. <laughs> what are you doing in a resident? What are you doing in a school zone? <laughs> uh, I need to make sure medics are close. So yeah. Twitch has new rules. You can't say yes. simp, incel, or virgin anymore. That was okay. like half of my fucking vocabulary 
for Dude, my Twitch streams. My like, chat has never said Twitch. I'm sorry, simp, incel, and burden as much as it did last night. Last night was all just incel, incel, simp, 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 virgin, 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 nonstop. And mm-hmm. I'm over there like, yeah, and they, they, I got repeated questions about it, and I'm trying to answer it without using simp, incel, or virgin in my response. <laughs> <laughs> I thought people, like, I didn't, I don't, those aren't really three of my insult repertoire, really, mm. so I didn't mind as much. But when they come from retarded, I'm going to be pretty frustrated. But mm. uh, They're coming for it. They're coming were, for it. People I, were saying it the entire time last night in my chat, too, and it was so silly, especially the the simp. Well, all simp, incel, and virgin, I, I thought it was a meme, like a joke at first, until I saw, no, that they they literally picked those three. Why? Why those? So I heard her explain it, and she was like, "People use these words as an insult, and you know, it's just, we don't want people to be so mean to each other." And and like, I kind of get it. Like from that, from where she's coming from, I don't hate it. Like I don't hate that she's trying to do a good thing. I don't think she did a good thing in my chat. No. We use simp a lot, but it it really just means like supporter or fan or like it's not yeah it, yeah it didn't have a nasty connotation in my chat maybe elsewhere i don't think so well i, I think i got a message used... for all the simps incels and virgins out there the bell delphine fuck show begins in t minus 13 <laughs> days boys all right and someone you're t minusing <laughs> someone needs to purchase that thing one of you simps incels or virgins out there so that I don't have to plop down the $35 I think it is just to be just to be part of her uh, OnlyFans she thinks she's three times as good as Hulu with with no ads she's yeah fair enough yeah fair no enough. no no <laughs> or twice as good as Netflix she I, well, the, pro- twice as good the as problem is how how much she drains you like it, I so is it? You say it's thirty-five yeah, all the way. Thirty dollars. <laughs> right, right, five, we'll, we'll six times a day. <laughs> so thirty dollars, right? I find her amazing. I don't know how much it is, but like, she, there's a monthly fee, and the monthly fee gives you access to buy the individual things. So mm-hmm. by paying thirty or thirty-five a month, you are now eligible to buy more pictures and videos. Yeah. And it apparently well, this woman is a marketing genius. She's so smart. I, I I don't know, like, to me, all right, so she's super hot, right? But I don't find her super hotness to be that much of a distinguishing characteristic over half a chatterbait, right? Like, oh, so you see, she's really tapped into a very niche group of people that are, like, perfect for this. Like, like she's really into gamers. I don't know, I'm not saying she's legitimately into it. She, she, uh, she leans into gamer culture and sort of like uh, edge lord culture and that sort of thing, and like she she knows her audience really well, and she's garnered like a massive audience of a very unique group of people who are into all sorts of uh, anime and game nerds. Basically. Anime, yeah, yeah, anime and game nerds, yeah, for I, sure. You nailed it. Yeah, I tip my hat to her, right? Like it, it, she's hot, but she has done more with her hot. It, look, she's super hot, but I, I, again. You could go to UNC's campus and find 400 women as hot as she is. Like probably so. Absolutely, I'll agree with you 100 percent on that. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, she's done such a great job of like just revealing a little bit at a time for mm-hmm. a couple of years now. Master like, of teasing, just like mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and all that. And and she's and she's had this coordinated legal strike the last 30 days against everything that leaks her content and it has been massively effective she has gotten rid of every subreddit that i was subscribed to all like four of them 
Like I was, I was on four different subreddits that just leaked her content and they had been active for like ever. And it, like all of her content would be there and all of the like pro leakers were there and they would constantly be like, Hey, there's a mega upload file here. It's 37 gigs of just nice everything God. she's ever done. Just get after it, boys. And like, I'm not going to download it. I just want to like click it occasionally and be like, Oh, look, she showed a little more titty this time, but all of that's gone. And all of the discords that, that were like working coordinatedly to like leak her content, they're gone. And many of the users permanently banned from the discord service. Like they went after anybody and everybody that was sharing or leaking her content that they could find and they're gone. I wonder how much money she's pulling down. It's got to be. Oh, I had dude. until you said it. I had no idea. I thought thirty-five dollars meant that it was like, all right, now you're into you're into Disneyland. You can ride all the rides. Like I didn't know it was additional pay. Like, oh, here's five more bucks for a nip shot. Bing. So, if you guys want to know what she looks like, you can Bing Bel- Delphine, and you'll see. Make sure you have Safe Search on if you're doing it from work. Um, the Safe Search. <laughs> so on. I, I follow a few girls on OnlyFans. Um, the streaming, like the Twitch streaming industry and the, the like, um, I guess, cam girl industry isn't that much different, except they get naked and I don't. Mm-hmm. So I'm friends with a lot of them. So I follow them on OnlyFans. They give me discounts and stuff. And how it works is, yeah, they, they charge like a, you know, a fee, usually between 5 and $15 most of the time, unless you're like premium like her, then you can mm-hmm. charge fucking 35 for, you know, a few pictures of her crossing her eyes and sticking her tongue out but uh yeah they, they make bank on they'll send you dms with like pay-per-view content and they'll describe what's in that video and then you pay to unlock it and uh that's where the big bucks are do pair. they ever fail to deliver like do they ever say like blowjob video and then they're sucking on a dildo or something it's not what you hoped it was if they do they're less likely to get repeat buyers. So they like typically the, the girls I follow describe it in detail. They'll be like blowjob video, no cum shot, you know, um, a minute and 30 seconds. Like they'll describe it like that hundred percent. And then that way, you know exactly what you're getting, you know? Okay. Oh, and also in porn news, I'm sorry if you had any, do you have oh, any I know where this is coming. No. Porn hub uh, has been under attack. Not the, yeah, under pressure, I should say, uh, for a while, because a lot of people have been uploading all sorts of content on there that is either illegal or borders upon illegal, whether it's literally rape or underage content or um, or something like that. And so to combat that, <clears throat> they have deleted every over from here. So what happened, like Kyle said, there were videos where they just didn't know the source, right? Anyone could upload to it. There are PKA episodes on there. They got pressure from their credit card companies, and that's why they took these actions. They feel like it's unfair because all the other porn sites also have, like, unverified content. But so – go ahead. Did you want to jump in? The All the other porn sites thing is very interesting because – a lot of people don't know this. Pornhub, uh, over the years has bought up virtually every porn site in the world. Um, like, like, I'm I think not, it's all owned by an umbrella called MindGeek. Like, they've bought up, like, just off the top of my head, I'm, I'm pretty sure they own, like, ujiz.com and, 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 like, like a ton of them. The only one that I'm sure that they don't own and is under a completely different situation is X Amster, which is my porn site of choice. Don't, Get, hmm. 
mixed up with the name. It's nothing weird. There are no hamsters involved. It's just their mascot, okay? This site dates back to early Internet days. It's the letter X plus the word hamster, no dashes, no spaces. It is an excellent porn site. They have user-generated content, which is what I like. I like amateur pornography. I don't want to see some people getting paid to fuck. No, thank Boo. you. I want people that are in their own homes having a good old time. <laughs> I want and, people who uh, don't even know they're being filmed. So, so yeah. what, what happened For was <laughs> the credit card companies took away Pornhub's ability to process payments. So all all that, I don't have a Pornhub premium account, but I guess you pay monthly and get access to the videos with the stars on them or something. Stars. And uh, when they couldn't process credit card payments anymore, the only way to pay Pornhub now for the way for them to make money outside of ads was Bitcoin, which as you know, is this huge like barrier to entry in terms like a lot of people don't have Bitcoin that they can easily buy <clears> with. So, um, yeah. So anyway, that's like the big thing They're, The credit card company shook them down and in an effort to get back in their good graces. I don't know if that happened. They went from, I think about 11 million videos to under three. The huge drop. What was the yes. qualification for what they deleted? They deleted all of the content from unverified users, people who don't have accounts and are essentially like – it would be like if YouTube deleted everything that didn't come from a partner. Yeah. It, oh, okay. Yeah, so all – like everything that was actually amateur is gone. Now, amateur, what's an amateur porn star? You know, like it, it, I, I guess it, it's like some girl with a webcam in her office could be a non-amateur, but, but yeah, yeah. – yeah, there's plenty of content that is essentially like a couple who fuck and they've got a verified account and they put yeah. in, you know, they show their ID to Pornhub and set up a whole system. But even, but that to me is borderline amateur. It's, it's like, okay, like it's amateur in the fact that they're not like working for Vivid Video or Bang Bros or something like that. But it's still some people who are like, honey, are you ready for the shoot today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I took my lock and load. I'm ready to go. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, we'll start shooting at eight. Uh, you know, it, you know, they're, they're setting up. It's, it's not exactly amateur anymore. Amateurs to me is filmed on a fucking cell phone. They're having, you know, it's, it's impromptu. Quality should be bad and I shouldn't be able to tell exactly what movie is playing in the background. <laughs> I should know that sounds familiar, but I shouldn't know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or which show? Yeah. So, um, I, a Pornhub, I, I also like knew in quotes that they owned a bunch of other sites, but it's not here. I, I have a list. They own GayTube, Peepers, PornIQ, PornMD, Pornhub, RedTube, Thumbzilla, TubeBait, and UPorn. So, so pretty much everything. Is that everything? Like Spankwire is a thing. No. Chatterbait is a thing. OnlyFans use, is a thing. I use oh, videos. Well, uh, Woody, it's, it's not, uh, Pornhub doesn't own these things. It's the, Mind, the Umbrella Corp. Well, Mind, yeah. Mind Geek does. Owns yeah. Pornhub, RedTube, YouPorn. And, and like. some of these are just search engines. Like one of those. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't know if just PornMD is a search engine, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I guess I had in my head that Mind Geek owned like virtually everything. And I'm like, oh, no, they own Pornhub and then a couple second raiders. There's something scary hiding in the back of your closet. Your bathing suits and summer clothes thing you're pretty sure don't fit anymore. What if there was a way to get into summer shape in one visit? Here's Dr. Brian Strand for Sonabello to explain. It really is quite remarkable. Sonabello doctors use a technology called microlaser fat removal, and the results are amazing. 
we customize your procedure to accomplish your goals. Just share with us the problem areas where you'd like the fat in inches removed. And in one visit, they're gone. Permanently. I can't tell you how often I hear clients say how many years they've been trying to diet and exercise those inches away. And we did it in one comfortable visit. It's time to get your summer on. Visit any of our Sonabella locations across the U.S. And right now you can save $250. Visit sonobello.com slash save. sonobello.com slash save. That's sonobello.com slash save. Target has laundry day covered because they offer a great selection of concentrated Tide Pods to help with all your laundry needs. Tide Pods clean, freshen, and help rejuvenate your clothes with odor fighters and stain removers. Did you know Tide Pods clean better than the leading liquid bargain detergent? Tide Pods are powerful enough to make your whites white and your brights bright, even in cold water. Just toss in one Tide Pod for small loads, two for medium, three for large. It's that easy. For great value and convenient pickup options, get Tide Pods today at Target. Yeah. Um, well, it's a real shame. It's a dark day for the internet, <laughs> if you ask me, when on one corner of the internet, you can no longer call someone a virgin, on the, and on the other, you can't watch a little amateur pornography. I'll be honest. I went to Pornhub just the other day, and I, like five minutes into searching for videos, I got frustrated with its lack, with its terrible search system. And listen, you just went decided back to not X-Hams. to masturbate. Yeah, I, I, I put my cock away in disgust. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You just were like, this is ruined for me. The poor, no, sir. The poor interface just it was, me off. It was so bad. I was, I, I'm just like, first of all, I'm like, I've got it on my TV. Like I'm using like my Amazon fire yeah. to like, you like browse. Cause you know, who doesn't like some big screen pornography? And, uh, and I'm, I'm trying, I'm searching with a little Amazon fire re- remote. Click, 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 click. And it's just like, amateur big titties or whatever the fuck and and like i click that and it's not amateur stuff that it's giving to me maybe this is like right after all of this happened and that's why i couldn't find what i was looking for because i was like well that's not amateur she's got a blue check mark next to her name she's got good lighting she's got better lighting than i've got like what's going on here i don't i can see the craft food service (laughs) (laughs) that guy's got one of those like 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 chop boards. He's like tuna salad at a porn shoot. Oh, oh. Christ! <laughs> this conversation leads into another topic. I I think I got canceled. So whoa. Um, I think so. Hear you me now. Heard about it? <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. A week or two ago, the New York Times did an article on a young guy, and he had watched this video I made like six years ago called "How to Get Rich in Twenty Two Years." And they're talking about the saving habits of millennials. And it, the, the New York Times article kicks off with, like, you wouldn't think your favorite Call of Duty YouTuber is a good place to get financial advice. But sure enough. And then and I'm like, is he talking about me? Like, I, people said it was me, but I was still open to the idea that it, maybe some other Call of Duty YouTuber also made financial advice videos. But then they linked to my video later on. It was called How to Get Rich in 22 Years or something like that. And um, New York Times had a little article. And, you know, I was... Tangentially related to it. So then CNBC reaches out to me and, uh, they're like, you know, Mr. Woodworth, like, we're doing this like financial education thing and, you know, we'd like you to make some content with us. And I was like, yeah, I'm interested. This sounds kind of neat. You know, I don't think it's a big financial opportunity or even, I don't even know if it's paid, but, uh, it just seemed kind of neat to be working with CNBC and they were going to have their graphics department like your heroes. 
<laughs> but they, my heroes at CNBC. <laughs> you're thinking of MSNBC, maybe. CNBC is a financial news network. Oh, MSNBC is your heroes. I understand. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, <laughs> Will Rachel Maddow be there? <laughs> MSNBC. How funny would it be if you saved like her from bankruptcy? I don't think like, CNBC make, make is political at all. But anyway, uh, back on topic. So then they were like, hey, questions about PKA. And I was like, what is that? I'm like, ah, it's a comedy podcast. And she asked if it was blue comedy, which is a term I heard heard before. And oh, she's like, is it, it R-rated? And I was yes. like, yeah, I, I think it's blue. And she's like, is it X-rated? And I'm like, no, not X-rated. Like, you know, we have to, as YouTube's terms of service, we can't get, like, you know, shut down or anything. But it's R-rated. I gave an example where, like, you know, a female teacher has sex with a student, and we all agree that it's not that bad because she was That's hot. your example you gave to MSNBC. Look, I didn't want That's to. What an, oh, man. I didn't want to surprise anyone. Like I, you know, I was, I was honest about this whole thing. I wasn't trying to. I didn't want. I didn't want to be like, oh, you know, sometimes we use a bad word, and yeah. uh, you know, and then have her find out later that like Milo's on there talking about pedophiles or something like that. So there was someone uh, affiliated with you called Helen Keller a fucking retard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that would have been a funny example too. But uh, so anyway, they asked for a link. I gave them the link to the most recent PKA. And in the title of it is something about me fighting dirty. And uh, I don't know where it goes from there. I, I, I guess they'll watch it and decide if it's uh, too much for them or not. They will not be hit. In this is case. the end of the CNBC. Yeah. You can't cancel me because I don't work anyway. So yep. <laughs> what are you going to do? Well, I'm, if anything, you're canceled from CNBC. I think that's <laughs> this is like, I, I feel like this is that scene from Ghostbusters. When someone asks you if you're a god, you say yes. <laughs> like, oh, no, it's a kid show. Yeah, no, no. I get financial advice on there, too. Um, I, I, I won't. Uh, you know, it'll be great. Don't even bother watching it. Just lie. Just lie. Get on TV. <laughs> For what? Oh, that, what would you, so what, 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 that would be funny. Though. Wait, hold on. What, what's, what's that, Blaine Truth? Uh, what are your guys, like, what are your opinions on, like, what, what's grounds for cancellation? Because it varies from person to person. You know what I mean? Like, if What are our personal ideas? I, I, I mean, like, 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 this is a comedy podcast, and, and you, comedians in general seem to get away with more, you know, in general. So... Like, what's just your guys, I mean, whoever wants to chime in. So I don't think anyone should be canceled for anything. I I think that free speech should mean free speech. And I think that hate speech is free speech. Um, I don't like Mm -hmm. hate speech. It's it's hate speech. No one likes it. But that's how you know that you're living somewhere where free speech is is a thing. When when people can say things that you don't like and there's nothing you can do about it. Like you should be able to say whatever the fuck you want to say to a point. You can't yell fire in a, in a in a theater, right? You can't tell lies about someone that affects their uh, their livelihood. The, that, that's that's uh um. I think um, you. It's not liable because that's in print. What's a uh, slander? Slander. That's slander. Yeah. But I think you've you should be able your to say imagination to just saying things though, right? Like when Blaine Two said what's cancelable, I thought, oh. Well, rape, mm. rape is a, you know, if, so, if there was anything non-consensual happening in a sex act, I might cancel that guy or girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, that, there's a difference. Like, I totally agree with Kyle's point about the words and everything. But, yeah, that's a different beast entirely with, like, it's a, yeah, Weinstein's getting canceled because he's been molesting people Bill Cosby got canceled, years. right? He drugged people and raped them. Yeah, that, that's why Taylor's never going to watch Lord of the Rings. Anymore. Well, there's never been proven. 
Every morning they try and wake up Bill Cosby. It's a Weinstein Company production right there. Oh, I didn't know. Weinstein is behind some of the greatest movies of all time. Like, like I'll be watching like one of my favorite movies, and right at the beginning, a Weinstein production, and it's just like his name's just all over these like great movies. I'm having, I'll have a hard time like pulling them out of my ass right now, but tons of them, tons of the greatest movies. Is that one? What What is it? Uh, Hunger Games. yeah, I believe so because I think he fucked Jay Lau. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right about the Lord of the Rings. The only way I can explain her career. I saw one hung. I remember I saw the first Hunger Games. I was in college, and a friend of mine who smoked an outrageous amount of pot. We went over to his place and we were hanging out, and he's like, "Dude, have you seen the Hunger Games?" It's so fucking sick. And we sit down and there's like four of us watching and it was one of those things where one person really wants a group to watch a movie. And we got like maybe 35 minutes in and he's just sitting there just kind of watching. He's like, guys, I'm so sorry. This isn't at all how I remember. (laughs) (laughs) And he just turned it off. So I don't I don't know how Hunger Games ends. I assume everything works out. Dude, it's three it's a trilogy, first of all. Like it, it ends kinda of like the Fellowship of the Rings ends on a on a goddamn cliffhanger. You know, you know what it ends is when you turn it off after it that is, guy it's has a, the It's a trilogy of books. Days. Yeah. But they did that thing that they do these days with trilogies where if it's making money, they turn the last book into two books, whether it needs it or not. I've read the Dude, books the, and I've <laughs> seen the movie and it's not that good. I can tell you know that's not that, that, a well informed opinion. That that scene where he's in the in the stream and he uses his cake decorating techniques to spend <laughs> hours to disguise himself in one place. Like, that is absurd. Just it was, a, you couldn't have laid under leaves. Yeah, I know. You're right. You It'd moron. Be you had to, It'd be better. It'd be better to dig a hole in that he had time. To lay on, like, he had to lay on mixed textures, make it harder on himself. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that movie is fucking stupid. Uh, and they didn't. Like um, in the book, that guy was almost superheroly strong. In the movies, I felt like they didn't. He was kind of just lucky to be her friend. Oh my god, they demonstrated his strength by like, oh yeah, this guy can pick up a sack of flour. Did you know? And it's like, yeah, who can't? Who can't pick up a fifty-pound bag of flour and heave it onto another pile of like flour? Like, I just go to any Home Depot in the country. I'm looking at all these titans. I think the problem with that. Wow, these, the, these people are picking up bags of mulch over both shoulders. I think the problem with that, part of why that's an unimpressive thing, is because they didn't change it from the books to the movies, but they did change the age of the characters. So, like, if everybody was, like, 10, 12 years old, and then one kid can pick up 50 pounds of flour like it's nothing, it's like, God damn, he's mm-hmm. the he-man of the, of the child, of the children we're going to have fight to the death. But they made everybody, like... 18, 20 years old, seemingly, except for a couple of kids that hide out in the woods who you never get to see murdered. There's no child murder in this in this quadrilogy really wasn't of movies child about child murder. murder. Yeah, they they could have stepped up their child murder game. Oh, it's pathetic. Any movie where a child gets murdered goes up a point. <laughs> yeah, I think so. What's your favorite of the child murder? Films? Battle Royale. The, the the movie that the, that the whole thing is fucking based on Battle Royale, Japanese, Japanese movie. Yeah, that's a good, one. That's that's a good, great movie. I really mm-hmm. liked that. It's uh, an okay movie. If you go back and watch, it suffers from some real budgetary issues because they keep teasing. They keep saying like, "Oh yeah, we got to move to the next zone of the map because there's gonna be like an airstrike or something like that that'll move us." But they don't have the budget to show an airstrike, so they're just like, "Well, let's hustle." And like an, an airstrike never happens. Um, if there was a remake of that that was as edgy as that, with like children like seducing each other and murdering each other, 
That would be a hell of a movie. And yeah. actually make them fucking children. Look, if you don't want to deal with the topic and the subject matter of children fighting each other to the death, then don't tackle it at all. Don't don't half-ass it. Don't don't say, yeah, yeah, we're going to have a movie about children fighting each other. Oh, cool. Who are we going to get, get to play the, the older child? Oh, well, that's Matthew McConaughey. Oh, <laughs> okay. And, and the youngest child? Oh, that's Tobey Maguire. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. Put yourself very in Weinstein shoes, though, Kyle, and be like, "Let's cast people I can fuck." We're gonna have Jennifer Lawrence in this film, and I can't name the other actors. You guys know me, but we just need a whole roll of supple nineteen to twenty-one year olds. <laughs> have you guys seen the bunch of papers movies? Oh yeah, I've seen. I've yeah, seen I've all seen of them. Director, straight up, director's a straight up pedophile, but still has work because he, he has time. Yeah, mm-hmm. he actually did a movie with children and and we'll say uh interesting scenes in, in their underwear. Is that the same guy who directed Powder? I think that's the movie. Uh that it, it's about that like uh that 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 albino kid with the lightning and he has like a like some sort of like telepathic powers or something. Cuz I remember growing up Powder came out and like just hearing my grandmother and my mother be like that's that pedophile movie. And I in my head I'm like it's it's about like fucking little kids like i was like eight at the time i'm like i don't understand like i watched the movie because it was on hbo and it's about like this almost special needs albino kid who can like move things with his mind or something like that and i'm like there was no sex in that movie i don't understand what mom and grandma are talking about but i think that it was directed by an actual pedophile i think that's the movie i'm thinking of yeah victor salva is the guy yeah Yeah. he Um, uh he yeah, I think guilty movie. to lewd and lascivious conduct and oral sex with a person under 14 and the procurement of child and procuring a child for por- pornography. Mm-hmm. And uh, the sentence prior says that he did, in fact, own a lot of his own child pornography. He, only, he served 15 months for that. 15 months? 15 months. Learned his lesson. Mm-hmm. I, I guess. Um, no. Jesus Christ. And he's still directing? He is, yeah. All the Jeepers Creepers, I think. And, um,. Let me actually check IMDb real quick. Yeah, Blues Clues. Yep, <laughs> I'm trying Blues to think Clues. of more kid shows. Dora the Explorer. The yeah. <laughs> he signs on to produce it, and he's furious that she's the cartoon. <laughs> what? You get- I thought this was a live-action show with a five-year-old Mexican girl. <laughs> so, so that's a good segue. Grab my backpack uh, got, and leave. I, I got drunk as fuck uh, the other night, and uh, I started looking up Blues Clues lore, just drunk. <laughs> and did you guys know that Steve quit the show because he was going bald and he didn't want kids to see himself bald? No. Yeah. He should have got the surgery. I'm I'm so pro hair restoration surgery now because I oh, feel yeah. it's causing people actual mental anguish. Like mm-hmm. guys in their early 20s realize like they they see where they're headed. I guess you have to be 25 to get it. I don't know. Somebody wrote me on Reddit and said that you have to be 25. So some people aren't, but Shit, if you're mad you don't have hair, or if you're sad, better yet, that you don't have hair, it's like ten grand. I, that's not an unattainable amount of money. That mm. that like, I I know your car cost twenty five. You could have had a fifteen thousand dollar car and a full head of hair. You know, yep. like you can find ten grand. You know, like, I didn't know it was that cheap. Yeah, that's a that's. Oh, a I'm good going by a more plates, more dates video. It's not, you know, like I sourced it, but, but yeah, and I think he said eight to twelve actually, so I just made it ten. But that's not yeah. like, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to be. Look, I know ten grand isn't 
unattainable amount of money for some people. But shit, a lot of for a lot of people it's not. And if you want to do it, knock yourself out. Yeah, for sure. Hundred percent. If if women can get breast implants, I mean, you know, that should be like men's thing, like the the good kind of just, I guess the good kind of plastic surgery in a way, you know. I, yeah. The socially acceptable one. Yeah. Huh. From world conflicts to falling financial markets, natural disasters, and more. Wish the headlines would just stop. It's not a newsflash that life can feel like a pressure cooker. From managing work to building relationships, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. And for many of us, anxiety and stress are constant companions. But you are not alone. You may not know it, but support is out there, just waiting to meet you. And you can find it through the friendly people at Church's Care. At Church's Care, we know that finding your community can feel intimidating. That's why we do the heavy lifting for you. Church's Care helps connect people like you to churches that can support and serve you. In your new community, you'll find a group of people ready to talk, listen, and help you navigate life through its twists and turns. All you have to do is come as you are. If you're ready to find your community, visit churchescare.com today. That's churchescare.com. C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S care.com. We look forward to serving you. From world conflicts to falling financial markets, natural disasters, and more. Wish the headlines would just stop. It's not a newsflash that life can feel like a pressure cooker. From managing work to building relationships, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. And for many of us, anxiety and stress are constant companions. But you are not alone. Support is out there, just waiting to meet you. And you can find it through friendly people at churchescare.com. At churchescare.com, we know that finding your community can feel intimidating. That's why we do the heavy lifting for you. Churchescare.com helps connect people like you to churches that can support and serve you. In your new community, you'll find a group of people ready to talk, listen, and help you navigate life through its twists and turns. All you have to do is come as you are. If you're ready to find your community, visit churchescare.com today. That's C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S care.com. We look forward to serving you. I don't know. I, I, now I'm looking at the Blues Clues lore. <laughs> it's it's so interesting. It's and, uh, the so Spice Family. It's the Spice Family is called the Shakers, and they were just three of or four of them until Sage and Ginger were born. But they also are going out of their way on the Blues Clues wiki to make sure that you know that the Spice Family are merely the containers, not the actual spicers. And if they preferred, they could change the spice they contain hmm. at any time, but that they choose to all contain different spices. So you got Mr. Salt, Mrs. Pepper, Paprika is the first daughter, Cinnamon, Ginger, Ginger and Sage are the newborns, and Grandma Cayenne is the maternal grandmother of Paprika and Cinnamon. <laughs> Grandma oh, Cayenne no. was like a professional wrestler or something. Grandma, like. Grandma Cayenne. It's <laughs> so funny. There's a whole paragraph explaining that they are not the spices themselves, but the containers of the spices. I want to meet the person that wrote this and, like, you know, verified it, got it put on the wiki. Oh, this yeah. Is, this is amazing stuff. I can't imagine the edits are – you know, really stringently tracked on the Blue's Clues Wikipedia. You'd be surprised, man. You'd be surprised. Side table. I remember even at the time watching, like, the season one or two of Blue's Clues being like, damn, side table has it rough. He can't move. He can't do anything. (laughs) (laughs) It says side table is very talented when it comes to singing and loves to perform on stage. It's 
It's a side table named Side Table. <laughs> Her singing pitch is around second soprano. <laughs> Does it really say that? Her singing pitch is around wow. second soprano. She can be shy at times and can, unfortunately, let her shyness get in the way of her singing dreams. She loves all kind of music, especially rap. Whoa. She loves rap music. Like She's a big booty like, bitch. Like gangster rap? Like NWA and shit? Or, oh, you know. absolutely. That's, that's her go-to. Okay, okay. The amount of trivia about the character side table is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> appears on screen once oh, I can buy a magnet good to see they got marketing in there <laughs> <laughs> oh did you see uh, Derek did uh, included us in his uh, in that oh we talked, we talked about, about that yeah mind. yeah 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 my bad Um. oh I've got a topic okay man we can't get all porn <laughs> mailbox loves to make others laugh and wants to be a comedian when he comes up <laughs> Speaks of a thick New York accent. Sun wins right, lawsuit. I'm the mailbox. <laughs> Sorry, Taylor. <laughs> Sun wins lawsuit after mom throws away his best porno mags. Whoa. Right? Okay, I, I was expecting him to be like 18, but he's 42. What a fucking loser. Using magazines? It's Yeah, it's 2020, man. Like, There's no reset. Oh. Contends damages around twenty five thousand. Who is buying used pornography magazines from a forty two year old? Well, probably another forty two year old pornography addict. I would yeah. guess. All right, bad point. Bad point. Buy them? <laughs> no, they threw them away. Yeah. No, I was saying that his point is I could have sold those. That's twenty five thousand oh. dollars in damages. It was a, I, I, a trove of pornography and an array of sex toys that he thinks is worth twenty five thousand dollars. I and mean, it's, it's his property. And I would be pissed if, like, my mom just came over to my house that I own that she's not a part of and, like, I don't know, took my PS5 and threw it in the trash, you know? Uh, yeah. I don't think I would sue her over it. I'd probably just, like, I don't know, challenge her to a duel or something. Mm. <laughs> you like demand, a gentleman. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just watched that Simpsons today while I was eating dinner where he gets a dueling glove and he challenges everyone yep. to a duel to get ahead in line. <laughs> then he accidentally hits some guy trying to get in front of line at, at Quickie Mart, and he's like, I accept your duel, sir. Like, oh, why do I have to challenge someone to duel that says, sir? Like, <laughs> a duel. And he shows up, and the guy's got, like, Winchester Dueling Academy, you know, the dueling club on the back. Yeah. Very funny. Love that show. Uh, oh, speaking of my mom, uh, I thought about doing um, a, a YouTube video this Christmas where I invite my mom on to do, like, a, a dual commentary, like old school dual commentary on Call of Duty, and I want her to tell her Bigfoot story about how she, short synopsis, uh, she claims to have talked to Bigfoot with Morse code in Michigan. Right hand of God. Not only is Bigfoot real, but he's capable of communication in a form like Morse. It's not right. real Morse code. She claims that she heard him in the woods while she was camping. He was knocking on a tree. She was knocking on a tree. Bunch of tree code going around. And she's dead serious. And Does and she know Morse code? No. My mom, no. Mm -mm. Um, my mom knows no code. I have to. <laughs> so maybe she, she Bigfoot was, knows it and your mom doesn't but can't tell. 
Oh, I mean, fucking idiots who won't get communicate back to me. Morse code, Morse code, what I mean by Morse code is they were knocking on trees. Mm-hmm. And she was probably just knocking with like a woodpecker or something, you know, <laughs> like, honestly, or a beaver. But, but no um, claims to have seen anything. No claims to have seen anything, but just to hear her, t- like her stories are incredible, but she's like scared of the Internet. So I need to ease her. What does she things. do for a living? She's the hoarder, right? Am I? Do I have that part? She's she, she's the hoarder. Uh, she is a um, licensed contractor, actually. So she's it's very old school. You know, builds houses and sells houses and stuff like that. She builds uh, entire homes. Wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. So she really has it together for a bigfoot believing hoarder. She does, and she's 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 pretty loaded, and huh. yet she thinks she's constantly like losing money. She's like a Mr. Krabs type, you know? She, like, makes money, but she doesn't spend it. So she'll buy mm-hmm. one-ply toilet paper and hoard beanie weenies from the Middle Ages, you know? Um, so it's, Her defense, it's very... real estate is Easter famine. Do you, uh, do you believe in Bigfoot? Do I believe in Bigfoot? Um, I'm not opposed to the idea. Like, I, I don't... I, I don't, well, I don't I'm, not, I'm not morally against it either. <laughs> no, no, I, I've got I nothing be, against Ben. As, as a Christian, I'm just offended you would ask. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I don't not believe it's not. I'm not really that interested in it, honestly. Like, it could be a thing. I don't know. I don't really care. You know, that's how I feel about it. But yeah, some people are really into it, and more power to them. You know. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. It's definitely not a Bigfoot. Um, like 100, percent there's not one. Um. You know, anybody that's watched enough Joe Rogan knows about the Gigantopithecus, you know, that the creature that used to live like maybe 15, 20,000 years ago or something like that, um, yeah. that was essentially a Bigfoot. But we, somebody would have shot one by now. This is this is a, this is a uh, uh, a creature that supposedly lives in North America. Mm hmm. Plenty of people up in the in, in the north the, uh, yeah. west to like shoot one of those motherfuckers. Like like mm-hmm. people go to Alaska and Canada all the time to hunt big game. They're in the areas where this thing should be with yeah. rifles, and you can't tell me some redneck wouldn't immediately start gunning that thing down if he saw it. Like mm-hmm. oh yeah, we we would have a whole exhibit, dozens of them. They'd be mounted on walls across the south if those things existed. <laughs> the all these crazy things shift the burden of proof. That's their typical debate style, right? Prove to me that there isn't a Bigfoot. I think there's a Bigfoot. Prove me wrong. And mm-hmm, then they yeah. just don't accept any of your evidence or yeah. thoughts. They're like flat earthers. It does make yeah. more sense to, because some people, don't they believe that Bigfoot is like one guy out there? Like a monster? Or is I, everybody like, oh, it's, a, it's an know, entire species living in caves. It has it's to be a lot. species because, like, I nothing I have no was... idea. I, I'm going to text my mom and ask her what she. Is there yeah. one big foot or, the, or are there big feet? Brown feet. <laughs> Do you believe in multiple big foots? Big feet. Big feet? <laughs> you don't want to sound uneducated. <laughs> big <feets>. Get it right. <laughs> All right. Big footin'. What would no, a what would a group of big feet Reagan or Reagan would say? Like, <laughs> like it's like a school, a murder, a, a yeah. pod, a stomp. It's a whole stomp. Ooh, I like a stomp. A big feet. That's the best I have. <laughs> a stomp. That's what a stomp. That is. Yeah. That's the winner. That's the winner yeah, right there. End of discussion. Yeah, I don't need to go any farther. <laughs> um, what I, well, I've probably asked this question before, but I, I like these. Um, what crypto creature? Or just, you know, it could be aliens, could be ghosts. Like, like, 
what supernatural thing do you think has the best shot of being legit? Aliens. Go, go aliens that have aliens. visited Earth. Yes. Uh, aliens and ghosts, both. If I, oh, like, shit. I, okay. Well, yeah. we, ding, 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 ding. We, we got, got a winner here. here. Okay. <laughs> so what, you what believe we, in ghosts? Do you believe in ghosts? Or are you saying that ghosts have the highest probability of being real when compared to something like the Loch Ness Monster? Loch Ness Monster, I don't believe it exists at all. Uh, well, it did exist. It was called a plesiosaur. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, modern day. Um, it's it's complicated because I don't really. So I, I'm one of those people like I don't believe it till I see it. But I I accept that there's a high probability that you know what I mean. I, I look at the evidence and I'm like, oh yeah, it's it's probably real. It's probably a thing that could be you know. Uh, um, real, but I gotta see it. Like my mom's house. Go, sorry, if my mom's keeps getting brought up. But um, my mom's house uh is is I believe it to be haunted, but Holy I don't shit. believe in ghosts necessarily. So do you think ghosts are like a dead person or more like an ethereal demon or an angel? I got no idea. I don't even really believe in it. It's just I I had weird shit happen at my mom's place when I lived there growing up, and. Does your mother believe in ghosts? Oh, 100%. She's like conspiracy theory out the ass, man. Dude, ghosts is 10 stops before Bigfoot. She thinks yeah, she that legit thinks that Barack Obama and Michelle She's Obama are – Yeah, are <laughs> um, she, she legit thinks that Barack Obama and Michelle Obama are gay and that Barack Obama calls Michelle Obama Michael because she saw a video online. That's how, like, out there – that is. Um, well, actually, my mom thinks that too. Yeah, so it's a. It's a <laughs> yeah. um, I, I was so. I was trying to demonstrate to my mother. I don't want to derail you too far. No, that that she has believed in some crazy things in the past, and I was like, you said Michelle Obama was a man, and that she had a penis. She was born a boy and always was a boy, and and that's that. And she's like, I still think that's true. <laughs> like, right. right. You can buy her guns. Just, <laughs> yeah. Don't care. <laughs> just, um, I want to, I want to stay on the ghosts and demons thing. Yeah. So, what, you, you said that there was some stuff that happened at your mom's house when you were growing up. What was that? Like a couple of things you recall. Um, probably the weird, probably the weirdest one was, um, the way my, oh, my dog's here. The probably, probably the weirdest one was I came home from college one day and this is midday, like 4 p.m. or so, you know, mm -hmm. just got home from college, uh, community college because I'm a failure and, uh, <laughs> I get home and, and I, I walk in and the way my mom's place is laid out, it's like an old farmhouse kind of thing. So all the, all the rooms are kind of connected. Like the kitchen's connected to the guest room, which is connected to a bedroom, which is connected to the hallway. It's like a circle, you know, like a, you could mm -hmm. run around in it and make a Tom yeah. and Jerry cartoon almost. And um, I, I come through the door and the, the, I come through the kitchen door and like the side door and the guest room door is open and there's a bed behind that door and you can see through the crack in the door, like the bed, right? And I walk in, you know how you, you walk in and you can kind of just like, if somebody's in a house and you walk in, you can kind of sense it. I, it's almost like a sixth sense, but you can, mm -hmm. like if somebody was here in my house, like I could feel it. You in feel that something's off. Yeah, yeah you, you feel like something's it. off or whatever. So I, I come home and I'm thinking it's just my mom, you know, whatever. And I'm like, mom, is that you? And I look through the crack in the door and I see someone sitting on the bed. 
like through the crack. I can't get a good look at it, but it looks like somebody sitting on the fucking bed, like sitting up on the bed. And I slowly round the corner and there's nothing there. And I look back to the door and it looks different. It's, there's nobody there. Uh, footsteps, loud fucking clomping footsteps. Heard a woman crying one night. At like what, what happened when you heard someone crying? Were you sleeping or was no, it coming I, from your room? I uh, I spilled soy sauce on my sock, so I went to the bathroom to wash <laughs> my sock. I'm dead dead serious. And uh, after I turned the water off, like I was just doing it in the bathtub, you know. And after I turned the water off, I heard a woman crying, and I'm thinking, is that the pipes? And I'm thinking logically, like, is that the pipes? Like, what's going on here? And it's like a you know a murmur, like a whimper, like a at first, mm-hmm. and then I, I stand up and I just am completely still. And then 10 seconds later, it happens again. And it's coming from right underneath me, which is the basement. Um, and it was just, I just went back to my room and went to sleep. Because I was like, this is terrifying. Like, I'm not going to fuck with it. I couldn't go back uh, to sleep if there was a woman crying in my home. It took it took a while. It took a while. Uh, it, it, at you that didn't point, investigate I I more. You didn't grab a bat. I'll give you a reason to cry. She would get knocked out of the cupboard. And I don't know if that's the ghost trying to tell my mom, like, hey, this shit's expired. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but um, a reasonable ghost. It's all of this crap. Throw it away. <laughs> it's the ghost of a body that she's hoarding somewhere. It's the ghost of a flattened fossilized cat. Come back to seek vengeance upon did the, me. Did the crying sound like... <laughs> you know, come to think of it, it yeah, oh um, god! But no, it, it like shit will get knocked out of the cupboard, and uh, my first reaction is somebody's breaking into the fucking house. Like mm-hmm. that's, I always look at the logical thing. Like somebody's fucking breaking in. If I hear footsteps clomping, I'm like, god damn it, GI Joe just walked in my house and is gonna kill me or something. Um, so <laughs> I would, I would, you know, go through the house and flip on the lights with a fucking bat. I actually used one of those cheap ass like. Um, from world conflicts to falling financial markets, natural disasters, and more. Wish the headlines would just stop? It's not a news flash that life can feel like a pressure cooker. From managing work to building relationships, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. And for many of us, anxiety and stress are constant companions. But you are not alone. You may not know it, but support is out there, just waiting to meet you. And you can find it through the friendly people at Church's Care. At Church's Care, we know that finding your community can feel intimidating. That's why we do the heavy lifting for you. Churches Care helps connect people like you to churches that can support and serve you. In your new community, you'll find a group of people ready to talk, listen, and help you navigate life through its twists and turns. All you have to do is come as you are. If you're ready to find your community, visit churchescare.com today. That's churchescare.com. C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S care.com. We look forward to serving you. Why should you visit Kings Island? Do it because less time planning means more time for this. Do it to take a one-day family vacation. Do it to catch a serious case of the giggles together. And of course, do it to eat a funnel cake the size of your face. Because here at Kings Island, doing something just for the fun of it is all the reason you need. Right now, everyone pays kids' price. Kings Island tickets just $45 online. Uh, flea market samurai swords one time because I couldn't yeah. find the bat, you know, and I'm because I, I don't know what the fucking do. Like that's my first reaction. Mm-hmm. Never found anything, so I at, at a certain point I just quit 
investigating and like going through the house with the bat because I'm just like shit's just gonna make noise and which it's gonna happen, you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I never, I never actually saw anything except that. Are you religious? No, not at all. So you're from I, North I never, Carolina, and you don't have a gun. I have a gun. Yeah. Oh, no, I was like seventeen. Oh, okay, okay. You got. You you're gonna want to load that up with salt, rock salt. That's all <laughs> that works against those ghosts. I've seen enough supernatural to know. Mm-hmm. Rock salt, rock salt, and shit. Yeah. No, garlic doesn't work. That's a that's a that's, that's a myth. Life. That's a myth. <laughs> Let's try to, Let's try to keep things factual. Right? <laughs> you don't need rock salt for the ghosts. Don't even bother with the garlic for the right, vampires. That's not, they, that's not, that doesn't work. That's for, that's for I don't right? remember. I haven't seen Supernatural yeah. lately. Okay. Was there anything? <laughs> have you had any uh, supernatural feelings or vibes in where you're currently living, or no? Not really. No. Um, hmm. No, nothing really. It's almost like little things that scurry in piles of trash are more common in the hoarder's house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a good point. Um, could definitely be a like a raccoon situation or something, you know. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's a weird place. It's just an old farmhouse from like the 40s, 50s, something like that. She actually fixed it up. Which I mean, if you're into the haunting lore, when you disturb mm-hmm. an old place, that's when shit happens. And it's actually right near a creek, which is another like haunting lore thing. Like uh, any sort of running water, uh, mineral deposits, like quartz, something that could provide energy. I mean, it's it's all you know. I'm not getting right? that, that but into I always it. Go out skeptic there. on it because so we, my wife and I did this um, ghost tour. And uh, there were people who honestly believed in ghosts telling us about their stories, and the renovation mm-hmm. is part of it. And they're like this, so there I was, and then suddenly I, I felt a chill. It's like the temperature dropped 15 degrees. Like, yeah, because there's a hole in the wall, right? Like, that yeah. that would cause this. And um, the renovation kicking it off, it was like, yeah, th- that's when you have, like, air that blows door closed or things that make it cold. Yeah. It makes perfect sense. I've uh, I can remember in the past, like, waking up at night and hearing a noise somewhere in the house and being like, all right, there is no way I can go back to sleep. This noise has to be found out. Like, there's no way. Like, I'm afraid because I don't know what that noise was. And I would get a gun and I would like almost with I would be angry at the noise for scaring me. I'd be like, I'm going to find you, motherfucker. Like, like, and you better not be an intruder. I'm going to murder you right now. Like, 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 I'd be so upset that something has frightened me out of my sleep. And I would go room to room and, like, closet to closet and look in all the scary places. I'd go up in the attic, the last place in the world I wanted to go, and I'd just be like, someone's going to pay. I've got – I hope it's not a ghost. I hope it's something that bolts effect, but, yeah. but something's <laughs> going to go down. You know? That happened, like, like, that happened to me recently. You never right, – like In the last year or so when ne- – um, So the things that I have found that, that were, like, making the noise, it, most of the time it's a situation where a window has been left open and the and the the wind is kind of making the blinds like go like move enough that occasionally it's making a noise okay. or um or like there's a piece of aluminum foil that's like sitting on a kitchen counter and the air vent is such that it's making it wobble yeah. every 2 minutes and it's making a noise um and i found uh there was a bat in the attic once Okay. And uh I think there was a possum one time outside like in the garage that was stuck in a garbage can. Like it's always some I, but I always had to like find out what the fuck is going on cuz I I, I do the same thing you said where like you're you're walking around like making threatening gestures and I part of it is because like I'm 
amping myself up because I'm like afraid if something were to happen. Mm-hmm. I remember like because my my girlfriend will be sometimes like something. There was a noise in the basement, and I'm like there absolutely wasn't. And she's like, you have to go check. And like to keep myself feeling <laughs> light, like I'll be going in the basement. And it's like when I find you, I'm gonna rape you. <laughs> <laughs> and that made me and her both laugh. And it's like ah, oh, it's gonna be. What if you just love- heard? From down in the basement. Bring it on, big boy. <laughs> I would <laughs> love to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you just hear running after that. Like, if you're down there, I'm going to rape you. And you just hear, like, footsteps just bolting up. The but they're getting closer. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he called my bluff. He called my bluff. Sprinting <laughs> out of the house. When, was, when you were saying that there might have been a raccoon situation, it reminded me of yeah. one of my, or a bunch of my good friends were in the, one of the same fraternities in college. And, it was this dilapidated piece of shit house, and they had a live-in raccoon, a wild raccoon. It wasn't meant to live there, but it broke into the attic and threw holes in the ceiling and, like, crawling around, and they called it Lil Hisser <laughs> and, because it would come down and hiss at you. And one of my buddies says he was laying on the top bunk, and it was only, like, a seven-and-a-half-foot ceiling, so he's got this much clearance between him and the the ceiling as he's laying on his back. Yeah. There's a hole directly above him, and the way he tells it is that he thought he heard, like, like whispering, like a little whisper. And he opened his eyes and he saw a raccoon in the dead of night staring down at him. And he jumps out and it rustles around a little more. And somehow it ends up in the hallway with like four in that p- period between drunk and hungover, like frat guys with brooms trying to fight and usher this guy out. <laughs> a little hisser, they said. And they said he was yeah. so difficult to get yeah. out of the house because they are sly. And they're faster than us. And they have hands. And they have like hands. Yeah. yeah. You try and poke it with a broomstick. Don't think so. It's it just like takes it away. Now he's got a broomstick. It's like a moody cat with, with fucking hands. Yeah. Yeah. And with like real and teeth. Yeah. 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 Wild animal. So it's not, it's not going to get upset when you hurt it. It's just going to get angrier. Yeah, I don't have a lot of experience with raccoons. Like, like there's plenty growing up, like around me. People like to hunt them, which I always thought was kind of cruel. It's like. The whole way you hunt them is bullshit. They, they like chase them with dogs and the dog trees them. It scares the thing till it climbs up in a tree, which is its defense mechanism. And they shoot it out of the tree, but not to kill, just to wound it enough so that now it has to fight the dogs to the death. It's like a, it, and it's Why? a huge thing. Who's doing that? The only time I remember my Tons and tons going, of people. It's very popular. My grandpa only went coon hunting like when he was complaining about like his garbage or like stuff getting rustled into by, by raccoons. No, coon dogs and coon hunting is a yeah. big thing. In the I had a friend in Alberta yeah, who, like who raised coon dogs. Apparently, they were very good. Um, but I didn't realize that. I guess I knew they treat them, and then I thought they shot them out of the tree to wound them out of the tree and have the dogs kill them. It just seems like a mean step. Are you it sure is. they're not the whole thing is mean. for being a bad shot? No, I'm positive that's that's the goal. The goal is to wound it so that it falls out of the tree and has to fight the dogs. I told you when my grandpa killed a coon, and he I was maybe six or seven, and he strung it up by the tail on a tree in his backyard, and he, like, cut around the asshole of it, mm-hmm. and he was like, Taylor, come here! And, like, I was six or seven, and he goes, look at this! And he grabs it with his big, meaty southern Missouri farmer hands, and in one pull, boom, like, rolling a condom off, just... And it's just the all the skin hanging from the 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 wrists of it. I don't know mm-hmm. what the hell he was doing with the meat. It was dead, right? 
Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. It was dead. Sure. <laughs> Obviously dead. Sure. That, you think that's bad? Let me tell you what we do in Missouri. Live. Look at skin. I feel like with fish it. and stuff, there's some weird shit. Like they, you boil alive crabs and lobsters. Yeah, I think. Lobsters. Um, yeah, but that's not even necessary. Like, like there's no reason to do that. You can mm-hmm. just kill them easily and yeah. put them out of their misery. I, I've always like, killed my lobsters before I boil them. It's something it's about like for mere freshness or whatever. You know, that's I, something with yeah. fish. I feel yeah, like they true. get tortured on their way down sometimes too. Like. You could kill it on the boat, but no, we'll just keep it in like a really tiny container with a bunch of other ones. Fish I don't give a shit about because I feel like fish are just like so fucking dumb. And and like being in that tank of water, like the way that we keep fish alive is you run a uh, a string through their through in their mouth and like out the gills. Mm-hmm. And uh, wow. And it and you like leave them in the body of water, so they're like down there fine, like in the pond or whatever you caught them in, and then you like. Pick them up on a giant and them. string with ten catfish on it. Hopefully, yeah, yeah. And to kill them, you literally hit them in the head with like a little. Oh, but wait, like, they're not happy in that water in that little cooler you put them in. Like well, I'm not running cooler, a, so, a fun uh, camp for catfish here. You're not keeping them in the cooler though. Like you, you yeah, take I, I, a string that's keep... tied to a. It's usually tied to a tree by the pond or lake or whatever, and then you string it all through, and then you just until you're ready to clean them, you throw the big bundle of all tied up fish back into the lake. And it just hangs out in the lake. And then you grab when you're done and you pull them all out. And I remember my girlfriend, the first time she saw how you kill a a catfish. catfish. And it is, I've seen it a hundred times. I've done it. It is, it is a brutal. It's a (laughs) claw. You take, you take a claw hammer and then you just boom, right on the top of the head. I used a bat. A bat. Claw hammer seems. You know, smaller the St. Louis boys use hammers, Kyle. Yeah, this is claw hammer. For, for all sorts of things. <laughs> yeah. no. I was thinking more of the boat situation where you, you catch a fish and then you torture it in this little cooler where they slowly suffocate because it is not enough water for them running yeah, out even of oxygen. Yeah, off boats, we still, like, keep the string so they're just hanging off the side. Mm. Yeah. Generally, I've and then you don't have to do anything, but... Oh, you should. We do... I mean, we do that with everything, though. Like, like although, like, I... Usually when we fish, we just threw them back in. We just catch and release yeah, all day. Like almost ne- only one time I think ever have we like caught fish to eat, and uh, and it was just kind of like I think it was like right when maybe some survival shows were starting to come out, like in the er- in the early two thousands. Mm-hmm. And uh, my cousin and I were literally like, "Hey, let's catch our dinner tonight. Let's let let's let's catch a fish." Kill it, skin it, cook it. Let's let's make that our why dinner. Why wouldn't you eat what you catch? We just throw them back in like the a, pond. It's the like sport of it. Yeah, it's just like a competition kind of deal. Like, yeah, it's I just fun to catch. catch them. Yeah, like and, and it was our pond that was like stocked with cat. cat mm-hmm. You know, we we bought the catfish and put them into the pond to begin with. Mm-hmm. Uh, we bought like two thousand catfish that were like you know six or eight inches long and put them in the cafe in the pond and then you know five years later you've got a mat it's just so easy to catch them and they're enormous yeah my experience like different. Dinosaurs. keep getting bigger so i just i would fish in the ocean that's where i grew up and uh we always ate what we caught we go fishing or crabbing and i'm not an experienced guy but like you know it'd be like yes woody the hunter gatherer who looks forward to puberty has fed us all tonight. Like yeah. that was my thing. 
Dude, I was the same. I, way. I imagine more like Kramer when he when he when he found those lobster pots and just stole all the lobster out of them. <laughs> you were just sitting there down by the beach. <laughs> I, I always wanted to cook what I caught too. Well, I wouldn't cook it, but my grandma always had like a standing order where it's like, whatever you cook or whatever you catch, bring it in here. I'll fry it up for you right away. And it was like, and it's so fucking good. And so like every time I catch a catfish or a you know a sunfish or whatever it was that, that was in there, it's just like damn. And I remember as a kid trying to like wager with my grandpa where I'd be like, this one definitely has a couple bites on it, grandpa. And he's like, it's too little. Throw that bitch back. And like, oh, I got to catch another one to get more meat. And like the other times it was just a king's ransom of like enormous catfish. And you had fish mm-hmm. all day. It's fried catfish, catfish is really is good. Fried about catfish is, it is um, so good. Do you ever catch Southern big ones? Like, like the noodling people catch? Yeah, yeah the – uh, the where you so, that's where you stick your hand under in, and under logs it, and in like yeah, uh yeah. beaver uh like like uh holes in in, in the bank. Mm-hmm. So in my dad's pond, it's the same pond that like if you saw one of my videos, the one I'm like shooting guns into and like mm-hmm. I blew a boat up in and all that nonsense. Um, it, all of our like neighbors who would fish on Lake Hartwell, if they caught a really big catfish, they would bring it to us and put it in our pond. So there were like fifty to eighty pound catfish in our pond at one point uh massive catfish like as long as your fucking leg and their heads just Mm -hmm. literally as big as your whole face like like their head is almost as big as your a human head they're enormous in there there's like a sweet spot of size for a catfish like if it gets too big it starts to taste weird yeah yeah we wouldn't eat anything that was over like 10 pounds like like a 10 pound catfish is a really big catfish it's a huge I mean, fish yeah, yeah. And it's got a ton of meat on it and like that's i think that's about where we topped out for catching or we uh, would eat like six pound catfish like stuff like that like it's plenty of food to eat like you're not obviously it's not six pounds of meat like once you've cleaned it and done everything and cooked it it's did you ever have like for, bluegill in there too no we just had catfish and brim um there was no crap um i don't know what the correct is it crappy or crappie i think it's crappie yeah, there were none of those in there. Uh, some of our neighbors had that stuff in their ponds, but we had all uh, blue catfish and channel catfish and what we called mud cats, which were like a dark brown color. Yeah. We we had all kinds of those. still do, I guess, in their their ponds. But uh, the the bluegills, like those little fish, yeah, were like the only you could hardly get any meat off of even a really big one, but it fries up like tastier than anything I've ever had in a restaurant. It's you know what I'm I've talking had about? Bluegill before, yeah, it's it's super fucking good. Um, yeah. They're they're usually pretty small though. I think they're like the size of maybe your hand. You know, that's just about oh yeah. yeah. You, you get like one of the size of your hand, or like that weighs like a pound and a half, two pounds. You're like, yeah. damn, that's a winner of a bluegill. That's huge. There's there's something weird about NC where we have the biggest fucking catfish ever. I'm gonna send you guys a little article. This was this year actually. Um, just gigantic fucking catfish, about eighty pounds. Um, wow. 50 52 inches, yeah. They look almost like sharks. huge. Yeah. And that was this year, so. How old is that thing? I don't know. (laughs) How long do they live? Dinosaur. I feel like they can live forever. They're one of those, like, crocodile-style animals. They just keep going. Oh, interesting. They just get bigger and bigger, I guess. Hmm. A Wells catfish can live 60 years? Holy shit. That's unbelievable. It seems like if they get big enough that they just outgrow any predator other than us, they just kind of keep living mm-hmm. until they're too big to even function or swim around. Yeah, I mean these are these are huge. 120 pounds. 
fucking 60 inches long. Like, God damn. Yeah, enormous. <laughs> that's, cool. that's too big, though. It wouldn't taste very good. No, no that would not. taste like shit. We they, that's the other thing. Like, like catfish are like the scavengers of freshwater bodies. They, they eat like everything that drop that floats to the or sinks to the bottom of the mm-hmm. water. They're eating all that dead, rotten, dead things. They're that's vultures. why you got to them. Nobody would ever saute a fillet of catfish. <laughs> Only you a smell. Can you imagine? Oh, and this is something that people don't know. Like some people are like, "Oh, catfish is disgusting." It's like. What you need to do is after you fillet it and clean it, you leave it for like an hour plus in ice cold salt water. And that'll leach out a lot of all that blood. fish taste or all the blood and the leach, you know, and the, the kind of fishy taste of it. And it'll be 10 times better. Don't they breathe in the, do they breathe air catfish? I feel like they can survive on the side of a lake, like in the dirt for 10 hours or something. They can survive up until the hammer comes out. And sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's a long time. We hit them a long time before 10 hours can transpire. But <laughs> now I, I know what you're talking about. I think there's some African catfish that does this thing because it's they not have those. all of them. I don't know. Okay. Um, but, but I know this particular, there's that African catfish that and because I, like in the dry season, the bodies of water shrink, they'll like hard. hop over to like the next pond or whatever. Oh, the, the, like the vestigial legs, that kind of. Yeah, I think so. But, but yeah, that was a big part of growing up was like fishing for catfish, but only ate, only like caught, killed, and ate one uh, that literally that one time, and it did not end well. So before we jump to the they next can thing, survive gonna... as long as their skin's moist. I'm sorry, Taylor. Oh, it's okay. We're gonna hear from a couple of wonderful sponsors. This episode of PKA is brought to you by our good friends over at Squarespace. From personal blogs and e-commerce destinations to marketing tools and analytics that will help your business succeed, Squarespace is the all-in-one platform where you can build and establish a beautiful online presence and run your business with ease. Don't have a domain yet? No problem. Because in addition to configuring third-party domains, customers can also purchase domains directly through Squarespace. Over 200 TLDs are currently available for purchase, and each domain with Squarespace comes with a beautiful parking page and free who is privacy. There's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. You won't need any plugins to get going. You can hit the ground running with your new website by utilizing Squarespace's... Sorry about my mic. You can hit the ground running with your new website by utilizing Squarespace's award-winning templates. Everyone should have their own corner of the internet, and with that, you'll want to flesh out your online community. Now you can do just that with ease, since Squarespace sites are fully integrated with commenting systems that support fully threaded comments, replies, and likes. Squarespace is trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. They're used by a wide range of creatives and people, musicians, designers, artists, restaurants, and more. In addition to some of the largest e-commerce sites you'll find conducting business online today. So don't wait any longer. Get started today. Head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash PKA to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That is squarespace.com slash PKA to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Check them out. Very cool there. Uh, this episode of PKA is also brought to you by Blue Chew. Let's talk about something we could all use more of right now. Sex. Great sex. Guys, now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. 
Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians, so you don't have to go to a doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy, and they prepare and ship it right to you in a discreet package. No awkwardness, and you don't need to leave the house. If you could benefit from more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code PKA. Just pay the $5 of shipping. Again, that is B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code PKA to try it out for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. And remember, when you support our sponsors, you help make this podcast possible. So please be sure to use our promo code PKA at BlueChew.com. I will probably be doing that myself, actually, just... Well, we'll get you a nice, nice hard penis. And I would recommend and we're going to get you a brand new website, a hard penis, and some tremendous breath because this episode of PK is also brought to you by Smart Mouth. Everybody hates talking to someone with bad breath. That awful smell keeps you from focusing on anything other than wanting to leave. Now just think about all the times you were the gross smelly one and the other person was thinking about trying to get away. You probably can't think of any examples, and that's because we rarely have a good read on our own breath odor. In other words, you could be walking around with a trash mouth and not even realize you're grossing everyone out. That's why Smart Mouth was invented. Smart Mouth's clinically proven two-liquid formula combines to instantly eliminate bad breath and prevent bad breath from returning all day long. Rinse once in the morning for all-day clean breath and once before bed to prevent morning breath. Just two uses a day, and you'll never, ever have bad breath, guaranteed. Whether the boardroom or the bedroom, having confidence in your breath spells success. Go to smartmouth.com slash PKA now for a free coupon. You can find SmartMouth products in the oral health aisle at Walgreens, CVS, Target, Rite Aid, Amazon, Walmart, or wherever you shop. Once again, that's smartmouth.com slash PKA for your coupon. So head on over there. It makes us look good. Good breath, great website, hard dick. You'd be a <laughs> fool not to take advantage of all three of those things at the same time. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and do that. <laughs> if you do do that, I recommend it to Dalafil. And uh, I made mine the nine milligram Tadalafil, so I get thirty of those a month. I'm gonna re up mine, bump it up a little bit, mm. get those vasodilating benefits, you know. So I need to do that and lower your blood pressure. True. Well, lower my cholesterol. <laughs> Can't help there. Can't help Can't there. Help. So you're just gonna have to stop eating deli meats. No, I'm gonna take blue chew. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't help. Hey, don't tell me what to do. Yeah, your cholesterol's just. Egregious. Yeah, but look how hard I, look how hard I am. <laughs> <laughs> Doctor, you you, you, you've been erect the until, even in the waiting room, sir. <laughs> Do I look like I have circulatory issues, Doc? Huh? Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I Tell was going to compliment you, actually. Calcified. <laughs> yeah, right. Not these ones, eh, Doc? <laughs> just, just won't take it seriously. But anyway, what were we going to jump to? I don't know. Oh. Uh, I'm going to run to the restroom, but then you guys should do a little lead-up banter for the calf-off. I would love to see oh, the calf. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what to say. I, I'm, I'm a, I would make a terrible UFC fighter because I feel like instead of selling this fight, I'm going to be like, man, I don't know what I'm in for. What if his calves are everything he promised them to be? <laughs> I mean, John Jones has the worst calves I've ever seen, and he's the fucking best, so... Yeah, he's he's deadlifting like 750, 850 pounds or something mm. like that with like seemingly no calves. Yeah, he's got none. Does it take much calves to do deadlifting? Well, I mean, stabilization. It's not like it like, does. No, no, it, right. you know, it's 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 a lot of back and 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 quads and glutes, but still like 
you would think. I mean, he squats a ton too. I you mean, would there's think some the calves need to be there, but I guess yeah, not. it's it, it's just like you wouldn't expect someone who's like doing those heavy ass leg exercises to essentially have no calves. He has those long legs. They're I, very long. I think maybe it's deceiving because I don't know what I'm so running long. into here with Blame Truth. But if there was a calf off with John Jones, I'd be talking mad smack. Oh, oh yeah, dude, you totally win. See, <laughs> my thing is that um, I'm not that short for a male, five eight or so. But for whatever reason, I have a really long torso, but like fucking, I don't know, uh, uh, just short ass legs. Like so, rather than um, take your muscles and stretch them out and look skinny. They're squat and packed. Yeah, like my legs are really just compact. So fire hydrant legs. Yeah. How are you going to show your calves? I was going to pull a chair over and get them on camera. I mean, I can I can just stretch my leg up. I mean, I got I got many ways I could do it. Um, I'm trying to look for something I could prop them up on, but eh, we'll figure out something. I mean, I think I got you beat though. They're pretty. They're pretty nuts. They're pretty nuts, huh? I mean, I'm not trying to brag, but they're pretty nuts, yeah. We may have to end up measuring calves at some point. Like, like I wish that you both had uh, tape uh, measure, tape measures. Yeah, I, I could come up with a tape measure. I don't know how accurately I measure them, but you know, the my wife has them for clothing and stuff. The, the, oh. the you know the flexible tape measure that like mm-hmm. a seamstress would the have. one that's like yeah, that's like floppy. Yeah, I may have one. I may have one in my toolkit, but I'll have to check. Looking around here. <sighs> I don't know. And what is the judging criteria? Are we looking for the dual head? Circumference. Just circumference. Well, at least, see, I, I don't agree, actually. Because in, in, a, in a measurement like that, I think Wings of Redemption would be both of us in terms of just pure <laughs> mass. He has really big calves. But I would yeah. argue that I have nicer calves because it's got the, like, butt formation. Yeah. I, I mean, like, if Wings of Redemption Challenge is tailored to a bicep competition – I guess I guess you're right. I guess we can't really go by a measurement because Wings probably has like right. 30 inch biceps, but I'm not sure. But, but he can't curl 30 pounds, so mm-hmm. it's like I guess like a bodybuilding thing, like aesthetic and size combination of the two. Yeah, I think because you guys are like reason both you know fit that like. Circumference should really knock this out of the park because we're not going to deal with any fat content on your legs. You know, you're not, you know, a Wings Redemption scenario. Although yeah. his calves are like absurd. He held like, an like, Xbox controller up to him once, and I was like, "Oh, he does have big calves." Like a like a marble statue or something like like <laughs> that's that isn't quite finished yet. Like, are you ready to do this? Blame truth. I, I think the yeah. time for talk is over. Yeah, let's do right. it. Let's do it. Okay. Do you have a ruler? Or I, well, we're going to go with a. We're going to eyeball this first. Let's we'll eyeball, eyeball it and see, and see if it's if even it's... close enough to measure. Or a tape measure. All right. Here we go. All right, gentlemen, present your calves. <laughs> I'm going to try to angle this properly. I'm, let me Captain Morgan this, actually. Obviously, Kyle and I will be the judges. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The judging criteria will include aesthetic, circumference. And oh. personal likability. Oh. Oh, it's over. It's over. <laughs> Ooh, those, oh, Blamtree's got some good calves. Yeah, I don't do anything to them. They just, yeah. like yeah. the just, just wait. Just wait. I know. Okay. I know. But keep, keep flexing. Keep, keep, keep it up. Yeah, keep it up there. Because we need to see. 
That's what I'm talking about. That's the calf champion of the world right over there. That man can step on stage, and as long as they only look at his calves, he's going to the top three. Goodness. Look at those. Yeah, those are those. I can see. I can see. He's got separation. Like, like, like. His, he's got muscle insertion for his calf. Yes. <laughs> it's a V. He, that man has horseshoe calves. Go <laughs> <laughs> on their tricep back here. <laughs> I told you when I saw, look, you have nice calves. Blaine Trace are much better than my calves. My calves are like, I have John Jones calves. Hmm. But when I saw those calves, I was like, it's all no, over I'm here. Shocked. Yeah. I'm Both shocked. of you have better calves than, than Kyle and I, but what is, Deep V muscle insertion. <laughs> like it looks, it looks like you've been only training calves. Yeah, it does. Like if you were like, all right, Monday calf day. What's your regimen? I'm doing a four day calf split. I'm doing a CCC split. Today's calf pushes, tomorrow's calf pulls. I had my head set off, but I couldn't really see Blaintrus too well because I I didn't want to take forever to get up on my chair. Yeah. I don't know how things are going. And then, like, I finally am able to stand on a toe when I hear this laughter bust out. I'm like, I think I'm winning this. I, think, <laughs> I, think this I remember, no, no, I remember so. Woody, Woody and I were at this Special Forces training ground one time in Arkansas. And uh, they had, like, this, um, like, a boot camp ropes course. And uh, there was, like, a, a thing where you, like, climb a rope, like, up fairly high, like, maybe 25 feet or something like that. And I'd never climbed a rope in my life. I still haven't. I don't think I, I don't think I can can now. And Woody was just like, huh? And this is like thirty five year old Woody, maybe. And Older. no, it wasn't. I must have been thirty eight or something. Yeah, thirty eight. Um, thirty nine. Thirty nine year old Woody, and he's like, hmm, a rope, huh? <laughs> he's like up this rope and like knows how to climb the rope. He's doing that thing where like one foot's pinching the rope on top of the other, and and I was just like. Look at those calves. Because, <laughs> like, the calves were climbing the rope for him. I just remember watching him go all the way to the top, slap the top of this thing, and then shimmy back down being like, huh, well, there's no following that act. <laughs> I, I had a family member, like, bring up the show, and they were, like, doing, like, the, the asking about people and being like, I know you do it with uh, that other guy who's, like, in his early 30s, and then you do it with that one guy who looks like he's maybe, like, 39 or 40. And I was like, Woody? I was like, he's 47. And they're like, hurry into Mattress Firm. For a limited time, save up to $500 when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying Sealy purchases up to a $499 value. Or get up to 60% off America's top-rated brands like Sealy Queen mattresses starting at $279.99 or Sleepies at $169.99. In stock for fast delivery, only at Mattress Firm. Restrictions apply. See store or mattressfirm.com for details. From world conflicts to falling financial markets, natural disasters, and more, wish the headlines would just stop. It's not a newsflash that life can feel like a pressure cooker. From managing work to building relationships, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. And for many of us, anxiety and stress are constant companions. But you are not alone. Support is out there, just waiting to meet you. And you can find it through friendly people at churchescare.com. At churchescare.com, we know that finding your community can feel intimidating. That's why we do the heavy lifting for you. Churchescare.com helps connect people like you to churches that can support and serve you. 
In your new community, you'll find a group of people ready to talk, listen, and help you navigate life through its twists and turns. All you have to do is come as you are. If you're ready to find your community, visit churchescare.com today. That's C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S-Care.com. We look forward to serving you. Really? <laughs> i got to tell him that. That's really <laughs> Very immature for his Because <laughs> yeah. I, I listened to audio only. I thought he was 17, 18. Kyle, I had you climbed and... a rope since high school, but I was always really good you. at it, like all through my childhood and stuff. And you know, I used to be really good at front handsprings, and they were just taken away from me when I wasn't looking. And I wasn't yeah. sure if I was going to thoroughly embarrass myself on that. Like, I don't know how this is going to work out. But uh, I guess I could still climb ropes and get it. No, you absolutely showed off. It was very impressive when you did it. I was thinking, like, I wish that some of those, like, the guys that work here were around so they could have seen that. So they, they, they'd they know what Woody was about. <laughs> um, you never know. Like, like some people you think, oh, but that guy's a badass. They could do all sorts of things. And they can't. And then someone like you, who like is like the toughest guy in IT, you <laughs> shimmied right up that motherfucker like Spider-Man. In my gold oh, shorts. <laughs> perfect example is that when I did that thing for um, uh, Medal of Honor um, that that year, there was a new Medal of Honor game. And, the competition uh, you hosted. Is that what we're talking yeah. about? Yeah. Yeah, we had that competition in my house where we had like four or five Special Forces guys, like real ones, and then we had four or five like professional-ish gamers, you know, like like X-Jaws was one of them, but also there was some kid who was like a pro Halo player, and uh, Tommy that owns um, FaZe Clan uh, w- w- was in there too. And so, like, like basically they'd help each other do what the other was good at. So the military guys were helping the gamers shoot guns, and the gamers were helping the military guys play games competitively. Those military guys, when the cameras weren't rolling, were just getting embarrassed all fucking day long by me. Like, I had a crowd of my friends watching, and look, I I, I would never talk shit in front of someone at all. This, I, this, I think I've said this before, but just because it's funny, my friends were not as polite. Like, <laughs> like My friends were talking to producers, and, and, and they're like, where'd you find these fellas? Like, like, I got a couple of redneck boys over here that show them all what, 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 what's up. You know, talking about like Scott, my cousin Scott mm-hmm. and Jeremy. Uh, cause like those guys were awful. At, like, like what? every comp- shooting skill, shooting or? guns. Okay. And fucking shooting guns and like handling guns and loading guns. And like, hmm. I think there was like one day where like they actually had to compete with guns. And, uh, I don't remember exactly what it was, but it seems like you had to go down a zip line. Um, hop off, run maybe 50, 75 yards, so you'd be a bit out of breath, grab the rifle, throw the magazine in it, and you had like 10 rounds in the in the, in the the gun, and you had like maybe five targets to shoot, and the targets were close-ish, like 25 yards away, and they were about pie plate size, and you had to just hit five targets. Oh, my God, it was embarrassing, because like, they- first I did it. Because, like, I'm the host of the show, so, like, every time we do a challenge, mm-hmm. first I'll do it and be like, ah, this is what we're doing. And, like, so I kind of show the audience, like, what to expect leading mm-hmm. up to this, you know, come, going forward. So I go down the zip line. I do the little run. I grab the gun. Boom, 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 boom. I hit all the targets and with one shot each. And then it's their turn. One of the guys <laughs> – so, again, there's, like, ten rounds in the gun. 
but there's like a pile of bullets on the table just for like aesthetics, just like, you know, it, it looks nice to have a big pile of loose ammunition sitting there. And he's having to reload the magazine. He's having to keep loading. And like, he, he has three targets to hit and he's already shot 14 times or something like that. And like, he doesn't know how many bullets to put in. Like, like how confident are you in yourself at this point now that you've missed it five times in a row? So he's just like, at first he's like, puts three bullets in the magazine for three targets and boom, 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 hits one. Now there's two <laughs> targets left. And he's out of ammo again. And he's just like, all right, maybe I'll put five in this time. And that kept repeating. And we're all just like, what the fuck? And I think they edited it down to make them look like not idiots, but we all saw what happened. Was he it unfamiliar was with the platform? Like, like AR-15? No, oh, never mind. If people don't know, AR-15 would be the one they would use in the military. I, 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 yeah. I was thinking to myself, well, maybe he just, when he first started, he was incompetent with a shotgun or something. But yeah, it was, um, I mean, it was like a fancy one. It was a Daniel Defense, uh, I think it was the DDM-4, uh, in 6.8, uh, SPC. Caliber doesn't matter. It's just a cool caliber with uh with like a nice Trigicon ACOG scope on it, three and a half power, and so like I don't know, kind of my go-to for medium-range AR shooting. And uh, I mean, how far I, was the shot? So close, dude. Like so close. Hmm. Like twenty-five like, yards or something. Couldn't have been thirty-five. Yeah. Like I could have hit the shots with my bow. They were standing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Although I think one of them ended up propping up. One of them was an actual sniper in the Marine Corps. And instead of loading the magazine, he put the bullets one at a time into the it's, chamber. And it's an AR. So like, that's not even like a smooth thing to do, no matter what you're doing. Oh, that was the thing. The magazine wasn't loaded at all when you started. So you had to, from the very beginning, either uh, be very confident in yourself or give yourself enough because like a, you if estimate you put, your capabilities. Yeah. And if you're wrong, it costs you. But mm. if you underestimate, it also costs you. So it's this sort of mental game that we mixed in. Yeah, that was embarrassing. That mm. was super embarrassing. Like, like plenty of the gamers struggled as we went through it, but it was like, these guys have never shot a gun before. Like, like nobody's going to judge them. I remember Tommy was just like real upset one day because, you know, he's, he's the leader of FaZe Clan. He's supposed to be like the most elite sniper in COD. And, you know, he's, he's struggling with a real gun, but it's just like, dude, nobody's going to care. Yeah, nobody's nobody's going to – like, me and Hex are over there like, dude, nobody's going to fucking care if you miss the target, you know, five times in a row, ten times in a row. Have you ever shot an M14 before, Tommy? No. Exactly. Exactly. Like, nobody fucking cares. But when those guys got up and just – But seriously, don't fuck this up, dude. <laughs> you know, I, I'm going to be – I'm going to say something nice no matter what. I'm not an asshole. But, like – when those guys went out there, it was just absurd. That was that was the most embarrassing thing I'd ever seen. Well, who would have thought they wouldn't send their SEAL Team 6 sniper out to the gaming event? I mean, it, shooting Iranian scientists, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> He's out doing it. Wait, I thought that was... Do they use a drone for that or not? I heard they did, and now I, I don't know. I heard they used some sort of remote shooting platform that was controlled by a satellite. That, that is I what I heard. I it would work yeah. with my joke format. <laughs> I've got a video up that's uh that's from a very similar thing that remote shooting thing. It's uh you know, it's a you've got like a I'm sure I don't have what they had or they don't have what I had, but it I got this big remote control with like a TV screen on it or an or an LCD screen on it and from really any range 
for for that receiver, <clears throat> I can control um, really accurately a machine gun. It's just like playing a video game. So they think Israel shot the guy. Yeah, Israel. Came not, yeah, I, I assumed they, it was us at first. Well, I mean, Israel Masad, does those yeah, things for us. That's why we pay them. Masad and the, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, work together all the time on everything. So I was interested in. Uh, so, Blame Truth, I follow your Twitter, obviously, and every time the new COD comes out, you are like the the roast master general of the new Call of Duty. And like, I think I haven't played any multiplayer. Kyle's maybe played a little bit. I think Woody's only played Zombies also. Mm. No, I played like, a little. You played a little bit? What is, you know, because I know a lot of listeners are interested in this, what is so fucking bad about this that you hate it? Because you know, I've never done, I've, Zombies is cool. I like Zombies. Zombies is great. Yeah, Zombies is fucking great. Uh, the multiplayer is, oh, God. Where to begin? Yeah. Yeah, where to begin? Uh, it's complete fucking ass. It's, for one, they had to make the game. Uh, Treyarch didn't make all of it. Sledgehammer was making it. And then Treyarch took over like seven months before release. So we essentially bought a beta, like multiplayer-wise. Like I think there's eight maps at launch, something like that. Nine maps, something like that. Um, ran like shit. Skill-based matchmaking, which is a big problem. Nobody likes it. They ran it up. A bad thing. Why is it a bad thing? Um, best way I can put it is everybody here's played COD. Um, before you would hop into a multiplayer game, you could play with whoever. If you, if you were playing with somebody shitty, you could carry him. If you were playing with somebody better, they could carry you. You know, whatever. It's just casual, very casual. Now they've included skill-based matchmaking, where you're playing like clones of yourself. Essentially, it, the game tries to get the most even match possible. You know, all so everybody's KD is one. Everybody's KD is one. That's, that's what the game's trying to do. But the problem with that is you don't. I don't necessarily hate that, but you don't get anything for it. It's still the same casual COD level up system. So you're going to level up whether you, you know what I mean? Like you're going to level up no matter what. Mm-hmm. Why do I not get rewarded for putting in the time for the past 12 years to get better with some kind of in-game reward something? It's like they don't know what they want to be. They have this, and they're not talking about it. It's hidden. It's a hidden system. So... It's pretty much there just to protect new players from getting like cock stomped or whatever. Yeah. By um more seasoned people, but there's no reward for the seasoned people. I do. You know, because again, you're gonna rank up no matter what. There's no, there's no in, like there's no incentive to get better because the way I see it is, oh, if I try really hard, I'm just gonna get harder lobbies. Like, what's the point? So. Skill-based Mac making seemed to kick into overdrive in the previous COD. I don't know if this mm-hmm. one's even more, but it got it was a big deal last time. I couldn't more, yeah. even tell if I was good or getting better because mm-hmm. every game I was just kind of level. You know, I could yeah. tell this. I used to play on stream with subscribers, and they were good. They were very good. They would have great games. And when mm-hmm. I'm in their games... I'm just getting bullied. I was straight yeah. up bullied by them. And there was a there was a sorry to interrupt, but there was a thing, uh it was like a post it was a comment on one of my fucking videos that said this it was this uh, this guy's kid and he said he called his dad and his dad was like upset because he was trying to play with um this guy's brother, like his his other son. <laughs> but this guy's brother was pretty damn good and like 
it's trying to even out everybody, the skill level or whatever. So the, the brother's too good to play with the dad. Like the dad's not very good. So yeah. the brother can't just carry him because it's just trying to match everybody up to the point where everybody gets a one KD and the final score is 99 to 99 in TDM, you know? And he, he said like his dad, um, basically just swore off the series after that. He's just like, I can't even play with my son to enjoy myself because of the system. So is it actually protecting new players if they can't play with anybody better or they still get cock stomped? Another guy said something That's similar to his girlfriend. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah, and again, there's no rewards. Uh, there's no casual and ranked mode like every other fucking game has. Like uh, Rainbow Six Siege, one of those competitive shooters, was past fucking like decade even. Casual and ranked. Why don't why doesn't COD have it? I bought the game on release, and mm. I didn't. I haven't touched multiplayer, and I don't plan to. I've been playing a shit ton of zombies, and zombies at some point, yeah. at some point, I'll knock the campaign out. Uh, just 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 because I've beaten every COD campaign since two. Yeah. Um, and uh, but but yeah, zombies is excellent this year, but so buggy, so buggy, and Very every buggy. T- and it's not even like I don't know anything about uh, game programming, uh, game design even, but whatever they did when they when they like made the new zombies is is still there. Like like when they add new content, like like mm. recently they um they added like the, a Christmas skin to a bunch of shit. It broke a bunch of other shit. Like, like they're having to like patches constantly to like oh we broke that shit I guess making dogs look like a reindeer just cripples the whole system huh that, oh, oh no one's getting XP oh when you when you pack a punch your gun now all the attachments fall off that's the new one by the way yeah. when you pack a punch the gun the attachments fall off you onto don't have the a floor scope or anything you're can you pick them back up you no can... <laughs> I mean they're there but yeah, you can't the attachments are like actual items that come out of the fucking machine and land on the ground. It's like if I put, it's like putting your gun in a blender and it spits out shit, you know, like. (laughs) Yeah, we can't put it back together. It's not Tarkov. It's in Tarkov. You'd be like, oh, let me get my parts together and screw them back (laughs) on. I need a multi-tool. And it all came from them wanting to add sparkly Christmas lights on the dog. Essentially, yeah, to boil it down. They took over, they, they made the game over like 15 Zoom calls. I said this in a commentary. They made the game over like 15 Zoom calls and a fucking company breakfast at Denny's. So, yeah, it's going to be buggy as shit. And uh, I've just been – I mean, people love it on YouTube. YouTube's doing fantastic. I saw but, it. I saw it. You're getting recommended to me. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm getting like like around 100,000 views a video, sometimes more, which is great. That's awesome. I'm making, make, yeah, making good money. I would rather my channel get half the fucking views and have a goddamn like good game though. Like honestly, go to Blaine's channel and do the thing that Kyle said. Click on the biggest playlist and just let it run while you're at school or while you're not at school. I was ahead of my time. I, just all sorts of stuff like that. You know, people would be like, "Oh yeah, but I, I can't. I'll be at school." I don't give a shit where you are. <laughs> it's about what yeah. your computer's doing. I used to want to say stuff like that. Like I had the idea of make my YouTube channel, your homepage, but I would have gotten roasted forever. Oh, I told suggesting. them to do it. I know, but you could do things. White boy could do things, and people thought it was funnier. They'd even do it. If mm-hmm. I didn't make money accidentally, then uh, that, suddenly I was super roasted. People would get me. Oh, I was always just like, I am here for money. Yeah. When the money stops, so will I. But <laughs> 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 like, like, pay up. By the way, I'm upgrading to the Xbox One. Who wants to buy my Xbox 360 for more than retail? 
<laughs> I sold it for three hundred fifty dollars. Jesus. I remember in like two thousand twelve shit. Having some people being like, dude, Taylor's just selling out for money. And I was like, I wish I could screenshot my payouts. From world conflicts to falling financial markets, natural disasters, and more. Wish the headlines would just stop. It's not a newsflash that life can feel like a pressure cooker. From managing work to building relationships, it's easy to feel overwhelmed. And for many of us, anxiety and stress are constant companions. But you are not alone. Support is out there, just waiting to meet you. And you can find it through friendly people at churchescare.com. At churchescare.com, we know that finding your community can feel intimidating. That's why we do the heavy lifting for you. Churchescare.com helps connect people like you to churches that can support and serve you. In your new community, you'll find a group of people ready to talk, listen, and help you navigate life through its twists and turns. All you have to do is come as you are. If you're ready to find your community, visit churchescare.com today. That's C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S-Care.com. We look forward to serving you. Sometimes life can feel like a pressure cooker. From our work life to our personal lives and relationships, there's so much to balance. It's easy to feel weighed down when you're experiencing anxiety, stress, or sadness. Guess what? You are not alone. Support is all around you. No matter where you are, all you need to do is ask. Let us help you find a community at churchescare.com. Churches are communities of care. Go to c-h-u-r-c-h-e-s-care.com to explore the possibilities. Churchescare.com. Com. So that you would look like a retard. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting spending money. Like I'm getting, you think I'm bowling in dough with my with my video that I tried to run ads on for Hurricane Sandy and it got all the ads got turned off immediately. No, <laughs> all my. I, I mean, I mean, if you look at the early FPS Russia videos, every one of them is clickbait. Like like right after they killed Osama bin Laden in real life. Remember that? Yeah. I went and bought an Osama bin Laden target, like and like had a close up of it, so it looks like Osama bin Laden, like 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 the real Osama bin Laden. And I think it was called Osama bin Laden footage of Osama bin Laden being killed or something like that. Like like Osama gets shot, like 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 you know extra extra, and like it made it the front page. Do you know how many people clicked that, thinking that it was related to the Obama administration taking out Osama bin Laden? Yeah. But no one was disappointed when they got there. That's the trick. Like, you can't make bullshit. You can't get there, and it's just like, and that's, it's nothing. That's the secret, yeah. You got you to gotta clickbait, but then you got to have something that justifies that clickbait. Well, this isn't why I was, is that a Russian guy? <laughs> What's he doing? Wait, a 360 no-scope, you say? <laughs> well, all right, I'm, I'm teamed in now. <laughs> Man, this you guy's know. really good at faking a Russian accent. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, like I think I call like I made a video where I shot jugs of water and I called it big wet jugs. Yeah, nice. you know, yeah, like, I, like in my memory, I ran a very <laughs> clean channel that didn't clickbait, that was above all that. Same. I look back at some of my titles. No, I didn't. I ran a quick. I'm <laughs> like, oh, Mel Monday on bloody ejaculate. I remember I did do that, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Monday, it was like something, something else, and masturbating. <laughs> I remember when, um, when everybody was doing giveaways, I was like, uh, we were all in Boston or Philly or somewhere on some trip, and I was just like, oh, they don't even know. Oh, they're giving away gift cards? 
we're going to give a car away when I get home. And then like Freddie W and a bunch of people got together and like came down on fucking giveaways. And I was like, all right, well now we can't give away a car. But I was just like, we're, we're just going to run YouTube into, into the ground for 30 days. We're like, all right, giving a car away this month. We'll be, we'll be, we're making daily videos to put send, sending everyone to the front page about how we're giving away a Hyundai. Like I, I was ready to go. I was like, I was like, yeah, we'll just buy a new, like cheapest Hyundai they make. They're like $9,999 on those sales. We're $10,000 into a car. We're going to make $60,000 this month just on these videos. We're gold. It's going to be great. We'll give a car away every month forever. And then Freddie W, <laughs> that bastard. I don't well, think half those guys ever gave away the gift cards. I, yeah, there was a rumor that nobody gave away shit. I did a, ga- a giveaway for uh, <laughs> a Series S just recently. I just bought one and was like, hey, I'll give it away if you guys follow me on Instagram because I don't have tits. So I got to do something to get people out to my Instagram. So um, I did it and I like – I made sure to to screenshot like the fucking tracking number when I shipped it, the DM to the guy I sent it to, because I'm like somebody's gonna fucking call me out for not sending this shit because you know like I, I don't know I'm not gonna name names who who didn't send stuff I don't know but you know just because somebody didn't send stuff in the past so we know though <laughs> <laughs> we know I, I almost said somebody but I'm like. Ah. Bygones, that's yeah. your your Instagram. You love layering clothes. I I okay. So true story. About a year ago, uh, a little bit over a year ago, when I really started losing weight, getting in shape, um, I had a viewer of mine DM me on Instagram, gay dude, right? And he was like, "Hey, BT, I see you're losing a bunch of weight. You're probably gonna buy some new clothes." Your style sucks, dude. I'm just being honest. Like, you got to fucking, you got to work on that. And I think I looked down and I was wearing, like, work boots. And I don't fucking work, you know. <laughs> and I'm wearing, like, uh, a flannel that's too fucking big because I've lost, like, 20 pounds at this point, And wearing, like, a Mr. T shirt. And I'm like, nobody knows who Mr. T is in 2020. So <laughs> he, uh, he gave me some tips and I kind of just ran with it all year and redid my whole wardrobe and got nice and stylish. So flannels always. I mean, flannels are always. Yeah. Flannels are always. Mm. I mean, I wonder what your gay fan would think of my style buying 35 of the same shirt off Amazon (laughs) because some idiot accidentally listed them for three dollars and eighty eight cents. You've been dressing like a married man for years now. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I've been dressing like a video game character. Or a television show character that always wears the same thing for a while. I think it's the better part of probably over a year that I just found, like, damn, these shirts rock. They don't shrink. What what shirts are they? Carhartt. Carhartt uh, tees. Mm, But they're not normally $4. No. No. And they're, I mean, it's not like they're expensive. They're normally like 15 bucks to 18 bucks. But think of up when you get two of them. Yeah. <laughs> Woody's wearing Collins clothes from five years ago. <laughs> you t- you t- trying to get him to buy a $15 t-shirt? $15 t-shirt. <laughs> Must be nice to be you. Pretty yeah. cool. Like going into Collins' closet and being like, you still wear this? <laughs> children who get hand-me-downs. Dude. It's the opposite at Woody's house. He's a hugger, and he alphas me. I, I already talked about it before, but it happens all the time. He, he just comes around my head and hugs from up top, and I'm like... 
girl. <laughs> you got to try and over alpha him. Dude, he does it on stream. Like, you know, he comes in and he's like, can I hug you? I'm like, okay. <laughs> he comes from behind. <laughs> oh, did you guys watch uh, Dawn of the Dead? Yes. Wait, Dawn of the Dead? The, what did you the... think? I liked it. I liked it. I thought 28 Days was Later was better. Um, it is. But uh, but I, I was glad I watched it. I watched the um, original Dawn of the Dead or the, the remake, remake no. from like early two thousands. I've seen so. the remake. I prefer the original, but the remake's good. Yeah, yeah. See, we I, talked about this actually. Like we were talking about zombies on PKN, and mm-hmm. we were saying like not to say the original is a bad movie, but in the original the zombies aren't chasing you, right? Like yeah. in order for it to be scary and for me to feel like oh man, if I were in that situation, I'd be fucked. It's got to be the new Dawn of the Dead or like 28 Days Later, where they're not only sprinting, but like they're magically faster than me now. As if they need magic to be faster than me. Everyone else in my party's 30 yards ahead. Have you seen, have you seen uh, has anybody seen Train to Busan? Yes, no. That's yeah. a really good one, and um, there's a guy in it that has Taylor's build, and he doesn't do running stuff. He just he fucking slams and suplexes the goddamn zombies, and I'm dead serious. Boom. That's that's, job, that's what I'll be there for. But I guarantee you that guy dies. He does. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's really more of a one-on-one zombie attacker. It's more yeah. of a, yeah, one of those guys. That always happens in zombie movies where it's like, there's there's hundreds of yards between like the survivors and the zombies. And one guy's like, go, go! And it's like, no, you can come with us. We got we got lots of time. Get out of here! I'm not gonna tell you again. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly how he dies. Actually, he's like he's like fucking bear hugging like ten zombies. He's like, just go, man. I'm good. I got this. One of my like, favorite sure? parts like, go. In, in almost any zombie movie is the happy moment. You know when they discover that they're all rich and they can drive any car they want, and in in um, what the hell was Zombieland? Uh, right? well, they do that in that, but in in what was it? Dawn of the Dead? Is that what it was? Yeah, that's the one you just watched. There's a point in there where like the guy becomes a cross dresser, the woman fucks the other one. Both of them are like, I don't know, just they have some meaningless sex and they're down for it. It's it's fine. And uh, I think they just realize they oh we own everything in this mall right now, that we're temporarily happy and rich. This is great. Imagine that in 2020 though. It's like we're stuck in a mall. All right, there's a half-empty hot topic and no food court. <laughs> um, there's a Wetzel's pretzels, but I'm pretty sure they're out. No, I'm, they're out. There would be nothing. Well, you could you could rob a Macy's, yeah, and then hang out by a defunct penny fountain. Would <laughs> be the entirety of the mall. Uh, Hopefully, they destroy all the malls and replace those giant areas with parks. Dude, you know what they oh, what's actually going to Going to become Amazon distribution centers. What if they turned the, those malls into like giant airsoft or paintball fields? Like that's that is, that's such a good. Oh, that would be fucking amazing. Yeah, like an inside goddamn you know two or three story like fucking. Like make, make the escalators yeah. those inflatable slides they use to to get to get out of mm-hmm. aircraft. Yeah. Yeah. And like ropes to climb up. I want them to be giant gyms, but like obstacle course marine, you know, with walls and rope climbs and shit like that, where you just do one lap through the mall and that's your workout. (laughs) (laughs) And someone's chasing you. I mean, it's a whole mall (laughs) that you could have some truly epic paintball. game. I haven't played paintball since the last time 
the three of us were at the paintball trip. And that was what, 2012, 2013? Like seven, eight years ago? Oh, you haven't played since, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I haven't played since then. Yeah, we've played a couple since then. Um, we, we played one at a different park in Chicago. I think that was the last group one we did. That was fun. Um, but yeah, I, I haven't played in, I guess about four years. If I were to go back, and I mean, this hasn't changed from when I played last. I've always liked the forest courses where you feel like you're in the woods way more than those speedball balloons because like, I get it. It's active. It's fun to do the speedball thing, but there's something about doing a military. And it is a bit of a military sim. Like, you're pretending you yeah. have a gun and, yeah. oh, the stakes are high. Like, oh, there's a balloon with a Budweiser ad on it. That's kind of taking me out of it. Like, I want to be like, in the woods. I didn't like that we were never involved with the actual scenarios in our scenario games. I would have loved it if we had been part of that. We would just find out, like, secondhand or thirdhand. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, they went last night and moved the briefcase from D-Squad. And it's like, what? Why didn't we get to be involved really, with, like, stealing a briefcase? To, that would have been so fun. Fridays after we bought weed from the the, the referee. <laughs> <laughs> that was our scenario. Marijuana from one of the referees. Mission <laughs> 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 accepted. You're going to need to go to an Applebee's and order every appetizer twice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Taylor was saying our scenario was to acquire weed from a referee. Yeah. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Uh, Kyle, I, I still remember standing next to Kyle talking to him about that and Kyle just saying, that guy's got weed, and then just walked over there, talked to him for a second, walked I remember back. exactly what he said. He got it. I'll never yeah. f- he goes, look, I don't mean to offend you. Well, you look like kind of a guy who knows where the weed is. And he's like, oh, yeah. Like he, was, he was instantly Dude, down. He looked like, like if I told an artist, to like a sketch artist, draw me a weed man. He'd be like, all right, well, it's long hair, maybe some rainbow glasses. Woody's got his picture. He, know, he knows this guy. This I, can, I'm gonna, I, know, I had an idea to look from, up someone like him so we didn't give him away. So the bus driver from The Simpsons, Otto, he looks like that guy. They're like, oh, oh that's pretty good. Whoa, I'm driving the bus, kids. Like he's fucking around. Yeah, that um, I was so right about that guy, and that was some good weed he had too. That was yeah, like, like he stoned. Yeah, that was some really fucking good weed. I mean, um, he was an older version of this guy on the left, in my head. Minus the hat, you got yeah, it. sure, sure, yeah, something like that. Damn, I yeah. hope full-size adult male overalls come back. Uh, <laughs> that would be a look on you, Taylor. <laughs> you look like Lenny from Mice of Men. <laughs> <laughs> Just some, some retarded guy. <laughs> Dude, he, like, he went too hard with with the voice and everything in that role. Oh, come on. that's That thing's killer. Him and... um. Gary Sinise, uh, John Malkovich and Gary Sinise, right? Malkovich plays uh, Lenny, I think. It's Malkovich. I I can't picture Gary Sinise. It's Gary Sinise. Yeah, he uh, plays uh, whatever the other guy's name is. It was so long ago that I saw that. I don't remember fucking. Dude, it's so fucking movie. sad. Like I don't. I, I watch sad movies once generally. Like I've seen One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest once. I've seen Of Mice and Men once. I can see um, myself rewatching One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That, that was, was so that good. one's funny until until the end. It's it's pretty I, comedic. Yeah. I can't. I 
I can't I can't go back to that. That's so upsetting at the end. It, it is. I saw the um, Sunny episode before I saw the actual <laughs> movie. And so like first of all, when it was Danny DeVito, like I was watching it with my um, my brother and uh you know our our girlfriends and I was like that's fucking Danny DeVito and they're all like are you stupid? No it's not and then yes it yeah. is. But I the whole time I was watching it I'm like when's the part going to happen? where Big Chief or whatever throws the water fountain <laughs> out the door and then uh, Jack Nicholson can escape. And it didn't happen. It didn't I happen. I was so surprised when mm-hmm. he gets smothered at the yep. end. And I couldn't tell. Well, I guess what was supposed to be implied is that he was permanently fucked up forever and that, like, that was going to be his new existence because of the electroshock. Yeah. But, like, even watching it, I'm like, maybe he's, like, in a post- you know, post procedural state right now and he'll come back. But I guess so awful. Know. And he wasn't even supposed to be there, you know, like, like yeah, he was fibbing. Yeah. yeah. The whole thing is awful. I think and they made a prequel series about uh, nurse ratchet. Yeah, on they did. Uh, Sarah Paulson's in that from American horror story. I think it is. Yeah. yeah I didn't watch that either. Um, she was a great character in the movie. The, the original. She yeah. won an Oscar, I believe. Sometimes life can feel like a pressure cooker. From our work life to our personal lives and relationships, there's so much to balance. It's easy to feel weighed down when you're experiencing anxiety, stress, or sadness. But guess what? You're not alone. You may not know it now, but support is all around you. No matter where you are, all you need to do is ask. Let us help find you a community at churchescare.com. Churches are communities of care. Go to C-H-U-R-C-H-E-S care.com to explore the possibilities. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross-country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. I think yeah, I'm pretty sure once over the cuckoo's nest swept the, the Oscars tape. that year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They won everything they were um um yeah. put up for and they were put up for all of the major Oscars, like actor, director, film. Of the sad movies, I would say I haven't rewatched Green Mile in a long time because that, that I can rewatch. Serious. I don't even I don't feel bad for John Coffey. He's I mean he's fine. I feel bad for John Coffey and well, I feel bad for him and whatever the character's name is who like he's like He's my little mousy. He's a circus mousy. Is John Coffey yeah. dead in real life? Yes. Yeah. He's just too much to stay alive very long. Police shooting. Police shooting. I don't believe that. <laughs> he was trying uh, to use his magic and cast spells on the officer. Did he die suddenly? <laughs> I be- he yeah. did. Yeah. It's like a heart attack or something. I think his name is Michael Clark Duncan. It's like it I was. keep saying. Oh, yeah. Or Mighty guys wither away. Big guys, well, yeah. they click off. Woody, who's the star of Home Alone? Oh Jesus, Macaulay Culkin nailed it. Oh. Yep. Damn it, this bit's over. He's he's learned it. <laughs> uh, time, There's more time. out there. There's more out there. They I'll wait to... a few months before. Hey, I what's spring the name out of that? Uh, what's the name of that little Indian comedian? <laughs> <laughs> oh, even I know this. Oh, it's incredibly <laughs> difficult. Parks and Rec. Uh huh. <laughs> it's like Anzee Azari or something like that. How close to that? That's close enough. I'll take that. That's close enough. You got all the right letters. 
Yeah. <laughs> he got them all. He just didn't quite get the pronunciation, but that's close yeah. enough. What is Aziz Ansari? Okay, that was close. Yeah, that's really normal close. people close. That's normal people close. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> These are hard names you're hitting me with. This is no Liam Neeson right here. Oh, we nailed that one too. That one actually, Damn. as I process it too, is hard. You know, I'm not getting. Oh no. Who's the other guy though? The one from the Naked Gun movies and Airplane with the white hair, the the comic guy. Hmm. His last name is Nelson. No, it's not. It's not. I don't think I Nelson know. Nelson is the bully from uh, The Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, what is his name? I don't know. I, I do know the guy you're thinking of from Airplane, yeah, White yeah. Hair. Airplane, um, poli- you know, from the from the from the files of Police Squad. Mm-hmm. Don't call me Shirley. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Leslie Nielsen. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Used to always call um, Liam uh, Neeson Liam Nielsen. And you're, you're like merging those two individuals a little bit with the name. But you've gotten that one. I down. used to get Emma Watson wrong, but I've got her down. Yeah. Who is, who is the other Emma who is Stone? The, the, she's the, you uh, go. the chubby faced one. Oh, she's not chubby faced. Oh, Your please. Your standards are so goddamn high. Let, pull up an Emma, Emma Stone picture right now for yeah, the audience and for us. Good Lord, she's incredibly attractive. Chubby face, you are out of your mind. She's like a rail. The girl has like it, it is like twelve percent body fat or something like that. You can see her ribs. You can see her cheekbones. Yeah, like yeah, you're crazy on that one. That's uh, chubby faced. Wait, you linked that as an example of chubby face? Brickley. <laughs> That's crazy. You're out of your mind. She does have a round face. He likes I mean, that gaunt look that Chase Utley a, likes. Round, <laughs> round, in, in round is a face shape. People in, have like in Woody's, in Woody's defense. Face. In some pictures, it's 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 a little round, but like it's probably just she's pretty. Away. She's definitely yeah. pretty, but like it like here. Let's go to the gold standard. The gold standard. Who is his gold standard? An Auschwitz victim. <laughs> Look at her. Look at the difference between those. Two. Oh my God, that that, that girl. <laughs> Come on, she's just got different bone structure, and she's in, yeah. shockingly she thin. Has, she's she dangerously has, thin. Dangerously has, thin is how I like them. She there's just has little, a shaped face. There, there's what he's talking about. Like her face can have a roundish. Oh wow. Look. Jeez. Yeah. Well, if yeah. sneezed a half second ago, like. like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that you're you're kooky on this one. I would rather I would rather be with Emma Stone than Emma Watson. I just I don't know there. anything. About I had a thought Emma. today. I I was in the gym and I was thinking about uh, Gina Carano, the super yeah. fat chick from Mandalorian. What's her name? Yeah, yeah, you're close enough on that one, dude. My theory is this: go back to young Woody in high school. If they thought there was even a chance of a snow day, I wouldn't do my homework, right? I'd just not do it. I wouldn't be prepared for the next day because maybe there'll be a snow day and I wouldn't have had to do my homework. And what a fool I would feel like having okay. done it a day too soon. So I picture her with two bags of potato chips just double fisting it constantly, <laughs> being like, I thought COVID would cancel this. Holy <laughs> fuck. <laughs> like, uh, oh, my God, I'm 40 pounds overweight, and I'm an action hero, and and I, I thought Corona was going to bail me out of my obligation not to be a fucking Miss Piggy. But here I am. 
dude, she's 40 might be exaggerating it, but if she lost 40, she'd be, she, she wouldn't be unhealthy. She used to be an MMA fighter and she had fucking invisible abs and, and Oh, we know. She was hot. Yeah, she mean, always struggled with yeah. the weight as an MMA fighter. Um, mm-hmm. she, yeah. I think she was one. We've looked at these photos. She's not fat. She's looking she's, thick. Come on, dude. She's fat. She's, she's oh my she's god. Thick. They have done every, they give her like full body yoga pants and she still looks fat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to I, I can't find it on Google Look, images. Woody has absurd like body women body image opinions and and usually i'm on the opposite i'm like come on dude like 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 it's a bad angle it was a bad day you're being too harsh he's wrong about emma stone for example but gina carano like like what we're seeing is polished as good as they're making a star wars tv show okay there's there's fucking spaceships lightsabers and and people using the force okay and they make all that look real but they haven't figured out how to make Gina Carano not look fat. <laughs> well, <and also laughs> that means that means when she's off of like when she's not being touched up and like hit with a perfect angle, perfect lighting, she's just a fucking moo cow. Like like she may be way fatter than we think. Mm-hmm. And I will also yeah. add, I don't watch this show, so I have no point of reference. Well, I mean, we've got we can we can camera adds ten evidence. pounds. Is a good four or five cameras on her at any moment. That's fortunate for you. My my webcam adds thirty five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Mine adds a few as well. I saw yeah. I was getting I was posing for the calf thing and there were a few unflattering angles. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the worst? Like you'll see, like like we were talking about earlier, like your your face freezes and you're just the absolute fattest version of you, and it's like, oh. I, it couldn't do it like if I was like biting both my cheeks at the same time. Like it's just, <laughs> right. just my round ass face, a little structure here. <laughs> uh, look at her here at a fucking award show or something. You see the guy get punched by Connor? Yeah. <laughs> in the thumbnail? Yeah. Oh it's... my! No, I thought she was going to be hot in this picture, dude. What character? Scroll down and you get a side angle. That is a. Th- Dude, those tits are enormous. Those tits it's, are enormous. It's 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 like she's on the cusp. I feel like she's on the cusp of uh, thick and fat. Like she's kind of, I, I wouldn't call her full blown fat, but she's, look at that side picture. She's on the, uh, yeah, she's on the, she's on the cusp. What is her power in Mandalorian? She's another bounty hunter. She's just like an ex shock trooper. Um, that that you know is she needs her calories. She needs her calories. <laughs> you gotta have energy to, to shock troop all around the galaxy. And like the thing is, like, hang on, look at her here. <clears throat> I hope that this is visible. So it's Pinterest, which is annoying as fuck. Yeah, she's cut your... as fuck right there. Yeah, now, that's her. That may like, be her even weighing in or like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but she's so much. Yes. Uh, yeah. Here's the thing, though. Here's the crazy and thing. And beautiful. If, right. he, if she were to make an OnlyFans right now with her current body type, because that's like thick girls are in right now, she would probably make more than if she was in shape. Like if she could go between the two, you know? She's on a website called curvage.org. <laughs> <laughs> where, where, where these people are, are like all about fat celebrities. Um, and I'm trying to like find the picture that, that led me here because it was awful. I see weigh in Gina Carano and I think wedding picture. 
I see award show, and I think now. Taylor, I think you should give some real thought to bulking up for the wedding photos. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. All right. Look at this one. Okay. This is for the Lion King, which I didn't know she was in. It could be the dress, though. It's a little frumpy, you know. Dude, you ever see Charlize Theron wear a dress like this? No. (laughs) You ever see Halle Berry rocking one of these? There's a reason it's frumpy. There's a reason it's frumpy. Yeah. She has a fold in her belly fat. Is she cold? (laughs) (laughs) You could hide another person in there. Yeah. That's because she wanted to bring snacks into the premiere. (laughs) (laughs) She needs to do the hire trainer, get on your chicken and broccoli like they all do. And yeah. uh fit it down. Everybody thinks I've got stacked tits. No, two Chipotle queso burritos. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she, she's, yeah. Oh my! Uh, and look how pretty she is. Like I'm she's looking at the beautiful. pink photo, the the one with the pink uh, moo that she's wearing. Yeah. And um, I, I see a really pretty woman under this layers and layers of fat. <laughs> Yeah, she's beautiful. Like she's legitimately yeah. like a like like I mean, it, really really yeah. nice. Like especially like like she's got a great smile. She's got really yeah. nice like uh like bone structure. She's got like like her whole face is shaped. Re- she's got like a heart shaped face. It's perfect. I'm telling mm-hmm. you guys though, if she were to make an OnlyFans right now versus like her of old course. self, her, her new one would get more traction. I no guarantee. No way. Oh no, way. you're wrong about that. I'll buy that her OnlyFans will be successful regardless of what she looks like. However, I will not buy that in an alternate uh, universe where she still looks like she did at weigh-in day over there, that that her current look would be more profitable. I don't know, guys. It's it's, Thick girls are fucking – I mean, they're in – like goddamn tie dye in the seventies, I'm telling you. I bet you'd be popular over on the Who Cow uh, subreddit. <laughs> oh, it's this fetish where you like uh, um, um, turn a person into a cow. So it's mm. a lot of chicks like wearing like hol- you know holstein or holstein cows are those milkers, the ones that are yeah. like black and white. So mm. it's lots of chicks wearing like uh, like like either painted like that, but they're mm. often wearing like ears. And they also uh, sometimes they do that fetish porn where they're like chained up and being and like attached to a milking machine. This isn't yeah. real, right? This is a hundred percent real. How do you spell who cow? H U C O W. Subreddit of the week, folks. I think and I forgot to have a subreddit of the week last. Good week. God, lovers of cow pet play. <laughs> Going back strong with the subreddit of the week. I cannot right. show people these pictures. Oh. Oh well. All I can show him here. this one. Let me be extra careful. Yep. All right. Top one is just a woman. Who uh, cow? Milk me. Milk me. I'm going this top is... all time. I need to see what's up here. This yeah. Interesting. And it's got. She's got a cowbell on. Huh. Except it's not really a cowbell. I need like a jingle bell. I need more cowbell. Moo! Would you breed me? <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, these women look like Gina Carano, some of them. Like, this is what I think she looks like in a cow bikini. Yo, the second girl with the uh, top of all time or whatever. The second, yeah, like, with the yeah, bouncing that's, bikini. Yes, that's a that's a good one. Oh, good, yeah. Good in what way? That she produces a lot of dairy products? Um, I mean, not that specifically. The third gift is, you know what? There's some good stuff on here. I'm not there's good stuff on there. Yeah. <laughs> Have I sold you? Have I sold you? Are you, are you, yeah. are you now a Hukow fan? I'm you know, now a Hukow fan. I'm subscribing. This gift is called Examining the Goods. 
And she's oh. just like in this restraint situation where she's on all fours and he's just like massaging her udders. Just like, yeah, you're going to yeah. get a lot of cheese. Just watch that bitch. one. This one, this one, number 10 all time. It's a woman in a cow bikini and a cowbell. And to be the most like a cow, she's, she has a bunch of grass and thieves in her mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, super I don't know if I can oh, show I that one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, look at how much. Scroll down below her to, to the one called called submissive cow Katie. That's, okay, that, that, pain, that looks painful. Yeah, those are my favorite ones. And they got that milking machine attached to them, and they look like they're not enjoying it. Oh, that's brutal. Look at they haven't even put her in the shackle on the right because she's been beaten into submission. <laughs> she knows it's futile. The suction power is too much. It'll tear. Yeah, we're just getting started. <clears throat> You Man, this is, a, this is, I'm actually. Look, look at the comments for this. Mmm, fresh <laughs> milk after, after I'd like to breed her last. <laughs> he wants to go last. The next comment, a load of warm milk for me to drink out of those sources. And then he's got like some like squirting and glass of milk emojis and then a devil face. Katie is always a treat to see, but I'd like to see more content on Caprice. He knows the players. So, oh my so, god! The, uh, the comments are going to be the true gold mine. We need to. <laughs> I have a, I have a, a kind of a related thing. Um, my ex girlfriend actually is a does. Uh, what's it called? Um, oh, 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 O'Reilly. This is Sarah's O'Reilly Auto Parts story. Driving cross country with two young children is ambitious, to say the least. Then our check engine light came on. We pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts, and they tested it. Turned out it was a faulty sensor. They referred us to a great mechanic just down the street, and we were back on the road in no time. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, stop, stop. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. I don't know exactly what it's called. What? No, she does like sex work stuff now and she does, uh, like men drink her piss and pay her, whatever the hell that is. Is it only piss? No, it's not only piss. It's uh, so she does like lot. She's like a, a dominatrix. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm, that's the word, dominatrix. Okay. Yeah, she she kicks men in the balls and they pay her. Nice. And it's it's good. It's good money. Um, and do they want her to watch them drink the pee? Preferably. Yeah. She's gotten requests of like dudes asking her to like. Shit in a cup, and you keep in touch with her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's very interesting the story. You got a you got a 
number or anything? I'll get to you. I'll get back to you. <laughs> <That's okay. laughs> what if I want to make her drink my piss? Um, oh. I don't think she would do that. No, 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 no. probably She's not. She's more of a giver. Yeah. Oh, okay. now, full disclosure: I didn't do any of this when we were dating. She wasn't. What is the, what is the price structure like? No. How much money is she making per piss cup that she's um, giving? She was in Chicago and she was making bank, and then she moved back to the rural South around these parts, and not so much. Shipping um, time too long back to Chicago. The piss gets. Yeah. Yeah. It ferments. It's bad. He has complaints, you know. Yeah, she just um, needs a friend there who's not attractive to just piss in cups and like send it to men. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah. the guys like, I want to give you five hundred dollars. I yeah. want you to salt me and then force me to drink your pee. And she's <laughs> like, ah, another day at work. You know, <laughs> like that's that's what uh what's um um Jim Norton's into. That's exactly what Jim Norton's into. Oh yeah, well Jim yeah. Norton seems to be into everything. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Like I remember, like he would have conversations where he's like. He's like, no, that's gross. I don't want to, like, drink sweat or anything, but, like, you know that smell, like, when a woman's been out running and, like, her feet just have a little bit of stink. Just a little bit of stink. Not not a lot of stink. And I'll smell, <laughs> like, armpits and, like, smell armpits, but I don't want them to stink a lot. Just a little bit. I'm not weird. I'm not weird. Even honestly, it's <laughs> it's just, like drawing like, a very thin line. <laughs> and he was, he was so honest about it. He'd be like, they could come in and be like, fucking exhausted this morning. And Anthony would be like, why? Why is that? He's like, edged for eight hours last night. Didn't get any sleep. It's like, it's like you just sat in your apartment and edged for eight hours, and he's like, I, I can't drink. I can't do drugs. I have to have something. I'm addicted to prostitutes and to edging. <laughs> and then he's like, and at the end of it, every time I finish, it's just what you doing. <laughs> he, was, he like, I was busting. It's one, I still realize this bit all the time where it's little. He calls himself like little impotent Jimmy. He's like, and I couldn't get my TiVo to work because, of course, little fucking fat boy Jimmy can't get anything to work. Nothing works for Jimmy. And then, like, as it's happening, he goes, oh, fucking Christ. And Anthony and Opie start cracking up. It's like, as he was gesturing, he spilled his coffee all over him. <laughs> he's like, oh, little Jimmy. Oh, now he has to come in and clean up coffee for little retard Jimmy. I can't even do this. And he was like, he's like, and then I thought, I looked at my TiVo, and then I looked at my 30-second store apartment window, and I told myself, throw yourself through it, you fat piggy. But you know what would happen? Is I would sprint at it, and my weak little malformed body would bounce right off of it, and I wouldn't even be able to do that. <laughs> oh, classic ONA bits are just unbeatable. <laughs> oh, wish that show was still around. What's Jimmy Norton doing now? Did he take over the show? Is he still running it? He was like he lead a, at one point. Yeah, he does a show called uh, Jim and Sam now. So like mm-hmm. he and Sam Roberts, who was like an old producer on the ONA show, do a do a program. Kyle's listened to it before. I've never really listened because without it's pretty good. Without Ant there with Jimmy, like that was the magic duo. That's what I was listening for. You know, they had such good intuitive like. Kumi is really good at that job. Oh, when yeah. he comes on this podcast, whenever I see that he's booked for this podcast, I'm like, it's gonna be an easy night. You know, he'll contribute half the content. Like it's yeah. Yeah, he's great. It's like, damn, it's almost like he's been doing this for 30 years. (laughs) But I don't know that most people get better over time. Howard Stern did this thing. I've talked about it before, but he was listening to older DJs, and Howard is killing it at this point. Like, call it late 90s. And uh, he's like number one in every market on terrestrial radio, and it seemed like every week he's taking on a new big city. And a month later, he's the number one in that city. He's talking about some older DJs, and he's like, God, it's sad. No one finishes in this business on top. Nobody does. You just become like this 
has been, who people kind of pity, and your material's not and it, like he, he just painted this really sad picture. Like like it's not even a money thing, right? They have money, they've been successful for a long time. It's just they're a shell of what they used to have. Yeah. Now I'm looking at Howard. And what how old's Howard Stern? Does anyone have a good guess? I would um, guess seventy four. You're joking no. though, right? No. I'm gonna say sixty five. He's 66. I was going to say okay. 60, 60, 65, yeah. Anyway, now I see Howard, and I'm like, he's the guy he described 20 years ago. Like, I see it. You know, he was 46. He was killing it. He was on top of the world at 66. You know, he's 66. Is that is that what he is? Taylor he's said it. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, mm. Anthony's going to be 60 in a few months. Yeah, Anthony's still good at it. Yeah. I bet Howard's still good at it too. And I hear him on interviews every so often. I don't watch his show, but, you know, he'll go on a late night show or something and I'll catch it here or there. And he's a good speaker. He does his job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I should I should re-listen to – or not re-listen. I should listen to some old Howard because everybody talks about how great it is. And I just – every time I think about it, I'm just like, ah, nah. I, I don't know. In hindsight, was the material that great – or did I just like the guys? It was almost like a daily vlog. Like, I like, I wonder what Howard and the boys are doing right now. They always have something crazy going on. They always have a thing. And I tune in, and I had long commutes at the time, which is why I listened to so much of it. Yeah. And it was like, he he killed it. I forget. I think he finished at 11 a.m. So your commute's always done by then. Yeah. But he started super early. He went like 4 a.m. to 11 a.m. or something big like that. And the time you were commuting at that point was like, his heyday, right? Yeah, his terrestrial heyday. I, he might have made more money on satellite, but you know these are the the days that got him the satellite deals and the fan base. And uh, yeah, it, it, like it, almost in the way that I watch YouTubers now. Uh, mm-hmm. Friend of mine, I don't know him super well, but Tucker Gott, he's a YouTuber. He's a paramotor guy, and every time he puts up a video, it's like, ooh, I wonder what Tucker's up to. What's he doing? He built a um, a cup holder for his paramotor. With a five hundred dollar mechanized camera gimbal, <laughs> so so he could like he's like look at me I'm banking this way banking this way his coffee's not spilling it was pretty cool he had a failed attempt he tried one of those silly hats <laughs> uh, with the beer <laughs> that goes the yeah. straw uh, I don't know I, I just it's almost like like I used to watch him because I liked paramotor videos now I watch him because I like Tucker. And I could say that about a lot of people. I was watching um, Juju and Tom today. I haven't caught that. I don't know. I, I watched a lot of them, mm-hmm. kind of faded away. And uh, for whatever reason, YouTube was like, hey, check out them. And uh, Tom is looking good. I, I know you weren't really involved in the conversation, but Tom is looking amazing now. I scrolled back up and looked at it. He looks tremendous. He's like, like a, yeah. I, I looked at pictures. He looks, uh, looks fantastic. Yeah. Uh, huge legs. Like, his arms, like you said earlier, his arms aren't that great, but legs are fucking crazy. We all have our, uh, you know. Core. Core looks good. Core looks good. His chest is, he's just, he's gifted with the chest. Uh, You know, we all have our spots. His his buys and tries aren't super big. But, um, uh, I don't know. He was always, like, almost dad bod dude. He took a picture where he, uh, there's this fight club pose with a cigarette in the mouth kind of leaning back. And he did the same thing. And uh, he was almost Brad Pitt, right? Like yeah. almost it, he might've been a little better than Brad Pitt's chest, but maybe overall I just nod to Brad Pitt ever so slightly. 
And this is Fred perhaps arms, shoulders were a little more developed, and yeah. so that gave, like the broader appearance. But like as far as you just look at the core section of him, like mid torso, it's like almost a carbon copy. He looks and, so and good. I think his pecs were better than Brad Pitt's. And and anyway, this guy is spitting distance from perhaps the most fuckable character in cinematic history, right? Yeah, like, yeah the Brad Pitt and Brad Pitt Fight, Fight Club. Like if you say what is the ideal male body to a girl. A lot of them will land on that. Uh, Brad Pitt Fight Club is almost the cliche answer. Brad Pitt in that old warrior movie was maybe better. Kyle's going to know it. Troy. Achilles? Uh, Troy. Troy. Okay, okay. So, um, yeah, Brad Pitt and Troy was maybe even better. But people could – anyway, you look like Brad Pitt in Fight Club. It is an amazing accomplishment. Um, I don't know. I wrote to Derek. I'm like, was this achievable naturally? <laughs> because he mostly just cut fat. I tweeted him. We'll yeah. see if he writes back. But um, it, like you can cut fat with just discipline and exercise and cardio and you know raise your metabolism. Um, Cutting fat is is, in my opinion, harder than any exercise or like regimen I've stuck to because. I got down to a certain point myself and I was just like, it, it's, it's mentally like upsetting, you know, I'm not to, not trying to down Taylor's uh, cut or whatever for his wedding, but it's <laughs> fucking, it's fucking rough. Like it's going to be upsetting. grumpy on his wedding day. <laughs> yeah. Like you get, you get angry, hangry even. Oh, um, I know hangry. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, you linked Boagrius. Oh, this yeah. is uh, Nathan Gillen. I was thinking about Troy, and I was like, what's that guy who he fought? And, like, you scroll down a little bit, and this guy is just – that picture of him in the jeans, it's like that guy is a monster. Dude, yeah. I got a funny story about him, actually. I would prefer this build to the Brad Pitt build. Just the hulking yeah. monster guy. Would you? Yes. I would, I would as well, because he's, yeah. I um, feel like you'd pick up some dudes with this body. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Nothing, but I, it depends on your target. Like, look, no doubt, this is a hard thing to achieve, right? This is impressive. Yeah. It's just not my personal bullseye. You want to be more lean and have like a swimmer's body type, kind of like a you know muscular cut. Yeah. And don't don't let me talk too much shit. This isn't my personal bullseye either. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but Woody, you and I have a more boxy, broad build. We can't achieve the Brad Pitt live look. That's not possible. You got to work. We also time. can't achieve this. But <laughs> <laughs> but we are closer to that being an ideal in our body type than the. The Brad Pitt. That's just not. That's not in the cards. This for us. guy's traps are outrageous. Uh, so, these uh, are traps. They're so big in Troy. He is. I remember, <laughs> like, I remember watching that scene for the first time, and I was like, "God damn it, Brad Pitt's gonna kill this guy!" But like in my ideal world, they would run to the middle and then become friends, and then he could fight with. <laughs> <laughs> but like that wouldn't work for the movie because it'd be like, well, you see, in every scene, the six foot ten guy just makes Brad look like a little bitch. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's uh, that. That's a pretty good movie. I like like Brad Pitt's in a tent with like at least two women. I think it was two, maybe mm. three, and like he's late to the battle, and they send a boy to go get him, and the boy is like, you know, they need you at the battle. They've got a man that that you're supposed to fight, and he's like, okay, he's the biggest man I've ever seen. I wouldn't want to fight him, and and Brad Pitt's cold as fuck. He's just like, and that is why no one will remember your name. 
<laughs> he like puts his helmet on, gets on his horse. <laughs> to a child. Oh. He's just told to a child. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to fight him, master. And that's why no one will remember you. I just was trying to get you, you know. Just <laughs> trying to get you for the battle. I'm British now. Jeez. And he's like, so he's like hung over, and then he just goes and fucks him up with that that jump, and then like clavicle stab. Yeah, yeah all the way down to like his heart. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. awesome. And so it's this- like, oh, Boagrius worked so hard for all for his physique. And it's like, <laughs> and it's funny that the other side, Agamemnon or whatever his name, it's it like, uh, all right, well, we outnumber them, but we agreed, and so we. Lo-. It's like, no, they just be like. They killed Blackish! Charge! Would they, though? Because, like, maybe if you're on the other side, you're thinking that, like, are they all like that guy? Like, like he might be the best of them, but how much better is he than the average they guy like over that there? Guy? Well, clearly fucking not. They had to send a boy to get him. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of them were like that. They send another fucking bloke out there and fight him. <laughs> no, we're not leaving. Not obeying this. <laughs> But they're not all like Boagrius. Gotta get back like to my chimney sweet job. Boagrius wasn't even their best. Their best was the bearded dude, right? Maybe. No, Boagrius was their best. Who was? Uh, the... I think uh, you're you're talking about Ajax, who was on uh, Achilles' side. So Ajax, Odysseus, and Achilles were all working together. And so, like, that was the lore. It's like Ajax was known to have like superhuman strength. He had his shield and his lion mane head uh, headdress or whatever. And I think he had a spear instead of a sword, and he just yeah. Boagris was the best from that army, from that from, country. Yeah, Agamemnon's, Agamemnon's army. Yeah, that's a pretty good movie. It's not bad at all. Um, I can't think of that that chick uh, who is uh, Helen. Helen, but she's smoking hot and she gets topless. Uh, that, that's always appreciated. She does. And uh, Legolas, he's over there. He's the cause of all this. He does cause problems in that film. He does. He's the cause of, of all of that war. That might have been one of his first big roles after Lord of the Rings. Was it after Lord of the Rings? I, I did. Yeah, definitely. Two thousand. Okay. Yeah, that was right when because Lord of the Rings: Return of the King came out in two thousand three, I think. So yeah, that, or right. two thousand four, maybe. I'm yeah, thinking somewhere of in there. Hector, I think. Uh yeah, Hector is played by. Um, came out in two thousand three. I know my Lord of the Rings. Hector's the the the, the Prince of Troy. Yeah, and he seemed like he was the best fighter that they had. I mean, sure. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. 
texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days guaranteed with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed. And right now you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Prop, yeah. Not bogey. Yeah, yeah. Hector was their legendary guy. But he was fearful of Achilles because of all that. Uh, rightfully so. I, I love that when, when they're having their fight there, you know, toward the end. And, and Hector's like, let's make a deal. You know, the, uh, the loser will be given full uh, burial rights. And, and Achilles is like, tonight you'll go to hell with no eyes and no tongue, and you'll wander the underworld deaf and blind and dumb. And he's like, well, okay, I guess that's a no then, huh? Everyone, he, he's afraid. I'm coming. He's <laughs> like the opposite of afraid. Just hoofing it back to the gates. What did he grant? I need to remember. I need to. Rewatch that. Yeah, I haven't seen it in a long, long time. I think I've only seen it once or twice, but it's great. And Brad Pitt's—that's his top physique. That's his best physique ever. Yeah, um, for sure. For you know sure. what else I want to rewatch is Gladiator. I don't think I've seen Gladiator in 15 years. Father to it's a been murdered son, ever. husband to a murdered wife, and I shall have my revenge in this life or the next. What was that? That monologue that Joaquin Phoenix actually did a good job on in that movie. I say actually as though he's not a good actor. He is. But when like uh, his father was talking about all the ways that he d- disappoints him because he doesn't have loyalty, he doesn't oh. have he doesn't have uh, integrity, he doesn't have honor. He's like, but I have other traits, father, ambition, and like talks about how his all his traits yeah. acquiring as much power and yeah. cementing as much authority as possible. That's actually a really good scene. Yeah, you're right. I've forgotten about that. Really one. Good one. Joaquin's yeah. awesome. He's good in everything he's ever done. Um, I don't know if you, did you ever see that movie. It might be called He Was Never Really There or something like that. It's where oh, yeah. he's like. That's a fucking, that is a rough fucking movie. And he, yeah, it is. Man, he kills it. He's like a fixer. Like, like he's the guy, the bounty hunter. He's kind of a bounty hunter. And like, but he works for a bounty hunter as like the guy who Ooh. actually goes out and like gets people. And it seemed like there was like a missing girl and he mm-hmm. was like, uh, there to like save her from like a, a pedophile ring. And his weapon of choice is a hammer. He just goes in, balls to the wall because he he the subplot's kind of like he hates himself. He doesn't want yeah, anybody sure. else to like be like that. Man, it's it's fantastic. I think it's his best role out of everything I've seen him in. Even better. The, than Joker. the body transformation is pretty cool. He doesn't get like Which like like he packed on Joaquin Phoenix. The movie. Uh, you uh, he was really never here. really here. Or, yeah. yeah. Thanks. He is so big and bulky in that, and that's only like maybe two years before Joker, maybe a year before Joker, when, as far mm-hmm. as filming goes. I don't know. Oh, in a fat way though. Yeah, yeah. He puts on he puts on a bunch of fat, but 
a lot of muscle too. Like he just gets big. Like yeah. like he's he's certainly not like action star looking, but he's just like big and intimidating looking. He's the and, kind of big wide guy where you'd be like, he's not. Yeah, you're right. He's not going to win any competitions, but he looks like he could. He looks like farm boy strong. He looks very powerful, and he just walks headlong into like multiple gangsters with a hammer. And at no point did I think, oh, that's unrealistic. It's like, dude, he just ran up to him with a hammer and went to work. Like, what are they going to do? Like, dude, like, if someone like, runs at me with a hammer, even if I'm armed and I see them six feet away, I'm like, ah! <laughs> yeah, it's a 21-foot rule. Stuck with a hammer. It's a 21-foot yeah. rule. You let, you let somebody, it doesn't matter. You got your gun holstered. They're within 21 feet. You're dead. You're dead. I wonder if that's true. You think that's true, true? Yeah, I think it's true. Unless, Unless you're some you're kind of a fucking sharpshooter or, or like a quick-draw specialist. I don't th- I don't I don't know how quickly I can draw a pistol and shoot someone. But if your hands already on the gun, right? Your hands on the gun, you're uh conscious of the threats, right? So you're just everything but having out of the holster. 21 feet. I I've That's always suspected that was kind of a cop is a matter like, you know, like, ah, he was within 21 feet. That's the distance at which we think it's okay to shoot. Yeah, you gave yourself a lot of leeway here. I, you think it's like it's like six it's like six big steps. He's he's on you so fast. It's if he's a matter running. of seconds, it's a matter of seconds. Yeah, it, it might be. It, it's less than two seconds, I think. Mm-hmm. If he's sprinting at you with a hammer, doing a war chant, and you've got to draw it. and not only fire but fire accurate accurate enough Just so the first him. shot does something. Mm-hmm. Like, like, what if you mess him with the first and the second shot? And you might, because he's running at you with a hammer. Like, I would not want to. There's a great scene in that TV show, Justified, where like the whole, like, like throughout a whole season, one of the main characters who's like that season's bad guy is talking about the 21 foot rule. He's got a big Bowie knife, and he's always talking about, yeah, you want to test it out? How about uh, I step over there and. You step over there and we see how it works. And the guy, the guy, be like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. And as the guy stands up, he just starts stabbing him to death. Like, 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 you know, he's, he's not, <laughs> he's not gonna do that with you. But then at the end, like, it actually comes down to it, like, with a guy who has a gun. But fortunately, it's the guy, it's the main character of the show, who's played by uh, Timothy Oliphant. You know, the same guy who was in that episode of the the Mandalorian. He was the the local sheriff mm-hmm. wearing the Mando armor, and the. That whole show is about him being like a modern day cowboy and being happy to quick draw with somebody if they're down, but with a Glock. Hmm. And uh, they, they go to do the quick draw thing, but the guy doesn't know that there's like a fucking grave right in front of him. And he goes to run at it with a knife and falls right into a hole. And the knife goes through his own throat. And he kills himself accidentally. It's it's a real, it's a build up and then just comic relief because like the that guy kills so himself. Stupid. It's a good show, man. Justified's fun. It's on Hulu. Nah, it's good. I like it. Now I'm gonna rewatch Seinfeld, King of the Hill, and the first thir- thirteen, twelve or thirteen seasons of The Simpsons. Got to get on The Office, man, before Peacock takes it away. I've seen The Office enough, and it's—I know it's one of your like rewatch shows, big time. It's, it's rare that I put that on as a rewatch show. When you like, watch a show, it. Taylor, do you mm-hmm. pay attention to it, or do you like watching shows you've seen so that you can come in and out of it? Generally, it's like. I'll, it's just background noise if I'm rewatching it. Like it's a Seinfeld season two episode four. It's like oh I know all every line in this one or whatever it is. And so like I'll be working on my computer or uh, I never listen to music when I'm exercising. Like I'll have old TV shows playing. So like even if it's like 
if I can't see the screen, it's always Sonny playing. It's like, I know exactly what's happening in this scene. Like, I'm, I'm tracking with it. Or just old O&A. I see. Never gets old for me. Yeah, yeah. My wife watches, rewatches like that, too. You know, she's she's mm. actually folding laundry or doing whatever wife thinks she's doing. And, uh, uh, <laughs> so her duties. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, uh, she doesn't have to pay attention to the show. She can zone in and out and keep up with it. Yeah. Anyway. That's how I do it. Like every so often, like I'll sit down and rewatch full attention, like old King of the Hill, old Simpsons, old family guy, whatever, just to be like, Oh man, this was so fun. Oh, they w- I was rewatching an old Simpsons and it was like season 10. So it was like 1998 and they were making fun of, uh, like sci-fi cons. And they're like, tonight are at the new sci-fi con. It's the uh, Babylon 5 tough robots versus the Star Wars gay robots. (laughs) 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 Just the huge robots. And Kipo's like, Atu, please help. I'm being defeated. And he's just getting kicked out of fun. But like, like, today, the Simpsons would never make a joke like, versus the gay robots. Like, they they just wouldn't say it was funny to hear, like, wow. Season 10 of The Simpsons was still making jokes that that you couldn't get away with today. I'm rewatching The Sopranos for God knows how many times now. And I pay really close attention because I'm always finding new jokes that I missed the first time through. Because Tony's got a lot of good jokes that can, like, really slide like like by you if you're not paying really close attention to what he's saying. All the characters do. They're really well written. Um my favorite Tony Soprano like line ever though is when they're talking about when Meadow was dating the black kid. He was like half black and half Jewish. And uh Where Tony calls him Jamal Ginsburg, the Hasidic <laughs> homeboy. <laughs> the fuck you gonna bring home Jamal Ginsburg, some fucking homeboy? Like <laughs> Hasidic homeboy. Hasidic homeboy. It's like such a good line. <laughs> it's like way too smart for Tony. Like he didn't know what a Hasid, a, a Hasid was like until like the f- season one because they they have to go they deal with some Hasidic Jews. But like yeah. <laughs> it's still just fucking hilarious. I remember. Yeah, they he has a hard time doing business with them, right? Like they don't yeah. want to pay yeah. or something. The uh, the father hires Tony because his son-in-law will not give his daughter a divorce. And uh, and the son-in-law wants um, a money. He wants a get to uh, to agree to the divorce. And so he's telling Tony, you know, if if you can get him to do this, I'll I'll give you money. And uh, so they end up kidnapping the this man and beating him for hours. And he's still just like, no, <laughs> I'm not doing it. I've got principles. Like like I I put I put money and time into this. Kill me, kill me if you want to. And they're like, yeah, this guy's tough as nails. If we don't end up killing him, we gotta put him on the payroll. <laughs> like, like, <he's> so tough. <laughs> and, and and finally, like like uh, Tony calls his his own Jewish friend, uh, and, and and the guy's like, I told you not to get in business with these people. They're they're, they're uh, extremists. And, and he's like, maybe he's ready to go to the afterlife, Tony. But I know one thing: no man wants to live without. And Tony's like, what? Oh. <laughs> hey, uh, Paulie, go to my trunk and get the bolt cutters. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I know you don't want to talk, but I'm going to cut your cock off. <laughs> you yeah, I'm going to cut your cock off if you don't give this girl her divorce. How does it resolve? Oh, uh, the guy gives the divorce. However, the father is up, is upset with the, with the way they got the results because Tony threatened to cut this guy's dick off and, and he finds that to be like dishonorable. 
and uh, he tries to, to to go back on the deal, but Tony will not allow that, and Tony ends up owning essentially owning the hotel that they were dis- in dispute over uh, the whole time. So, like, and wasn't from- that guy's son like? The guy, the older Jewish guy who hired Tony, his son being like, you've created a golem. You've a created golem. a golem and we can no longer control it. Like the and rabbi they, in the story. They come in there and they fuck with that son. And he's like, well, who are you? The Romans are gone and the Jews still survive. And they're like, Romans are right fucking here. You're looking at him. And he's like <laughs> <laughs> screaming at yeah, him. Yeah, he like, tells him the story of Masada. And, yeah. and he's just like, yeah, where are the Romans now? And they're like, you're looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, well, in that case, I apologize. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was I, fucking love I, I need to rewatch Sopranos again, I guess. It was only a year ago I watched it for the first time, but there's a it's a very dense show. I can see how you rewatching it like six times, seven times, you're still picking up new stuff. I, I'm still picking up these little jokes that they tell and uh and and lots of stuff like that. I wish I I had I, just like today I, I caught two jokes that I'd never caught before that were really fucking funny. I can't remember what they were, but like there's the dialogue so dense in there at times. It mm-hmm. seems like it's just a bunch of gangsters shooting the shit, but they're oftentimes like slipping these little insults and like, 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 like poking each other in like these mean ways that if his you catch mom, it, it's really funny. Like Tony's mom's character is up there. Actually, I won't even say up there is better than Joffrey or Ramsey as a hateable character. She is wow top she plays three that so well. She it is a show about. Gangsters, sociopaths, murderers, lecherous pieces of human shit, organized criminals. Mm-hmm. And she is literally, no joke, the worst person in that whole show. She is evil incarnate. She has zero redeeming qualities. She is nothing but hate and vitriol and, and just pettiness. And, and it's like when she finally goes, it's like, and I wish that they had, I wish it had hurt. Yeah. I wish that they, you know, I wish that like somebody had I killed wish they her. punished her. Yeah, she, no. she never got, you know, she died in real life. That's why they had to ride her out of the show. Really? <clears throat> yeah, if you go to the last episode she's in, she is CGI. Hmm. I had no idea. Yeah, you want it. Honestly, I didn't notice it until I read about it, you know, a few years after the fact, but. Now it's just, oh, that looks like shit. Now that I know, because they take her head from like previous episodes and they superimpose it on an actress's body, and everything she says is something she's already said. Mm-hmm. And when you've seen the show six times, like I have, every single episode, some of the episodes eight, ten times, like my favorites, it's like, oh, I, I've heard her say this. She said that to Junior in season two. Like, like you know, I I remember these lines. I remember thinking, and I've only watched it once, but getting such a kick out of the, uh, when Uncle Junior said, like, you never had the makings of a varsity athlete. Yeah. And, and like, for some reason, that, like, hit some. It hurt him so much. Some, some like, formative element of his personality that just struck it like a perfect little arrow, and it, it resonated. And it was funny because it's like, there are things like that. And you like, like, remember when I remember when you dropped that fly ball in the playoffs? Yeah, I couldn't face my friends. <laughs> my friends. You never had the makings of a varsity athlete. What are you talking about? I know the makings of a varsity athlete. Like, he's getting he's like, I let her in football. 
Not in, <laughs> not in college, you didn't. College? Those guys were six foot six. <laughs> He's talking about lettering in college ball. Like, what the for, fuck? But for some reason, Tony takes such offense to, the, to the Uncle Junior saying that he – and that's probably because for his entire life, the only, like, true masculine person he had in his life is like a role model was Junior. You know, like, and yeah. so hearing, like, a little passive remark like that, even from a – I think at the time he said that he was like not totally senile, but like Getting on there. that path there. And senile uh, Uncle Junior was a little sad. Yeah, yeah, he gets and and they they play it really well. Like like, but the downhill, the downward spiral is is gradual. Mm-hmm. You know, you slowly start to see him lose his marbles. It, they did they did it really well. He's a good actor. When uh, I like the whole storyline of like Tony imagining like a sexy Italian woman across the way hanging laundry. Yeah. And like he imagines all these scenarios with Carmela and everything. Now we're just talking, we're just describing poorly scenario, or scenarios. And I watched my favorite episode right. of all time today. It's called the Pine Barrens. And it is the episode where Christopher and Pauly take the Russian out to the Pine <laughs> Barrens to murder him. Yeah. And it turns out that he is a Chet. He is a Russian, uh, Green Beret, you know, he was a member of the Interior Ministry, and he killed 16 Czechoslovakians single-handedly, as Tony put it. No, as Paulie put it. They were Chechens. Like, like Tony's like, Tony said, Tony's like, you don't understand, you're dealing with a, a Russian Green Beret. Some kind of a Russian Green Beret. He was in the Interior Ministry. He killed 16 Chechens single-handed. And Paulie gets off the phone and looks at Christopher, and he goes, this, apparently, he's a he was a, he's an interior decorator. He killed 16 Czechoslovakians. <laughs> and Christopher goes, really? His apartment looked like shit. <laughs> and then like, they're in that, that like shitty snowmobile thing later and Paulie's getting furious cause, <laughs> cause Chris won't share his like tomato sauce packet, his ketchup packet. Oh, it's with the him. other way around. Chris sh- Chris does share. Chris is like, oh, I found some ketchup oh, packets, and he like gives half to Polly, and Polly's like, yeah, mix it with the relish. It's pretty good. <laughs> and then like later on, Christopher looks over, and Polly's got Tic Tacs. He's like, are those Tic Tacs? It's like, yeah, give me one. I hate them all. Like he's eaten <laughs> all the goddamn Tic Tacs. He's hoarded them to him for himself. Polly's Polly's a real piece of shit. He's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, I he's like very Polly. funny, but yeah, he's a piece cool. of shit. Chris, why Chrissy, does Pauly stand you know. out as a piece of shit amongst all the Sopranos? Um, Pauly is more out for himself than anyone, and that's why he is as old as he is and has still like survived yeah. this long. Like, uh, he turns on Tony like um, to to to, um, to like side with New York when he's being manipulated by Johnny Sack at one point, and then at the very end of the of the show when the war has come mm-hmm. with New York, uh, he just. He just leaves. He just drives out of town. Meanwhile, like Sill and Bobby Bacchieri and like like everybody else is like down to fight with Tony. Like even if they're not like Tony's, even if they're not all that tight with him, they're like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight for my boss. You know, everybody. Yeah. Even Benny, like everybody's there to fight with Tony, and Paulie literally drives away. Of his whole crew, like Bobby Bacchieri might be my favorite one because he seemed to be the most. Of a genuine good guy who he was wrapped up in this, and it was like this is just my lifestyle now. But like he was always trying to be good about it, like skirting little rules, like not being as severe as Tony was hoping. So didn't have a Gumar. Yeah, didn't have a Gumar. Is the only one without a Gumar. And like so, when he died, 
Like, and also, not even when he died, the scene where, like, I could tell the building where he and Tony were going to get in a fist fight, I was like, oh, just keep enjoying playing your game, please. I don't want to see Tony and Bobby Bacliari get mad at each other. I lo- they're my, my favorite characters. And then, yeah. and then Bobby beats the fucking shit out of Tony. Only then, because yeah. Tony slipped on that rug. If you watch it, Only because Tony wasn't kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you watch it, Tony really does, Tony's getting the best of him, and then he does slip on the rug, and then, <laughs> Things turn the other way. The next morning, they're just Tony's seen out for himself too. Like, oh, Tony, Tony is yeah. always out for himself. I know, but Tony's you, you called out, out. Paulie as more out for himself than everyone else. But I'm not. Well, Tony's sure. the boss. You know, like, like, like Tony's. Well, the boss can the, be looking out for his people. The boss can be making sure that like this is a successful enterprise. A lot of times, looking out for number two when you're number one is the way to ensure that your number twos are loyal. Mm-hmm. And he. Turned the screws a whole lot, and he killed his nephew. And he killed the nephew because the nephew was uh, a, a loose cannon. He, he was he was endangering everyone. And and what really triggered Tony because Tony's a sociopath, and they they touch on this a bit. Sociopaths have uh, most of their actual like loving like human feelings are directed toward babies and animals. And if you pay attention to Tony. Those are the things he loves. And when he looked in the back and he saw that limb had went through the window and into the baby's car seat, Even, the baby wasn't there, but he saw the potential for like Chris's behavior is going to kill that baby. Yeah. And that was it. That was it. Chris has got to die right now. I thought he was. I, I hated I, that. He never did hook up with Chris's wife, did he? Never. No. But he was about to. He was very tempted. He was, No, didn't he get interrupted? Am I right about no. that? No, they were um they were driving together to go get her some cocaine and they had a car accident. Mm-hmm. Was there not a time in a they were about to hook up in some back room maybe in the Bada Bing? I think it was I think it was them doing cocaine together and it was more like a cut shot of showing Tony like staring at her ass or something. But I yeah, don't they were in the back of the crazy horse actual thing where they she had a little like, bit of a moment in the back of the crazy horse which was her club, but um you know, it he never actually like it never went anywhere. He was clearly like down. He, 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 you know, he's, 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 he's not a, he's not a good guy, Tony. He's, he's, he's a, he's a she very flawed down character. Too. Oh yeah. She was, she was pretty down too. Yeah. I don't yeah. He's one of my favorite characters ever. He's, he's, he's great. He's so flawed and he, he, he's much like Bobby, like, like Tony kind of got swept into this thing. He kind of took the path of least resistance, but, Every now and then you see this glimmer of like a good man on the inside that has been corrupted and uh and is just stuck. You know, when it, when it, when he's uh when he doesn't he chooses not to kill the uh soccer coach who had uh had sex with the underage girl on his on Meadows soccer team. Uh he comes home all drunk and he's like crying almost to Carmela. He's like I didn't do anything. I didn't do I didn't do anything bad. I didn't do anything. Like he's like He's having a moment there where, like, for once he didn't, you know, mm-hmm. he just, he just, he didn't murder a man for, you know, something. It, it, that, that's one of his best moments, I think. I liked his wife a lot. Camilla. I thought she was pretty loyal. Um, Very loyal. She did cheat on him. Yeah. Well, it, and she I mean, was gonna with a wallpaper priest. man. But he cheated a lot, and I think she knew that at that point, and she hid yeah. some money from him, but. He wasn't doing enough to provide for her security, you know. Or, 
Well, as far as she knew, he was always doing more than enough to provide for her future, but she didn't, he couldn't tell her because she'd be an accessory after the fact and she can't understand that for some reason. So she secretly invested $50,000 that was hidden in the bird feeder. 50 grand is not going to get you too far, Camilla. He's like, what's it earning? One percent? It's a good show. It's a really good show. And it holds up pretty well. Like you could watch it now and uh, sure it's data to touch, but it's good. It's good. I, I have, was going to say, I've, I've never seen it. So. Oh, dude. You oh, just you said something. We wouldn't have spoiled like 18 plot points. It's a great I, show. One of the best ever. Remember you guys were talking about important plot points. I started looking at Who Cow, so we're good. I, I'm, <laughs> oh, enjoy that. Yeah, um, enjoy the Sopranos. Do you watch The Expanse by any chance, that Amazon space show? I watched the first season. Yeah, I finished the first season. It gets though. a lot better. So Amazon owns it now. Originally, it was Sci-Fi Channel, and mm-hmm. obviously there are budgetary constraints uh, that come along with being on the Sci-Fi Channel, as well as like content restraints as far as violence and especially language because it was on broadcast not broadcast but cable and cable has to please their their uh their sponsors yeah but on amazon they're dropping f-bombs left and right and they're showing a little ass crack and it's it's got light years better somewhere it's either season two or season three when amazon gets a hold of the property now season four which was last year was a bit of a downturn. I think Woody and I both agree. Woody really hated it. I don't even know if he got all the way through it. it. Yeah. Yeah. I just disliked it. Um, but season five just began and Amazon does a cool thing where they release the first three episodes of a season on day one and then mm-hmm. thereafter it's weekly. So you, you can either binge watch or you can watch one and like save the other one and d- watch it however you want. But I'm, uh, I'm halfway through the second episode of season five and I'm, I'm digging it. They're back to basics. They're back in space again, yeah. which is what I what what I like the most. Uh, season four, they were on this planet for a good chunk of the season, like all the main characters, and uh, so they pulled like a Walking Dead where they stay stationary and yeah, yeah. Instead of being like space pirates, like like yeah. flying around the solar system, getting up into get, getting into all sorts of like random stuff, and I like the space travel aspect of it. I like how the tech works in that universe. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not all that more advanced than us. You know, if we put our if, if the Earth made it its goal to do the things that they're doing, we could probably get there in a hundred years. Like if, yeah. if, if we were actually trying. Um, so the, and that's probably I don't know what the time period is, but it's probably a hundred years from now. It looks like that, hundred and fifty, something like that. Oh, Maybe. it's a good show. Um, I like a lot of it, the stuff that Amazon has done. And Amazon, uh, I like. Did you were never really here? Actually, they did that. Mm-hmm. They did um, Suspiria remake. That does some good shit. Yeah, I, there's um, so many content creators out there now, like 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 companies. I guess it's HBO Max is getting the new movies. There, I don't have HBO Max yet, but they have my attention because oh, you need to get it and just to watch Barry. I finished the first season of Barry. Fantastic show. Oh, I've seen it all. Uh, I, I really like it too. It's really good. Yeah, HBO's got some great stuff on it. Their whole catalog is all, is almost worth it. I think they just made – I'm a little confused because I was on Mitty's HBO Max, and, and I, I was getting it for free. But but I, I had side-loaded it uh, so that I could get it on the Amazon Fire device. But then Amazon signed a deal with HBO, so now it's on there. Well, that made my side-loaded version, like, kaput. So I had to uninstall it and click HBO again. And it loaded my HBO, but now it's been upgraded to HBO Max, and I don't think I'm paying more. 
So I'm a little confused, but I have HBO Max nonetheless. Hmm. All right. My, but, um, uh, I don't my, understand. Actually, sorry. My SP gives me HBO Max for free. So I just take it. How do we go? Where does Go? HBO Go was the one you wanted for Game of Thrones. Now mm. it's Max. Is Go still around? How are they different? I don't think Go's still around. I think they just. I think it just upgraded to HBO Max. That's what yeah. it seems like. Because I've just, I've just got HBO Max, and it's, it's like I'm like, what? I have an account? Well, all right. I I, I guess I don't need Mitty's password and everything anymore. Hmm. But yeah, um, HBO's got a lot of great content, and getting all those Warner Brother, Brothers movies is a boon. That's uh, you know, Wonder Woman is coming out in thirteen days. No, eight days. And fuck, like, like I I feel like that alone is worth it. Because like, if I wanted to like watch it on even its DVD release, what does what does it usually cost? Like almost twenty dollars to like you have to they make you buy like. At first, the digital content long before you're able to just rent it for, and then when you rent it, it's it's gonna be like seven dollars, and it's a while before that drops to four dollars, and this, this whole fucking scheme. But if you just got HBO Max, you just get it on Christmas Day. You said Wonder Woman was coming out in eight days, and I'm like, right? There's something else huge about to drop. <laughs> Bell Delphine. Bell Delphine. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather watch Belle Delphine get fucked than uh, than uh, Wonder Woman 1984. And Wonder Woman 1984 looks pretty fucking good. <laughs> uh, we haven't talked. I almost wish Taylor was here for this. But the vaccines are coming out today. They are. As we record this, the second one got approved by the FDA. The Merrick They're, one or something? No, it's closer to Modena or Moderna. Yeah. Or okay. Okay. Um. So they have... Six million doses or seven million doses queued up and ready to ship. They're going to go. They're going to be at their destination next week. Pfizer's has Pfizer has three million doses already arrived by two days ago. So update on the Pfizer thing. So um, I heard this on the radio today, like literally an hour before we started filming. And it's they the guy on the radio said Bell's palsy. No, God, I hope that's not true. Um, it was conservative talk radio, but I, it's this guy called Eric Erickson, I think, who's like got his head on. So like, like he's been saying Trump lost for a month, and uh, you know he's he's like, yeah, the vaccines are here, and that's a good thing. You know, he's pro vaccine, but he said something like, originally they thought you needed six doses of the Pfizer vaccine, but it turns out it's only four, so they have like thirty percent more doses than they originally thought they did. Hmm. No, I thought it was two doses for both of them. I don't think he means injections. I think maybe he means like, Oh, like the size of the injections, something like that. I, 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 I didn't quite understand exactly what he meant. Like, like maybe it takes six vials. Mm-hmm. It, it, they thought it took six vials and it actually takes four vials or, or something six like doses that. doses per vial. I just happen to know that. Okay. Okay. Well then, Maybe it turned out that maybe, maybe they thought they, it was four doses per, per vial and it's actually six. In any case, like like it was, there's a lot more of it than they thought there was initially because of the dosage. Cool. That, that was the takeaway. Well, that's nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to being immune. I'm looking Me forward too, to hopping man. on a plane. I'm looking forward to, I don't know, get out and about and, uh, yeah, it's cool. So anyway, I I don't know if the fact that we shipped – I'm trying to figure out – 
We ship 10 million doses in, call it 10 days. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Is that relevant? Can we extrapolate from that? Or I think more likely I'm counting up a bunch of stored doses. You know, they've been manufacturing this for a month, and then all of that just shipped this week. But we can't expect next week to be 10 million more doses. God, I hope so. I hope they get it. I I hope they can get – I hope I can get the the vaccine soon. That's what I hope. There's going to be so many dummies that don't want it. I want it. I'm counting on that. <laughs> I want it so bad. I want it right now. I, I, I just fucking give it to me. I, I'm tired of having to wear a mask everywhere and be and be worried about giving this to my older relatives and just hiding in my fucking house all the time. I want to go out. After the first dose, you have some level of immunity already. It takes a little bit. I don't know, ten days or something after the first dose. But um, it's like oh that that's encouraging to me because. At least it's not – I think it's the first dose, and then it's about three weeks, then you get your second dose, and then 10 days after that, you're as good as you're going to get. But that is, what, four and a half weeks? Mm-hmm. That's a little yeah. while. But if 10 days after your first dose, you're almost there, that's encouraging, you know? For sure. Yeah, that that's very helpful. I, just, I mean, I want to go to the movies. I, I love going to the movies. Yeah. I, I like the whole experience. I like getting popcorn. I like paying too much for a soda. <laughs> and I don't like hate wearing that a mask. Room. If I'm vaccinated and wearing a mask makes you feel better, I don't care. I don't know why people hate it as much as they do. Now, if you're going to the gym or something, I can imagine why. You know, I, I heard uh, Derek from More Plates, More Dates in one of his videos is like, it doesn't make it any fucking easier. I can tell you that. I'm like, okay, right. So if he finds doing cardio with a mask on sucks, I hear you. I haven't even tried that, but 
It doesn't make it easier, I guess. Um, you've probably done cardio with a mask. What's your opinion, Kyle? Does it suck? I've never done cardio with a mask. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, I wore one of those masks that's meant to de- decrease your breathing potential before with those altitude masks, oh, but that's a whole different thing. Yeah. I haven't tried that. I've, I've, um, they're popular in jujitsu circles, so I've seen yep. them a lot, but I haven't worn one. What's your take on it? Um, it's like suffocating. You know, like, like you, it's like every breath is like three quarters of a breath or something. It, first of all, the one I had, uh, is, was adjustable. So you could de- determine how much you wanted to suffocate yourself. But, uh, but yeah, it's, um, you know, I, I think it's, t- it's, uh, it's building, uh, cardio capacity so that, you know, if you can operate and, and run through your jits drills at 60% O2 levels, then whenever you're actually in the ring at 100%, you're, even better. It's going to feel easy. Yeah. Your they, best you. I, the internet says it doesn't work, that you have to really be at altitude and live at altitude to get more red blood cells and stuff. My common sense seems like it should work. You know, like I know that in swimming, people work really hard to build their red blood cell count. I don't know if it's the count or the size of it. I think it's the count. But as you get in better shape, you have more red blood cells. And it's particularly important in swimming because – it's an oxygen-deprived sport. When you look sideways, you push the water instead of slice through it. Like, you're less hydrodynamic, so you breathe as little as you can, and especially in the sprints. Anyway, that's why it matters so much to swimmers. That's why I have a, whatever, 1990s background in this. It could be out of date. So it just seems like if you wear a mask that deprives you of oxygen, your body would learn to compensate. But they say it doesn't, so I don't know. Anybody ever wear a snorkel? Yep. Yeah. Really? I mean, for the races. Oh. <laughs> I thought you meant for snorkeling. I'm not asking if you've ever experienced a snorkel before. <laughs> well, that's why you <laughs> I'm asking if anyone ever, like, swam a, you know, went to, like, like oh. in the you know, like, like, Maybe, like, a James Bond rebreather? Those don't like, work. That's that's fiction. But I don't know if that would work, if that would be better. I, I see where you're going from. You don't have to turn your head. Um, but you're also, that restricts your breathing too. I, I almost, my sure. gut says I'd rather turn my head and get a good breath than not turn it and deal with bad ones. Or potentially get a gulp of water. Yeah. Right. That would, I guess you could just dump it. I'd be, if I, if the guy next to me had a snorkel, occasionally I'd like splash, <laughs> <laughs> flick a little water in it. Uh, well, I mean, if you're an experienced swimmer, Woody, like. It's probably I imagine like Kyle saying like or you could swallow water would be like telling an NHL player like but sometimes you slip on the ice right <laughs> like well no well, not but, but really. if you're taking these like, deep breaths that and you're like I just imagine and you like, just inhale a gulp of water I just am saying like I imagine a professional swimmer like has that timed so precisely like it's got to be rare for them to fuck up. He's and be saying you water. would dump it in my snorkel when I'm trying to breathe. Like yeah. oh I see that oh. Yeah, I don't know. You just do that because I've done that. Like, like, like snorkeling, of... I've I've accidentally inhaled water and like just almost died. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, <that's> awful. <laughs> you realize how like bad your body is at handling it. You get a quarter ounce of water on your lungs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it doesn't like it. It doesn't. No, like and it. you're like, God damn, I'm fragile. This <laughs> is a uh, this is on a video game topic, but Ooh. just now. Uh, Sony decided to pull Cyberpunk 2077 from the PlayStation Store after a disastrous bug-filled week. Uh, people are comparing it to the No Man's Sky release, but the big news there is 
Sony just pulled Cyberpunk 2077. They're like, we're not. And they're issuing uh, refunds to people who bought it from the Sony store because of how many problems there are. Even on the PS5, they're you can't get it. Oh on yeah, computer. yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, the it, store, IGN gave it a four. Holy shit! I didn't know it was that bad. I thought it was just a buddy of mine got it and said it was glitchy but fun. So I was like, oh, it's like Skyrim, you know, Elder Scrolls or something, Fallout. But uh, I didn't know it was that bad. That, that's what my brother said. He he was like, this game is fun. It's kind of buggy and silly. But that was when he was first starting. But mm. I guess it has the same. You know, problem that Skyrim did early on where it's like, yeah, those bugs might be silly and fun the first eighth of the way through the game. But then you get past that and it's like, oh, wait, all those bugs are preventing me from being able to pursue the plot lines and the storylines that I want to. So, fuck. Oh, no. Oops, I hit that Skyrim glitch where there's just no Assassin's Guild. There's just she'll just keep asking you, have you delivered the soul to me? It's like, (laughs) yes, but PR person from is it Project Red? Do I have that right? The people that make I'm not it. I'm familiar with that. Uh, I think so. CD Project, I think it is. Yeah. CD, CD Project Red. Okay. Well, anyway, their PR person was like, "We have to fix this game. It doesn't matter what it costs. Doesn't matter if it's profitable. At this point, as a corporation, we need to restore our good name. Mm-hmm. And like, it costs no object. We've got to make this game great, or we won't have a great name anymore. And mm-hmm. I read it, and I'm like, "Ooh, that is." admirable that's amazing they're like screw profits we have to make this great our reputation is at stake and then i'm like actually that's just really good pr yeah (laughs) i was gonna say it's like no that's the pr person saying that right (laughs) pr person is just a professional liar that's what pr is yeah it might not have been the pr person but yeah whatever it was it was project red like it's some senior guy and, uh, yeah, I, I, so I bought it for a second, and then I'm like, well, you know, let's wait and see. Let's wait and see if they really come through but on that. But isn't that a cataclysmic failure for yeah. it to release so badly that Sony is getting refunds? Yeah, it's that's weird. Because I'm weird. sure it's not the worst game on Sony's PlayStation. It's probably getting the most complaints, though. Okay. Um, yeah, I think the, okay. I, here's what I think, though. I think if Cyberpunk didn't release, Cold War would be getting those complaints. So I'm kind of pissed off that Cyberpunk's glitchier because I would have more roasting. <laughs> they content. stole everything from me. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. In 11 months, there will be a brand new COD for you to hate. Oh, yes, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that's your like niche in the community where it's like, hey, there's a brand new COD, and if you like it, you're a fucking retard. Here's 10 <laughs> videos why. I was going to say, somebody said today in a comment, if they ever fix Call of Duty and make like a really good game, uh, your channel is going to die. And I'm like, yes, you're right. <laughs> Would you be so aggravated if Call of Duty 2021 is absolutely flawless? I would, I, honestly, I would just retire the YouTube channel. I'd fucking... <laughs> Go become an OnlyFans, you know, e boy or something at that point, and just play my co- my good COD game in peace. That's what I would yeah, do. Yeah, are, are you still mostly streaming Pokemon and stuff? Or um, I haven't been streaming because I've been doing a YouTube video a day, and I didn't want to like overwork myself. So uh, I haven't been streaming for the past month, and I can't play Cold War for more than a fucking hour before I want to kill myself. So. Uh, yeah, I'm taking a break from streaming right now, but I'll probably come back next month or something. Are you as good at COD as you ever were? Yeah, um, so, so. Uh, Black Ops 4, I played that one. I skipped Modern Warfare because it gave me AIDS. So Wait, the last one? Yeah, I couldn't stand it. That was good. It. No, 
I mm, I could go. <laughs> Uh, it's it's worse than Cold War, but I I won't get into that. Um, <laughs> the last one I played was Black Ops Four, and uh, I actually broke a world record on that. I think it was I partied up with people from stream, and we had 324 consecutive wins in TDM, all stream live, no shit. Very nice. Wow. Yeah. Um, How long was that stream? Uh, it wasn't all in one go. It was it was like. Two, two or three weeks, I think. How were you in the party? Were you just? I, I guess I mean you had some studs with you if you won every game, but you studded um, yourself. Sometimes I was the best. Sometimes I was in the middle. But okay. that game, um, I don't know what it was about that particular COD, but yeah, I got I got insanely good at it. Three hundred twenty-four uh, is that we said? Three hundred twenty-four consecutive wins. Yeah, that's nice. I think my longest win streak is like one hundred fifty something. That, that's yeah. crazy though. Yeah, it, we we lost it because the servers crashed. We didn't actually lose. Story. We lost like I, I lost legit like twenty games later, you know, to like a super sweat lord team. But um, yeah, we got the three hundred twenty four, and that was the world record on Xbox. And uh, I checked my stats on it, and I was like, like KD wise, like point top point five percent in the world. Wow. Or whatever, nice. Which yeah. Is what was your KD? Um. Let's see, three point twelve, but they did it where wow. assists counted as well, so it was like three point eight four or whatever. Yeah. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. it's really yeah. good. I remember yeah. like the beginnings of CODs being like, "We're holding on to two, baby," and like, like trying to build up enough of a like stockpile that I could suck oh, for a while, okay. and then before too long, it's like, who cares? Like I, I had I'm a not friend with a five KD, and. Yeah. Uh, was it Preus? This is Modern Warfare 2, and it wasn't Preus. I don't want to say who it is because of the second half of the story. Okay. He dashboarded from time to time. And mm. it's like, if you dashboard away your worst scores, that makes a huge difference. You know, all your negative games, all your 1KDs, like, it, it, yeah, you take away your worst ones, and your average goes up a ton. I remember doing the dashboard a couple times, and every time being like, this takes forever. This is not worth the stats. Nobody's watching my channel being like, wow, man, this guy's really good. It doesn't take that long. You just press the Xbox button, then Y up A. I never yeah, No, but I mean, that. you're turning it off, yeah. and then you have to turn it back on, and you have to boot up, and then you have to get back in the game, and then find a new match. Like, it's I five minutes. I don't think that still works. I don't think the dashboard thing still works. I think they fixed that um, whenever they got dedicated servers mm. and stuff, so it logs everything uh, from Activision. But I could be wrong there. Somebody correct me if I am. Uh, but. I knew a guy who had um, a legitimate, I believe it was like, he had two accounts on Black Ops 1. He had a legit like 5.53 on his regular account, and then he had a tryhard account, <laughs> like nearly a 9. Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's getting a pay flow every life. <laughs> this guy's name was Ron. He still, I think he still plays. He just doesn't post. And uh, I was like, I gotta see if this guy's for real. So I played with him in Modern for three. We had like a six-hour session. This motherfucker was dropping Moabs every other game. <laughs> every other game. I got one that session. We got one in the same game, actually. So we got a, a Broab. But bro. uh, <laughs> he, was, he was just, as far as like just raw skill, he's probably the best guy I've ever seen. Do you remember um, Impulse? No, I don't. Mm. There's a guy named Impulse. He had a 13 KD in COD 4. <laughs> but so look, he's really, really good. 
But he was yeah. really, really campy. If I recall correctly, yeah. his favorite gun was an LMG. He'd go to the back of the map and he'd just, you know, kill way more than he died. But yeah. like, if it's TDM, cool. But everyone played Domination back in the day. And mm-hmm. he just, objective was nothing. Had nothing yeah. to do with what he was up to. He'd go 13-1 and one in the back, basically. I, I remember him doing better. I mean, he'd get chopper gunners and stuff. and But uh, it just, I don't know. X-Cal's KD was lower, but I was way more impressed with his gameplay. He you know someone I remember yeah. playing with a lot who was like, it wasn't his life at all, but he was and not a dashboarder, and he was tremendous. It was Onslaught. Yeah. Like, we would play with Onslaught, and, like, He's being friendly old onslaught the whole time, like carry on the conversation and everything, and you're chatting, and I'm like, well, I'm 13 and 11, you know, he's probably not doing that well either because he's talking to me the whole time, and then you check the score and it's like, oh, 41 and 0 again, <laughs> god damn it, like you I really played are with onslaught us. like every night. I played with onslaught probably more than I played without him. He's a great guy too, like onslaught. Oh yeah, he's a super great guy. Uh, and you guys talking about your win streaks. I had some good win streaks too, but I didn't want to mention them because they weren't really my doing. I mean, I was part of the team, but for a lot of these, you could have replaced me with anyone and we'd have still won. But oh yeah, like when I would roll with YouTubers, like you could have put a cat in my chair <laughs> with a controller in front of it, and my win streak would have been the same. Yeah, Bendro was really good. And whenever I be, uh, whenever I want, I uh. A free for all with YouTubers. I'm like, save this one. We got to write a song. <laughs> <laughs> you're like coming up with content, like the commentary. You're like, no, this one's a little too content dense. I can't waste the gameplay. <laughs> People won't comment about mas- They'll comment about masturbating and bloody cum. They're not going to comment about my epic win. <laughs> uh, I remember it got to the point when I was uploading content and it'd be like, Hey guys, I got a gameplay. I went 24 and 21. Who cares? It, uh, we're going to talk about a weird lady I stood behind in line at Chipotle today, and, and that would be the whole the whole I'd episode. Have, I'd have games that I thought were, like, good but not great. You know, I'd go call it 24 and 10, something like that. Not really a YouTube game, but nothing oh, that I'm ashamed of. That's a YouTube yeah. game now with skill-based matchmaking. I feel, I feel like a fucking moron when I play Cold War because I'm facing just, like, you know, six other less good-looking versions of myself. <laughs> so I would. Uh, what I you would, need to do is just play zombies round one through eight on Dare Ice <laughs> and use that for an entire year. I would see. save these good but not great games, and that's what I would put Painkiller Already up against. At the time, we didn't film it; it was just sort of an audio thing. Mm-hmm. And I, I watched one not long ago, and they're like, "I forgot how truly bad Woody was at this game," and I'm like, "This." This is above average. <laughs> You're kind of a dick. I want 24 and 10. That's not really bad. I mean, it's, it's solid. Who, who was uh, Mark of J? That He's was his great. name. He's, he might still be active. I don't know. But okay. I remember he used to post ludicrous scores where it'd be like twice a day. He'd be uploading like Modern Warfare 2, 128 and yeah, 3. With bad guns. Yeah. He, he'd grab an FAL. And just wreck everyone. Like, this and is semi-auto. I never watched his content ever, but I remember, like, clicking onto a video way back in the day just to see. And, like, he had face cam before a lot of people. And, like, he'd be on, like, a 45 kill streak, and he'd die. And he'd be like, ah, that stinks, man. Dude. And, like, <laughs> he'd be on a kill streak like that and to not even be bothered because he knows there's a 50 kill 
you know, streak <laughs> in the chamber right after this. He like, actually won a YouTuber free for all with Ron, the guy I told you about. Ron came in second. Mm-hmm. He actually beat out Ron in that oh, free for all. So is Ron Ronaldinho? Yeah, Ronaldinho. Yeah. <laughs> Does he still play or make content? He still plays. Uh, occasionally, he'll upload a video like once a year. Um, so I was like 38, and Ronaldinho is talking about like, you know, you guys really ought to have six pack abs. It's not that big of a deal. Six pack abs are are easy to come by, and uh, if you don't have six pack abs, you're probably not living the life you should. It's a, trust me, life's a little better. And yeah. I'm like, show me your abs. Show me your. Ab- I want to see your abs. I have no idea if he ever had six pack abs, but now it's ten years later. Now I want to see his abs that much more. Let's see what you I mean, got now, Ronaldinho. I will DM him on Twitter and be like, hey, Woody wants to see your abs. I want to <laughs> drop a hundred no gameplay with skill based matchmaking. Like, make it happen. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Mark of J. Okay, so Modern Warfare was so bad. I know. It, I'm sure you guys, if you did play it, you probably liked it. Okay, but. Modern Warfare was so bad, Mark of J uploaded one video talking about it and how bad it was, and then quit for the whole year. He just was, was Black Ops Four a good one or no? I Black Ops Four was good. I'm gonna trigger a lot of people. Black Ops Four was good if you were good. If you were not good, Black Ops Four was miserable. If you didn't have a team to play with, like at least a few other people, it was miserable because it was Mark- very. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking at Mark J's channel. He ha- doesn't upload much, like a few in the last year. Mm-hmm. But I went to his most recent one on Black Ops 4, and it shows the TDM. And his teammates, KDs, are 1.89, 1.33, 0.86, 0. 0.6, and 0. 0.45, and his K- KD ratio is 31.5. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, he had oh, two deaths. Speaking of video games, <laughs> a, slight, a slight change of pace. Um, I, I talked to the boys in the $50 patron and, uh, we're going to do a rust wipe. Uh, so we're, oh. we're going to, we're either starting, you know, you can, it's, it's today's Thursday. So we'll either find a Friday wipe and start tomorrow afternoon or a Saturday wipe, which is probably what we'll do. So I'll have an extra day cause I've been up all day and it's getting late and I've still got more stuff to do. I don't know if I'm, I'm going to sleep late tomorrow, but, uh, if anybody wants to get in on this, just quickly become a fifty dollar patron tonight, <laughs> and uh, and you can join us. Only Saturday patrons or... are hearing this tonight. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good point. Well, mostly. Anyway, um, yeah, good we're gonna point. have a we're gonna, we're gonna have a good time. Um, I, I'm I'm psyched. I've never done a uh, a rust wipe with this many people before. What's your uh, estimated the... team size at the moment? <sighs> well, I. I usually have like if I really want to get my friends together, there's like eight of us that can play. Um, so I'm assuming that a few of those guys will jump in. So I'm bringing at least six, and so I would think at least ten of the of the of the patrons are going to jump in, but maybe twenty because like I, I know a lot of them have the game, and uh, we're going to be playing like every day for eight hours, ten hours a day for a week. So. Um, we could easily get up to 20, I think, grinding away. Okay. Which would most likely, if we pick the right server, be by far the biggest clan on the server. And 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 that'll make things a lot easier. If there's 20 of us against five good players, I think we'll come out ahead. Especially, like, early game, when it's just, like, 20 of us shooting bows. <laughs> like, <it's> just, <laughs> our arrows will blot out the sun. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to matter how good they are. Um 
I've never done, I've never done a, a, a big um, clan like this before. Like I said, I've played with like six people who are on steady and then maybe three or four extras who are occasionally on, but like on, even on our raids, it'd be like six or seven of us going at a time, but I've never played with this many people. So it'll be an interesting, uh, interesting little development. In rust. That'd be if fun. I'm kidded and you're more talented. Can you win? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Get fucked. Really? Even with a bow? Uh, like, I have a gun. Be close. Like, like, you could give, like, like, I'm bad at rust. Uh, and, and so, like, you could give me, like, full armor and an AK, um, you know, the best shit in the game. And if someone is, like, legit good at the game, like, like, they're a, what you, you know, put it in COD terms, if they're a 3KD player, I'm about to get embarrassed. Mm, I'm about really? to get embarrassed is what's about to happen. If they've got a crossbow. If they've got a crossbow and, like, a revolver or a python, I'm about to get fucking embarrassed. Like, 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 actually embarrassed. Not just, <laughs> not, not just like, ah, oh, he got me. Like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm taking a break. I'll be back in an hour. Kind of embarrassed. Like, like that. And it's happened to me before. You know, like, like, like. You just have to take a breather. It's so bad. I can't explain to you how valuable an AK-47 is in this game, Taylor. Like, it's the tippity top, the best. Mm-hmm. What's the best? But it's not about how good it is. It's about what it took to get. Mm-hmm. Like. I, I don't know how to like compare this to any game you've ever played, but like that represents hours of human lifetime that were spent earning it. Like yeah, a lot of hours, like 20, right? Oh my it's, God. It's hard to quantify how many hours it takes. Like, first of all, getting your 20, first AK 47 can, can, can happen in either 30 minutes or 48 hours of, of grinding. It, it can be a bit luck based. But, like, to make a second one, the materials that you have to grind together to make it, the materials that you have to grind together to have the ability to make it. Because you can't just, oh, yeah, I've got all the parts. That doesn't mean shit. You don't know the blueprint. To know the blueprint, you have to take an AK-47 and destroy it. This just and now you fun. know how to make an AK-47. This is but so you can't just make fun. one out of thin air. You need a workbench. How'd you get the first but, one? But um, a little bit of luck, a little bit of RNG, and, like, going to um, difficult parts of the map and fighting AI and hoping one will drop in a crate. Okay. Um, they, you know, they, there's, like, a low percent chance that they'll be in, like, the most viable crates in the game that are guarded by the most difficult AI <laughs> that are also being farmed by the best players in the game. So you have to either be on at, like, 4 a.m. and, like, hope that nobody else is grinding for it and, uh, and like, beat all the AI and get lucky, or you have to, like, kill a lot of human players who are also trying to get to the loot crates that you're trying to get to and get lucky. So it can be very discouraging, because sometimes you'll get there, you'll open the crate, and you've got your first AK-47, and a fucking squad of killers comes along, <laughs> and they just take it away from you. And you're just... And, and they're in the chat. There's a global chat. They're going to let everybody <laughs> the in the server chat. know what they just did to you. Like, like, and it <laughs> might be 150 about, people. Nothing about the way you have ever described this game makes it sound fun. It it's sounds not, like an ordeal. It sounds frustrating. It sounds like it takes a full or at least a part-time job amount of time. All Terrible. those things are 100% accurate. It is it the best game fun. I've ever played in my life. <laughs> I, have, I have never been so fucking mad at a game or so fucking overjoyed with a game as I have with Russ. When you fucking go and you find those kids who have been screaming racist, homophobic things outside your doorstep 
for days. <laughs> for days. I have they hurt my feelings one time. That's hard to like, do. Uh, a twelve year old said things I'd never heard before and I played Modern Warfare too. This kid was so ruthless outside my base and I just had to hide inside my house like 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 what like the big bad wolf was outside because he was so goddamn good he couldn't be touched. Like, <laughs> we had a whole neighborhood. It's like me. It's like me and Mitty have a house right here, and like just across the street, there's two more of my friends, and just right next door, two more of my friends. We're doing something that's technically against server rules. We're all buddies, like in a duo server, having like a non-combat rule between us. So when somebody comes fucking with you, I'm coming outside to help you deal with it. It's cheating, technically, I guess you could say, but. We all just wanted to play with each other, and I'd already started on a duo server, and we didn't want to quit because we'd already put 50 hours in. Anyway, this kid would come and bully the whole neighborhood. He's like 11. <laughs> he's 11 years old with a sp speech impediment, and he's fucking bullying half a dozen grown-ass men. <laughs> and we're all just like in Hey, why don't you get like, out here and deal with me? For the thing. What I'm throwing down. He's just like, I bet you won't come out here. I bet you won't come out here and do anything. I bet you won't. I bet you won't. I, and, and you'd hear him eating my pumpkins outside. He's like, <laughs> you can literally, you can literally hear his character in game. Like when you eat something in game, he's making fun of you and he's eating all your pumpkins. Yes, yeah. yes. And the pumpkins are slightly valuable. Like, like that's my source of food. That's where my food is. Like for my character. And it's an, it's, it's one of these games where that's you have where to eat his and drink. Food is. And pumpkins are a great source of food. Like, like hey, they really fill you up. And while he's out. They're talking shit in like, like what do you call it? Voip. Like, like uh -huh. when he when he holds a talk button and his character's mouth moves and his voice comes out. And the farther away he is, the more distant distance it sounds. It's it, it's it's a really good system as far as like in-game voice chat. And he's out there fucking. Bet you won't come out here and do something, you pussy, you faggot, you pussy, you piece of shit, bitch. You pussy shit, old ass man. What are you doing here playing this fucking game, you pussy bitch? Bet you're unemployed, you pussy bitch, faggot, faggot. I fuck your mother, I fuck your sister, I shit in your daddy's ass. My <laughs> <laughs> character's not even hungry. I'm just eating it for the sake of it. And, I, and I'm just sitting there in my base with a fire burning so I don't freeze to death because it's one of those games where you need a fire burning so you don't freeze to death. And I'm just like this motherfucker this motherfucker but i don't want to go out because he wants me to come out because he's going to kill me and take whatever i take out to him he's just wanting me to give him more things because if i go out there with a shotgun and i try to kill him he's going to murder me and take that shotgun and put it in his backpack and then he's going to talk some more shit till i bring him another shotgun that's all he's doing out there he's farming us he doesn't need to hit the, the sulfur nose and the Kyle's stone nose he doesn't have to chop trees because he's got us so is he just an uber alpha and everyone is afraid of this? He was a cheater is what he was realistically. Like, like he was just, there's a lot of cheaters in Rust. And like he, he had a semi-automatic pistol with no recoil and it was fully automatic. And for the tier that we were in like the tech tree, that was God mode. Like, like he was just like triple headshotting us instantaneously. And we're all trying to fucking kill him with a double barrel. And it was just infuriating. I can't tell you, you how upset. No, he quit the server. Like, 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 a lot of the great players will play for like the first two days of a wipe, bully people like me, and then just like quit and go to a new server. Whereas we're all trying to like get to the top tier of tech so mm -hmm. that we can 
we can leverage all of our work hours into like late night raids and just blow bases up and steal all of their things. It's very satisfying to raid in that game. It's but this guy was a mercenary of sorts. Yeah, floating from server to server, causing havoc wherever he yeah eating yeah and threatening eating eat my pumpkins, my corn. He he chopped the shotgun traps off my base. <laughs> like 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 he was too sneaky for those. He, he was Dude, just, I just oh, love got, the oh we got a little trap here, huh? And you hear him clink, clink, clink. Oh, there's a little trap here. And you hear it break. Kaplock. Oh, what happened to your trap? And I'm just like, well, I guess it sounds like you you broke my trap. Um, Did you say silly. anything back? I try not to engage. Uh, like, like some of my friends don't get it. Like, like you just ignore people like that. I always do. I, 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 I only talk shit if I can back it up, and I rarely can. But so every I now really and then you use a charm as your weapon, right? Every now and then you'll attempt to befriend or reason. That works a lot. Like, I'm usually able to like, like if it's an adult, I can have an adult conversation with them. But you can't reason with a child. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun, and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. You can't reason with a child with a speech impediment on rust at three in the morning. He is, he's already gone down a dark, dark path in life. It was a school night. That kid's fucked up. He had no business being on that game with us. Like, like he was clearly a child on a school night, like fully ingrown men. I, the trash talking option might have been fun too. You could have mentioned it was a school night. You could have, there was nothing I could his say. Impediment. There was nothing I could oh, say. Oh, you don't. The game becomes unimportant at this point, right? At this point, what matters is that you can speak without an impediment. What matters is that you whatever, have had sex before. He said, oh, he didn't believe me when I told him that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? You want to fuck me? I'm not <laughs> he wouldn't believe me.
<laughs> you can't talk your way out of that. You just got to shut up and take your beating. What you're saying is exactly what Anthony Cumia described when he played EverQuest. And he's like, and there's this one kid that was bullying me. I just stole all my shit after I worked to build it. And I oh, was no, just he's playing Rust. Bad. He's talking about Rust. No, I know what he's talking about, Rust. I was saying that the, Anthony Cumia has been playing Rust. Has he really? Yeah, he was talking about how awful it was last time he was on here. How, how like how kids were just bullying him. He was like, "I've got a lot of money and I fuck a lot and fuck you." And then like, "Shut Dude. up, bitch." <laughs> and like the Rust player base in general is incredibly toxic. Like because the name of the game is ruin everyone else's good good time. Because everybody's grinding as hard as you are if if they're anybody. Like if if you're gonna have anything in the game. Then you have grinded and worked hard for hours and hours on end. Like you just have to. There's no way around it in this game. And so, like, you know, you, you people come while you're asleep, while you're offline, and they take it all away. They blow a hole in your base. They go inside. They seal the base up behind them and put their own fucking door up. And now they just like eat your base from the inside out like maggots and take it all back to their base. And and when you come home, your locks are changed. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, my God, we we worked for literally 12 hours the first day, 15 hours the second day, eight hours the third day. I went for a one-hour nap, and I came back, and all of that's been taken away from me. And so, like, everybody who's, like, a, a Rust player who plays a lot has had that happen to them repeatedly. And so they are that's so frustrating. They're just hardened. They're awful, evil people. I remember – so Woodycraft, I've mentioned a bunch of times, had a similar – uh, game mode, but it's called factions. When that happened to players, we would sometimes, as a server, get them back on their feet. Like uh, the most valuable item was called a spawner, and this would spawn monsters, and they would create these traps that kill the monsters, and they would drop things so that they would make money. Uh, we sold spawners for real life money, but we also sold them for in-game money. It was impossible to like; it was really hard. So you might buy your first six, and once you have six of them. Then it's like 180 bucks too. Like it's not nothing. And then once you have six of them, well, now you've got enough to earn all your way up to 50 and 70 and what have you. People would get raided. They'd steal all their stuff. So we'd be like, all right, here's four. We just didn't yeah. want them to quit. They'd quit the server. They'd leave Minecraft or at least Woodycraft. And it, it was a, I felt like it was good business and it was kind to get them back on their feet again. We do that too. Like, like, I like to think I like to think I'm a really nice Rust player. Like like I usually don't have a personal grudge against the people I'm raiding. Sometimes I do, and that makes it so much more fun. Like if you know who you're after, if when you find them asleep in their base, you're like, "Here he is." And you're like taking screenshots as you kill them with a pickaxe, <laughs> like like to send to them later. Um that is the best moment in Rust. But Sometimes you're just like raiding people because they're too close to your base or because they were just there. They were, or they were a convenient target that was like isolated and you didn't think anybody else was going to tr- come and counter raid you while you were blowing in because that's incredibly upsetting. Uh, and you know, they'll come back the next day and like, Hey, did you kill me? I'm like, what's your name? Like, he's like, ah, oh, Ice Prince 101. I'm like, yeah, I killed you. <laughs> Can we have some of our stuff back? It's like, yeah, actually, yeah. We, you had a lot of shit we don't want. Like, like, yeah, you can have all this back. And like, sometimes we'll be just so rich that like, there's three, there's two of us playing. It'll just be me and Mitty playing a duo server. And we've got like 50 AK 47s. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, have some, 
You know, we'll, and we'll just literally throw like loot out of the base and give it to the peons who have no way of getting it. So I'm always generous and cool in the game. I like to think I like, I like to think I'm a benevolent. nice guy. Uh, I'm a benevolent Russ cult player. Leader. Yeah. <laughs> cult leader. I mean, they yeah. all are. Right? Yeah. We'll be flying that RSK flag uh, over on a Russ server this weekend though. So that's going to be uh well, not just the weekend, the whole fucking week. There's, there's no, you don't just play for a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Things are just getting started by Monday morning. Cool. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So if either of you want to like pop into Rust, you don't have to. Like I, like I told everybody I else I in the Discord. Pop into the Discord. Like that. Yeah. That would be enough. So because if people don't yeah, know, I don't play. Pete, Kyle, or maybe a couple guys will share what they're doing in game, and uh, and I've done other games like poker and stuff where it's like oh, you know the old thing. You play. You're at the poker table. You look to your left. You look to the right. If you don't know who the sucker is, it's you. I already knew that. So when I get, when I go to the poker, I'm just there to watch and have fun, and sometimes I even talk trash, but uh, I'm not betting my money. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely pop in and watch because it's going to be fun. Um, I love this shit so much, so uh, I'm looking forward to trying to play it with a, a bunch of people. I, I fully expect to get upset and mad, and uh, I, I think that a lot of them are going to be so bad that it really upsets me. And uh, I saw but, you, but I'm, I'm going to do it anyway. But you're a consummate professional. So What'd you say? I said I saw you upset before. You lost at poker, and you felt like the person that beat you didn't beat you properly. <laughs> he didn't beat me properly. You were very mad. You were you were uh, you were salty. I could taste you across the internet. Yeah, it was the second hand uh, in like three hand. Like like he'd already gotten me once on a bad beat, and then he got me again on a bad beat. Like he called a, a he just played it poorly and still won. Cause eh, that's poker sometimes. But I know how to calculate poker odds, and the first time he beat me, he had, like, a 4% chance, but the second time he beat me, he had a 2% chance. And I was more mad. I guess I was mad at him for making such a stupid call. You were, so were name-calling, and, you like, at first, I thought it was a bit for a little bit. Oh, no. <laughs> it was not <laughs> it was, a bit. No. He was no. genuinely upset with the way that this person played. And, and, there was a good bit of money on the line, you know. I, I, I uh... I was if if I win that hand, then I I'm probably up a couple hundred bucks, but lost that hand, so now I'm sitting watching. You no, know, you you say you can calculate poker odds. I think Woody and I can too. It's just that we look at it and go, ah, our odds are bad. <laughs> <laughs> We're not can, going to win. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I can calculate the exact poker odds on 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 any hand. It's it's not. I'm not yeah, bragging. You show me a roll flush. I can calculate they're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if I, what if I've got a higher roll anyway? Um. Yeah, that was very upsetting. I remember exactly what you're talking about. That's literally the only time I've gotten upset in poker. Uh, Look, it was good content. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I have no apologies. You might not have enjoyed making it, but I enjoyed watching it. Watching you get mad at, uh, what's the the word guessing game? Uh, Codenames. Codenames. That is hilarious. Because you'll be like, beach, beach. I said beach. And they'll be like, like umbrella on there, and they'll be like, I don't know, that's more affiliated with rain. I'm not sure if we should put yeah. that. And you'll the other like, day, and then just, you get so angry like, because I'm the best code names player there is that I've ever met. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sure there are better in the world, but Maybe. I haven't met no, them yet. Don't sell yourself short. You're the uh, best ever. <laughs> I, I frequently win games with three clues, and uh, and um, I, I was I was trying to win a game in three clues. Uh, which normally five, six, seven clues, and 
the my clue was metallic, and there were for three for three words, and the words that were out there were liver. Do you, do you associate that with metallic? Maybe not yet. No. No. Really? Nobody. Uh, the taste of it is metallic. Yeah, exactly. You've had liver before. Yeah. Um. Uh. Something something that had to do with electricity, and I think maybe iron or something like that. And it was like for for three with three, you're you're going for at least two. That's decent. One is like okay, well anybody can get one. And then uh, three is like three is a big deal. Four is almost impossible. And they couldn't figure out liver for the longest time, and that was very upsetting for me. In fairness, like I wouldn't. That is a stretch. There is the process of elimination though. And someone had even said the field was. Yeah, I mean, you, with the process of elimination, you kind of get back to liver being like the only thing that could make any sense. And one of my team members had literally said, well, li- liver tastes metallic. And, and I'm just sitting there like, someone else follow up. Be like, yeah, that's a good idea. Someone say something. And nobody says anything. So I know that you're going for three words in this game or not. Yes. I, I, yeah, I, okay. I put the numeral three after my clue. Uh, ah. It's a very fun game. Um and uh, the 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 game is made such that there will be a lot of conflict on the board where like ah, well I would say baseball but one of their words it just happens to be basketball so I so mm-hmm. I, I'm trying to get round and like diamond you know and oh baseball baseball diamond and a baseball's round but like one of their words is basketball so like it completely like fucks you over like there's a lot of situations like that where you've got to get real creative and be a bit of a human thesaurus and yeah. just figure out creative ways you and you've also got to know your audience sailing an ocean without saying water and it's like how do i accomplish mm-hmm. that yeah it's a really fun game and uh but if somebody's dumb it can be upsetting <laughs> because like I, if i'm the clue giver and i fail i'm the one getting shit for it you know everybody's gonna be like what'd you do but I, I I usually win. I have an excellent record. But isn't but, part um, of the job to know your audience? It is to know your audience. Um, but, you know, sometimes you've got to go for, like, there's another guy competing against you, and you're both trying to, like, get all your words guessed. And sometimes you're just in a situation where you've got to go for, like, something like I just suggested, like a three-word clue, or you lose. It's just a flat-out loss. It's like next turn they only have to get one word. We got to get three words right now because we're not going to get another turn. And, mm. and like, so that scenario pops up occasionally. Uh, it's, it's my favorite like group game. I think, I think we, we've been playing a lot of that for like over a year and that hasn't gotten old. Like Among Us got old so fast for me. Mm. Like I, yeah. I just didn't give a shit anymore who the fucking spy was or the imposter was. I didn't even want to be the, the spot, the imposter anymore. Oh, I, I want to be the connecting wires so that I don't have to connect wires. Yes, yeah. that was the only reason. Like, and yeah. that game had legs if the little tasks weren't so fucking boring. They're terrible. And also, they make you keep doing them after you're dead. Yeah. No, I should be able to quit these stupid tasks. <laughs> <laughs> that should be my, my consolation prize. Exactly. Not have to do this. I should, like, the only fun part of that game is riffing with your friends. That's it. Like, even that, I mean, it, the game is, like, designed to make arguments and enemies. 
And that's what's that's the only fun part. I'm saying like it's fun yeah, to you can have to do that the part. arguments, to have the enemies. I'm you know. much more on uh, like zombies, for example, where you're all on the same team. Yeah. yeah. Well, I prefer that, I guess, overall. But a little bit of strife, conflict, that can be fun. <sighs> as long take. as everybody knows you're fucking around. Sorry, go ahead, blame truth. Uh, hot take: uh, Trouble in Terrace Towns better than Among Us as far as like the traitor games go. I never played that. Gmod, you ever played that? Nah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I played a good bit. Hmm. We used to play a lot of Gmod stuff. Um, it was okay. My problem was, like, when you were in the imposter, like, I was brand new to mouse and keyboard at the time. That might have been my first mouse and keyboard game. And I was just like, even as the imposter, I was like, oh, my God, I don't, know, I don't think I can hit these guys. They're moving around pretty fast. <laughs> like, like, I was really struggling, like, being able to shoot people because I was so brand new to mouse and keyboard. I got a new computer. Uh, it's still in the box. Oh, nice. I didn't want to set everything up like the day before Painkiller already and put it at risk, mm-hmm. but I'll probably do it tomorrow. So Awesome. What, what is it? So it's the, the new AMD chip, the 5950X, and the, one of the newer NVIDIA cards, the 39, no, the 3800, what it is. Is that right? Or 39? 3080, I think. 30, yeah, that's right, 3080. Yeah. I'm awful. That's a good uh, yeah, so I, you know, I was gonna get the 3090, which is their mm-hmm. top one right now, and uh, I watched the Tech Jesus people, Gamers Nexus, something like that. Do you know this YouTube channel? No, but I know Nvidia cards, and like the top of the line is usually marginally better. I than always the- get the top one, but in this yeah. case, it's nearly double the price. They were talking about two frames per second better, something very slim. That's how it is every time, yeah. The game I'm into right now is CPU bound, so it might not even help. It might help zero, literally zero. And uh, the Nexus people, they just made it seem like you were stupid if you bought it. Like, like, (laughs) I was like, this is me. I game a lot, right? I play a lot of hours per week, and uh, and I've saved up some money. So I'm like, this I'm the target audience for this 3090. I should be getting the 3090. That's what I'm all about. And then, like, this guy is like, a stupid person would buy this. This isn't even for gamers. This is a workstation card for people that need lots of computational. Pa- it's not even a gaming card. They're just marketing it as such. And mm-hmm. and they, I just felt like, like I always had this concern that a fool and his money are soon parted, right? I've saved some money. Cool, cool, cool. But not enough that I can make financial mistakes for the next 30 years and still be okay. Mm-hmm. So... I'm always on the lookout for like who's trying to separate me from my cash. And uh I'm like, I think I want the 3080. I, it would be the same price roughly to get a 3080 and then like a 4080 next year. And I'll be mm-hmm. in a better spot than perhaps to get a 3090 right now. Yeah. 3080 TIs uh, just got announced. Nice. Did yeah. Yeah. I'll probably get one and build a new PC or just buy one. Um, <laughs> Maybe. I'll probably get one like when they're plentiful and the price is reduced. Mm-hmm. Like in the summer, whenever. Yeah, I uh, you know I might get one. I might wait for the next one. I'm not sure. It, as a Tarkov guy, I probably won't get one. It's so CPU yeah. uh, limited, bottleneck dependent. Dependent, sure. That uh, it'd probably be a waste of money unless I switch games. Yeah, I I'm gonna play a lot of different games. I I'm really interested in that uh, Warhammer 40k uh, game that's coming yes. out. That looks so that fucking good. That trailer. <sighs> I, I'm, I'm not a, even that big of a gamer, honestly. But 
looking at that trailer and knowing how much fun I had in Vermintide, that's going to be an absolute blast. That, We're going to have fun playing that. We are going to play that a lot. I, I, that trailer got me hyped. That game it was has good trailer. Right. The music was good. The music was good. The gameplay looked good. Can we say that again, please? I could yeah, I was asking Blame Truth. Have you heard of this game? Uh, Warhammer what is it, 40K? Something no. tied. I was actually looking it up right now. Raid yeah. tied or uh, dude? I'm gonna find it, it. It's uh, if you know Vermintide, it's it's the the next one. The 40K the version of it. But you could call it like a really current Left 4 Dead, but you fight more zombies than or um, monsters than zombies. Yeah. So but, you got, uh, like, the idea of four people co-op going from one side of the map Dark to the other. Tide. Dark Tide. Okay. And um. It looks amazing. I can't wait to get it. Uh, it's a buy new PC kind of game if it requires it, although it probably doesn't. Um, That's the uh, trailer, by the way, Blame Truth, if you want to watch yeah. it later or something. Yeah, it's yeah. sick looking. I'm looking at screen right now. It's pretty, pretty Have you ever played uh, Vermintide? Mm-mm. So Vermintide is like a four-player co-op. You play these different classes. Um, it's like sword. It's like hack and slash. And you're facing massive hordes of, I don't know if you know anything about Warhammer at all, but one of the races you fight against are the, the Skaven, which are these rat men. So you're just hacking through endless waves of rat men. It's a lot like Left, uh, Left 4 Dead in that there are like special rat men. So there'll be like a giant rat man with a machine gun arm and there'll be like a rat sorcerer who's going to cast a spell on you and all sorts of shit like that. And, uh, there, there's uh, you're you're trying to unlock better and better weapons and 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 gadgets as you go, and like I'm, one of us is the dwarf and one's the elf and one is the human and one's the wizard. And... I'm I'm watching gameplay from this trailer and I'm I'm already sold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it looks like Left 4 Dead mixed with like an action RPG or something. Yeah, Vermintide's out now. It's the fantasy version of the Warhammer universe. It's like olden times in an alternate universe. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, muskets and magic and bows and arrows and axes and uh, swords and all that all that bullshit. Yeah. Um, and, you know, like I said, Plain one of us was a dwarf, one's an elf, one's a man, and one's a wizard. But on the uh, the 40K version, it's it's like out, it's like 40, it's the year 40,000. So, like, humanity has completely colonized the galaxy and uh, all instead of, like, fantasy shit like elves and dwarves, they're still those things are still represented represented, but they're represented by mutants and aliens yeah. uh, that we've encountered on all these worlds, and yeah. so that's what's going on in this new game. Or it'll be like, oh yeah, there's still dwarves, but it's dwarves in the year forty thousand. <laughs> having the best trebuchets, they have the ultimate machine gun work through or whatever. One thing about the Imperium of Man in the forty k universe is they're incredibly xenophobic to the point where like. I, I was wondering, like, like, wait a minute, how are we playing as, like, I didn't know what those things were, the classes that are represented in the new Dark Tide game, because there's, like, a big hulking human right. and, like, a little dwarf-like human. And uh, so I, I did some research. Those are mutated humans who have been mutated by living on colonized planets with tons of gravity. Hmm. Ah. Okay. So that guy is just... Strong. He's eight, eight tall. He's, muscular. he's a yeah. big giant human who has evolved on a planet with like tons of gravity where um, being an intelligence was not a strong suit. So his race in particular is essentially like retarded. Uh, the smartest of them, it said, the ones who get like special armor and like elite status can count to 10. <laughs> like, not bad. Like those. 
Those are the ones that get like the good armor and like get to be commanders if they can count to ten. Uh, well, it seems to be working for him because they were a lot more imposing than the rest of the people. Enormous. Around. He's just enormous. He looks like he's eight foot tall, four hundred fifty pounds of muscle. That's who I want to play. Always want to play the tank. It gives you the most leeway for being the worst. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, yeah uh, I might get. Uh, I might just get Vermintide. I'm still rocking um a, a ten seventy in my rig. It should be able to handle you know that it's an older problem. game. Yeah, yeah. I, it works fine on my 1080 Ti. Okay. Yeah, we played a shitload of Vermintide until I had like gotten everything I could get and uh, beat it on the hardest difficulty and uh, like like unlocked all the. It's hard unlocking weapons in that game. Um, weapons have rarity, and uh, the rarer the weapon is, the better it is. It makes sense. But um, to like, you have to play on a hard difficulty to even have a two percent chance of getting a rare weapon at the end of a raid. Mm-hmm. And so, so like... It's like, if you yeah. succeed every 30 minutes, you have a 2% chance. Yeah. So, buckle up. You're going to be doing this for a while. <laughs> like, I think... I, I don't know how many hours... I don't want to log into Steam right now and look, but, like, I would guess that I have somewhere between 200 and 300 hours in this game, and I think I have three legendary items, maybe four. In 300 hours. And that's a lot of legendary. That means, like, your kit is pretty much entirely legendary. Yeah. yeah. That, that's the red ones? The, Orange yeah. or amber, uh, depending on your monitor settings. Mine's always kind of more yellowish than everyone else's. I can never tell how long I've been playing a game on Steam because I'll leave games open for days, and it'll be like, I've yeah. played this for 5,000 hours? <laughs> that's <laughs> that's how my Tarkov is. I I started playing Escape from Tarkov in February. I have over 6,000 hours in it. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's how it looks for a, uh, Warhammer 2, the more RTS game, is I would just keep it open on my gaming laptop, and it would say, like, yeah, like 7,000, 8,000 hours played. And I'm like, that's just the amount of time that's passed since March. Like, that's just, yeah. Yeah. I think I played four. I was wrong. I got 192 hours. Okay. Yeah, but still. It didn't bust. Huge grind, huge grind. Um, but it's, but it's co-op, so it's really fun to play with your friends because you're like, each of your characters kind of uh, complements everyone else's. There's yeah. a lot of synergistic stuff going on. We're like, oh yeah, I have this ability that'll heal us all a little bit, or you know, oh yeah, when I shoot these arrows, it, everyone has a job. Like like yeah, everyone knows what their job is. It's nice to play with friends. I don't know if you played with strangers very much, but I played more with strangers. Never. And uh, so, like, no one runs the help the strangers attributes, but those are very important. They're a big yeah. deal. It's it's all kind of everyone out for himself. Everyone wants to be the kill leader, even though kill leader is maybe not the most uh, important person on the team, right? Probably and not. Sometimes, sometimes not. But uh, uh, playing with the team, you know, like, like maybe Kyle's really adept at handling hordes of people and someone else does a huge one shot damage and he's better for the the bosses. And yeah. uh yeah. you know, you can That's just be like, hey. is like like my character, the flail guy, was more just like go in the thick of it and take a bunch of damage and make sure that nobody is bothering Kyle, who's gonna do a tremendous amount of DPS, I get damage per second to the specials. So if Kyle can just his character with the crazy bow can focus in on all the specials and me and the dwarf who's was Woody at one point, we just absorb all the hits and keep the horde at bay. Like that was the strategy. I had no yeah. range weapon. So I would often be like, Kyle, uh, assassin. Get him. Get him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Of yeah, it? by the end, I switched to the, the dwarf that uh, could go invisible and did, like, huge amounts of one-hit damage, and I could just... I could kill the bosses and like by myself sometimes. The it was did the one. Yeah, it was so fun. Oh, I was like, like, like invisible dwarf. I would yeah. I should have said elf. You, it was stacking like so many bonus multipliers that you were just doing huge amounts of damage. Really fun it, game. It almost got not fun where you would be like, all right, uh, a, a summoning lizard person is about to come down. Uh, Taylor, you just go kill all the all the Skaven and the, the armored guys, and I'm gonna go ahead and and he's dead. Right. <laughs> and he's gone. And he's yeah, gone. I like it. So I I had a ranked up human, Marcus Kruber, and then I switched to my dwarf, and I had fun being weak. Like I, that was enjoyable for me. It was like, all right, guys, I'm gonna need an adult here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a hot spot. I liked my guy because the more damage he took, the more damage he dealt. And so if people are like, you're taking so much damage, I'd be like, it's tactics. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because I'm bad at blocking. <laughs> uh, it's a fun game. When's the next one come out? Sometime next year. Who knows? Probably late next year. Yeah, probably like yeah, who Christmas knows? special. Which... Who knows? Maybe we'll get a nice surprise, like a March release of that game. That would be mm, a blast. The good content comes on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Very true. Yeah. I'm also looking forward to, like, Warhammer uh You guys all three? know I'm talking about Belle Delphine, right? right. Oh, yeah. It's all about that. <laughs> right. Warhammer 3, you're talking about the, the new RTS? Yeah, yeah, the new RTS. And I'll, that's I'm, 40K also, right? Like it's, No, that's fantasy. Oh, thank God. Okay, I'm in for it then. I yeah. wouldn't want to play that kind of structured game with, with guns. It wouldn't make any sense in, like, the, the battle plan format. I mean, there are guns, you know, like 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 there's plenty of guns, but they're, like, well, but it's like the dwarf gun where it's a blunderbuss they have where the range is, range is severely limited. Like, it's it's not like machine guns usually. I mean, it, there are some machine guns, I guess. There's like rattling gunners. There's there's all sorts of crazy. They've added a lot of shit lately. Like the the Skaven have gotten a lot better. I haven't played in a bit, but I'm after this rust kick, I may I may try I may Did try. Skaven to, need to get better. The Skaven were already a really good faction. If they got right. they added Clan Molder, which is like all these big fucking giant monsters. Oh, uh, that's what Skaven needed. Big monsters. Yeah, now clear. they have big monsters. Yeah, they yeah. made they made the Skaven so good. Now the Skaven have big monsters, uh, the best guns in the game, the best mortars in the game, um, and also uh, they gave them like wolf rats, which are like these speedy yeah. little. Uh, Units you can send out to like chase things off the battlefield and and is there are dwarves now? Dwarves were always just like one dimensional. That's their thing. Like like they're the easiest thing to play because their dimension is defensive. Like, yeah, it's super high armor, super high leadership. So they don't quit fighting. They don't die easily. They just stand there and take a beating for a long time for a for a cheap amount of gold. But um. You know they they're they're pretty easily countered. If you if you not fight against a dwarf box, then you defeat the dwarf box. Yeah, I mean you can beat a dwarf box. Like I, I remember I played uh the wild men, no the beast men, a good bit or no what was it? What the chaos warriors? That's the chaos. one. And they had like them and the beast men had this cheap ass unit that was shitty at everything, but they had armor piercing. And so all you would need to do if you're up against dwarves was like make like a little like four string of those guys and they would do a tremendous amount of damage on their own. And then you could just follow up or just flank them with uh spider riders and shit like that. Chariots. Chariots are the downfall of the dwarves every time chariots and uh, really any, any like long range armor piercing. If you could, you can, yeah. out, uh, I guess they're only like anti-large is 
a couple of artillery things and then the thunderers, um, I think, or whatever. Oh, the slayers. Slayers, yeah, they're anti-large. Yeah, yeah, slayers and dragonback slayers. I like playing dwarves, but you don't get better playing the dwarves, so I try not to. Yeah, I just pick the factions that I think are the coolest looking. So, like, the one I played the most by far was Lizard Men because I liked the way their characters looked the most. That's the best beginner play thing to thing to start with. Um, you'll you'll actually learn how to play, and they're very well balanced and kind of straightforward. I don't know, they're and simple vampires. to use. The only shitty part, well, about Lizardmen, the only part I hated was their stupid frenzy thing where you just can't control a battalion anymore because they get a certain level of leadership lost. But uh, the vampires is fun. The uh, uh, the pharaohs or whatever that is. Tomb the, kings. The tomb kings, they're really fun. And uh, the beastmen are pretty awesome. Beastmen are the worst faction. They're the oldest one and the la- they're the one that's been in there the longest without an update. So they're 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 they've fallen way behind uh, everything else. All the other races have gotten these updates with better units and better magic and really? stuff. And well, when I'm saying best, I just mean like I'll look through the oh, they're fucking cool options and like I'll pick whatever the coolest ones are and try and yeah, use. it's a bunch of minotaurs and cowmen who just like yeah. run ape shit into the enemy with like double axes and crazy stuff like That's that. That's why the lizard men are so sick. It's Their like, mounted oh, units are just are just centigors. Like they're just four legged yeah. men. Like, there's not a guy on a horse. Like, their cavalry is just some, like, four-legged horsemen. Yeah, pretty much. All right, that's enough nerd shit. Um, <laughs> you guys make call it a show? Yep, Blame Truth. Tell the people where they can go to find all your wonderful content. YouTube.com slash Blame Truth. Channel's God. popping off right now. Get on the get on the wagon. The Codfather. The Codfather. I like that. I like that. All right, any outros? No, sir. PKA 522. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages. Messaging data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 323232 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 323232 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 323232 now text grade to 323232 home they say it's where the heart is they also say it's wherever you make it they don't say it's where you unload your stuff get tired halfway through unpacking use some boxes as furniture realize your oven mitts in a box that doubles as a nightstand don't want to buy a new nightstand and use a towel as an oven mitt instead but no matter where you call home geico makes it easy to bundle and save on renters and car insurance easier than grabbing a piping hot pan with a towel that's a bit too thin and trying to quickly get it to the counter Ooh, hot 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 